0: Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com.
1: 93.3 WMMR Audio on Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Kathy
2: had brought up something yesterday um, because some people will will plan trips like Claire did, Steve, your wife. Uh, to go and see something like the to Aurora, see the northern lights, yes. Yeah. And Nick, you went to Iceland in and, the hopes
3: and my our trip was a failure because we went there. I mean, it wasn't a failure; it was it was actually a great trip. But we didn't get to see the northern lights at all. We went in March to Iceland specifically to see the northern lights, and that ended up not happening because of the weather. And
2: then Kathy had said, "We need to talk about this sometime if if you've specifically planned a vacation around something, and that something doesn't happen." Now, are you talking about Kathy? something that relies on nature uh to yeah,
4: yeah or what yeah whatever but i mean nature would probably be the biggest one now i i went to uh the island of capri and i didn't specifically go there for something but there was one thing that i could not wait to do when i got there and it was like a big part of the trip and because the water was too rough we couldn't go. You oh. go into these I forget what they're called. So, the caves, right? Is it the bl- the,
3: isn't the grotto? The blue grotto. Oh, the, that's it. Right. The blue grotto. Yeah. Yes.
4: And um because yes. the you don't stink. The the waves um were too high when you go in. I mean you literally you're in like a teeny boat and you have to duck down. Like that's yeah. how yeah. low it is. And because there was waves, you would have gotten your head chopped off if you tried to go through.
5: <laughs> that would be a bad vacation.
4: Yeah, and we were there probably three or four days, and every day we would go to the front desk and we'd be like, How's the water? Can we do it? And they're like, Nope, sorry. And yeah. so we never got to do it. All the way over to Italy, and no
5: Never got to do it. Yeah, well, there's stuff like that. Just in general, I, I, like people have gone to like national parks only to find that they're closed. Or, yes, and look, Wally World is a perfect example.
2: Well, there's a there's another movie example yeah. for you. There's a movie called The Bucket List, and Morgan Freeman's character wants to see um, he wants to see um uh, the Himalayas. He wants right. to see, damn it, uh, Mount, Everest. Uh, Mount Everest. Yeah, and they get there, and and they're going to die within yeah. a few months if they, they have cancer. It's part of the the plot of the movie. And they get there and they're like, uh, uh, well, OK, we got bad news, but, uh, you know, there's a there's a storm uh, and we have worse news. What's the worst news? Well, uh, it's going to leave next year. You know, so it's like you're you're screwed. Like, there's no chance right, of right. getting to see the one thing that you need to see.
3: What about if you, like, if you go on safari in Africa and you don't see any of the big animals? Oh, uh, I know.
5: That's happened. <laughs> yeah. that's, and, and then that's, the, you know, listen, there's um, wolf tours in uh, Yellowstone.
3: Like, you can go to Yellowstone National Park and uh, go on these specific tours to try and see wolves. Right. Packs of wolves
6: and not see a damn thing. So a bird. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, we did a, a whale watch this summer. I don't even see any whales. You know, but like... It's a letdown. Well, yeah. I don't know why I even expected to see any. that's where they live. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, we saw dolphins up
5: close, which was neat. Yeah. But
6: like, you know, they uh, ended up seeing whales like a week later uh, on the same whale-washing thing that we did. I've,
5: like, I've had pretty good luck on those yeah. things. It's rare that you... Uh, and, and there's nothing that's profound that's coming to mind where I'm like, oh, man, we we came here specifically for this. Yeah. And, and, and couldn't see it. But to me, I know stories of people who have spent... There's the focus. We're going to go see this. Or they go and what they're looking. Well, people of travels like to see the Matterhorn or something, and, and then it's cloud covered and you can't see. You mm-hmm. know, th- that sort of stuff happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's
2: examples. I mean, and sometimes it's not, you know, yeah. uh, nature, it's man man issues. Here's one that says, We went to Niagara Falls, drove all the way up there, mm-hmm. and the Maid in the Mist was closed. Oh, yeah.
4: Right? That sucked. I mean, that's what you have to do, the Maid in the Mist. I had a friend that went to like one of those. Uh, maybe it was like Bora Bora, one of those places where you stay in a hut in the middle of the water. They did it for their honeymoon. It was beautiful, you know, crystal turquoise water. And they didn't, it rained the entire time. He's like, we literally sat in the hut the majority of the time and looked at the rain on the water. He's like, we were so bored. That
2: sucks. All right, here's one. Okay, this... Interesting. And, and, and when sometimes it's it's if you get disappointed, then it's your own fault because it's a real crapshoot for something like this. It says two summers ago, I went tornado chasing.
7: <laughs> well, <laughs> with a tourist
2: group out of Oklahoma, and South Dakota, Kansas. Uh, there were great clouds and wonderful storms, but I never got to see a tornado over two weeks. Trip cost me over three thousand dollars. Wow. And I was pretty disappointed, but it wasn't the fault of the tourist guide. It was just crappy, unlucky chance. yeah, yeah that. That and the Aurora Borealis and stuff like that, you're taking, that's, it, the everything has to align perfectly. For
5: and that that, and you know it's going to be a crapshoot. How wild that they go that distance to go tornado watch, and we we're having them here now.
2: Yeah. Uh, here you go. Let me go to Chip. Hey, Chip, good morning. Good morning. How yep.
8: are you guys doing? Good. Now? What's
2: up, Chip? I just
8: wanted to say, I, uh, me and my wife planned a honeymoon and to Hawaii. And the goal was to see the lava. Right. And we never got to go see the lava because there was an earthquake three months
5: before which stopped
7: the lava flows. <laughs> it stopped oh the God. lava God. flow.
5: Oh you God. you mean the volcanoes shut off before you got there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, so, at least you were in
2: Hawaii.
7: Yeah, so, yeah that doesn't know. hurt. Yeah. That was a good part. There we're are other things
2: to do and see while
5: you're there. For the sure. uh, Thanks, volcanoes man. are not working today. <laughs> yeah, the maintenance issues. But it's like if you go to see, all right, uh, uh, what are uh,
2: nature things happen? Like, uh, like uh, you know, Old Faithful. maybe. Old Faithful. Or, or, old faithful, or when the, when those bats come fly. You know, when those uh, like uh, m- under the bridge, the and, hunt, uh, and thousands and thousands right, of bats on, coming. It, yeah. You know, and you're sitting there any minute now. Any, any minute, minute. Any minute. Any minute. And it just doesn't happen old faithful you can count on i mean that's why it's called old faithful but yes that would be a natural occurrence some a lot of those um geysers uh are unpredictable and they they're like some of them don't erupt for 7 8 years or right, something like that right? When they happen and you happen to stumble across them and you're like oh my god we were here for a very rare event right. that's pretty damn cool too right
5: hard to plan for something like that yeah let me go to uh lori hey lori good morning hi
9: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my now husband and I planned this big trip to Nicaragua. It was like we weren't even going to have a honeymoon because this was going to take all of the money. And the plan was for him, he was going to propose on top of a volcano that hadn't been active in in several years. We get there and all of the volcanoes in the area have gone active and you can't go up on any of them because there's a the chance that, like, the one we were going to climb doesn't often erupt, but it'll cause earthquakes, and they've had people fall in and die.
5: Oh, yeah. oh okay, so then you probably would want to skip that.
9: <laughs> yeah, probably not where you want to sort of, you know, confess your love.
5: Well, you, um, you, had, you had the flip side of the coin. You are active. Your volcanoes became active <laughs> while the
7: Hawaiians... <laughs> yeah.
9: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, it was, it was still beautiful and a worthwhile trip, but, exactly. um, you know, being proposed to at the base of the volcano doesn't have the same ring right. to it as, like, from the top.
5: And, and the continental breakfast at the Ramada isn't quite the same. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Um, I hear that. <laughs> all right. Thanks, uh, Morgan. Appreciate it. Yes, well, <laughs> right. In many cases, I mean, it's, it doesn't even have to be a massive vacation, but if you go just to see something and, and it cl- a cloud cover yeah. or, uh, you know, that I would love uh, in my bucket list would be able. I don't need to climb it. I just would like to see Everest from afar. Yeah. And 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 you can, you know, but you also can go there and not see it because exactly. of the weather. Yeah, yeah, and that's,
2: uh, do you take the risk? Yeah. And think, how long are you willing to hang out? I think that happens in uh, in Denali
3: in Alaska quite a bit. Yes. People go up there and it's, you know, I don't think you can get, unless you're going to hike it, get very close to it. You have to you go to these observation decks, you know, tens of miles away. And Steve, yeah, same kind of thing. Like, you can get all the way to the middle of Alaska and not right. even see the mountain that you're there to see in the first place. Uh,
2: Marissa?
10: Yeah, when the Phillies were in the playoffs in 2019, or 2009, I wish it was 19, um, <laughs> my friend Fred and I planned like an 18-hour trip, trip to fly out to the Phillies-Rockies game. We get there on Saturday. It was snowed out. Oh, October.
8: God. In
2: October. no doubt. <laughs> and there's there just no, you nothing you yeah. can do. Somebody texted and said, I went to McDonald's to get a milkshake, and the machine was broken. <laughs>
7: oh, man.
6: That's, I think that's, there's something more to that. Mm-hmm. The first time we ever tried to go to fantasy show bar, it was on an Easter Sunday. And <laughs> we drove
7: all the way <laughs>
6: Yeah, yeah.
8: Easter Sunday. Whatever, man. It was just me and my friends, you know.
6: <laughs> it was closed.
5: <laughs> Drove
8: they
2: all the way over closed. The, yeah. closed. Yeah, for, for religious purposes? Of course.
5: Mount Ephraim, New Jersey. <laughs> <Yeah>. troopers <laughs> have to go to mass. Bear in the air for you guys yeah. out there.
6: And another time, there was another fantasy show bar that was on Admiral Wilson Boulevard, and we got all the way there, and I realized <laughs> I left my wallet at home. <laughs> so... I just sat in the parking lot while my friends all went inside. <laughs> I was like, I'm just, I know, they didn't, they didn't even here. bring you out that?
8: Nobody had I enough money. No, money. no, my
6: license. I didn't have my oh, ID. License. I couldn't I'm get sorry. in with can an ID. Can you come no. out and
5: dance for <laughs> my friend? He's in the car. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> like you bring a plate out to a yeah. limo driver. Uh, you could go
3: there at age 18 uh-huh. and not drink and yeah we have some of those experiences that blows my mind that's yeah that's pretty cool you would you could you could get popcorn for free and diet cokes instead of <laughs> the bar how you boys doing <laughs> oh my god dude
5: that's how's crazy. that how's that
3: diet dr pepper what was the name of the guy casey that worked there that i don't remember <gasps> oh. i just remember the shower
2: show and i'll find out yeah uh this next I cool. i was in the philadelphia boys <laughs> choir we went to south africa to sing in front of nelson mandela and when we got there, he canceled.
0: Oh my
5: God!
2: Oh, <laughs> Dude. Wow! Oh. You know how much money they would have had to have spent to get that school, to get the whole choir over there? And he
5: was—he had been booked on Celebrity Family Feud. Oh That's why he
2: could That's why
5: he did it. Yeah. Oh, oh my uh, To do that whole thing. Survey says hyena.
2: Oh wait a minute! Here you go, Bib. Here's here's one. Uh big big wave watching in uh, Nazaré, Portugal. That's on that uh, that 100 Foot oh, Wave yeah. 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 Yes. show. Said so we went there, nothing. it. Oh. like no surf <laughs> at all. That's another thing. Surf if you show up Mind you, we were off season when we yeah. went. we had gone for the
5: for the pearl. Was it the Pearl Harbor? We were at the Pearl right. Harbor premiere right. in in
2: uh, Oahu, and I didn't know anything about surfing right. other than Waimea is where the biggest waves were. It's legendary. So me and Steve and Marilyn rented a jeep, yeah. and we drove to the north shore of Oahu, which the other side of the island. We were on the south shore. What did we see, Preston? Dude, I'm like, we're driving by. I'm like. This can't be it. This can't be it. It
5: was glass. It was glass. glass. It, it was, was glass. more calm than a pool. And, and we're like, you've got to be kidding me. Are and I'm like, serious? this can't be right. I this swear can't to be God. It, Big
2: it was This Wyoming <laughs> Park right there. It was, there was, there was, there was like no, sir. <laughs> yeah. The winter is when the North Shore gets the uh, gets the waves and we were there.
7: <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> that's so funny. I
2: felt like such a tool, man. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Bonsai Pipe. Oh, like, wait. <laughs> Wait Do you all see the these
5: things. do you see these waves. You won't, be, won't believe so it. The, the surf shops were all there. All the legendary places right. were there. But no one was there because that's the wrong time of year.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and that's when it can happen, too. Which, by the way, so when you went whale watching, I always thought whale watching was more winter, right? Uh, uh, it depends. It depends. On the, yeah, 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 like
3: where they're migrating and when. But, like, if you go off of Cape May in the summer, chances are you're not going to see a whale. If you go off of... Cape Ann or Cape Cod in Massachusetts, you can see them. But so, around here, you're just not going to get them that much.
5: Nick, you, you bring up a good point. One of the, the probably the best whale washing time we ever had was going out of Boston. Yeah. And it was August. There you go. Yeah. Yeah.
4: That's something I would never do. To me, that's like just throwing money away. Really? Like,
5: you're never going to see a whale. No, no don't you see them quite. I've seen them. I'm it off Cape May. <laughs> there's a, a chance you won't. I would. Wait, it's you. my luck. I'm yeah. going to spend all this <laughs> right. money. I'm going to bring
4: everybody <laughs> on the, the boat and yeah. we are not going to see a damn whale. Yeah.
2: Okay, here's an interesting My fiance and I went to the uh, Suganese uh, River to see the koi. The fish were dead.
8: Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs>
2: I think it was like a fish kill or something. Yeah, probably right. Oh, so that's horrible.
6: Back in the eighties, the there was a gorilla living at the Philadelphia Zoo, and he was the oldest gorilla yeah. in the, the world. And yeah. so it was his birthday, <laughs> and he died oh, on his birthday. He was the oldest gorilla. Were you going to see him on his birthday? My older brother did.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He he went with uh, with his. Whoa, oh my God. Didn't you say he
5: gave him birthday punches? <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh my God, that's horrible. Yeah. Wow. Okay, he's dead. Uh, let's see. We'll go to Jr. Jr. Good morning.
8: Good morning. How are you doing?
2: Good. What's up, Jr.?
8: So I was in a and in, in Japan for work, and I just wanted to go see Mount Fuji. And, and the number of steps to get there were a lot. I had to take a, a bullet train to get to a tram to get on like a hanging gondola ride, to get on a boat. And the boat's supposed to be in the actual lake that's below Mount Fuji. And, you know, I can see the shrine on the edge of the water that's supposed to be right in front of where you can see this, you know, picturesque Mount Fuji, but unfortunately it's all fall cover. So I, I've seen a pamphlet of what I should be seeing, <laughs> but I never actually got to look
5: at it. There you go. That's a perfect example. And now I, Japan's on my bucket list, and seeing Mount Fuji is exactly something I would love to do. Uh, so, yeah, but, I mean, you get there. There's, there's nothing you can do. Uh, if you can yeah. stay a couple of days, like we went to Switzerland and we stayed sort of at the base of, um, the Matterhorn. And so maybe there was one day where you couldn't see the top, but the other days were perfectly clear and glorious. Yeah. Obviously the longer you can stay, the more likely you are to see something. But a lot of times it's just one day trip yeah. that you're doing. Yeah. Uh, uh, thanks man. Here's the
2: text says went to Grand Canyon in May. And we were snowed out. We couldn't see anything.
3: Oh, in
7: May. May that must yeah. have been a freak storm. Well, no, no, the North <clears> Rim
2: doesn't open until after
3: uh, Memorial Day, and so it depends on which. Oh, you're right. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah, no, it's, it's it, higher elevation. Still there. would have stuck around. Yeah. So, uh, but but <clears> you can get lucky and be in the, in the Grand Canyon on the South Rim and and uh, and get down into the Grand Canyon and have perfect weather. But yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty high elevation,
2: so they can definitely have
5: snow don't so they so fill the, the canyon in during off season. they well, try to. They yeah. cover it yeah. uh, because With they don't want tarp. the water
2: to get too warm. <laughs> Uh, By the way, I love this uh, Texas says, uh, this all sounds like an Alanis Morissette song. (laughs) Isn't that ironic? Uh, Let me see here. We will go to uh, Diana. Hi, Diana. Good
9: morning. Good luck.
2: Thank you, Diana. What's up?
9: I went from Philadelphia, drove all the way to San Diego to see the giant zoo that they have.
8: Yes. 90% of the animals were inside because it was too hot. <laughs> no, it that just happened.
5: Yes. when It, it gets...
8: was too hot. They were in air conditioning, and <laughs> I walked through that thing in like 10 minutes. <laughs> By the I'm way, I've,
5: I've I see. found the San Diego Zoo underwhelming. So did I. It is I supposed to be a legendary zoo, and I'm like, you've got to effing be kidding
7: me. Steve,
4: there were more birds yeah. than anything. Listen, and I was there when I was in high school, and yeah. I remember thinking, these bird. This is so stupid. All I'm looking at is birds. I'm not kidding you. What's going on no, here? It, it yeah. hates birds. It was before. Yeah, like I. Ha- I guess I've hated birds my whole life. But I was like, this is like. Where are the big I fun?
7: <laughs> the no,
4: but it was a,
5: a huge letdown. <laughs> hated it.
6: it. Okay, hang on a second. Uh, which zoo were they at in the beginning of uh, Three's Company? Is that the San Diego Zoo or the, is it the Los Angeles Zoo? That's probably the Los Angeles Zoo. Okay. Because they were in Santa Monica? Is that where that was set? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Come and knock on our door.
2: Come and knock on our door. We've been, no. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. With a the kids that's hers and hers
5: his. Three's coming to And She pretends she's a flamingo with her leg up. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so adorable. Um,
2: Priscilla Barnes. I will go oh. next to... Oh, yeah. Let's let's get this one. I've... <laughs> Mark, hang on. We're gonna sing the Three's Company theme song if you don't mind. Hang on a second. Oh, this is the end of it. Oh, this is it. Never stops. I forgot you did this.
7: Okay. (laughs) Mark, you're on the air. Hi, how are you?
11: Good. What's up, man? We were a
7: family trip
8: to Aruba. They sold us on a four-hour jeep tour to see a natural land bridge okay. that had collapsed five years ago. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> so they were scamming you guys? Yeah, they just totally lied. It was a family of four in a two-door jeep for four
7: hours. Oh, oh my god. Uh, that sucks. We,
4: we went on a, a, uh, a boat ride in the Caribbean to Starfish Island. We saw one starfish. <laughs> oh, my
5: God. You could see more on the Jersey Shore. Yeah. Oh, that's ridiculous.
4: Starfish and, then they, and then they told us it was because of all the tourists lifting the starfish out of the water that they all died, and so that's why we couldn't see Well, them. they, they
5: could have just you. Yeah. You said, you saw the starfish, didn't you? Yeah. Well, there. Uh, hang on a second here.
2: It says, uh, went to Ithaca to see waterfalls. Damn near died hiking up to buttermilk. Finally got to the top. Hadn't rained in weeks. The falls were just a trickle. That's another natural That'll happen. Thing. Hey, there's the- a
5: great waterfall. You have to hike in about three miles, um, and you go in, and it's dried out. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah, a tree fell across the creek.
2: Have you ever had that, Nick? You guys have gone. You know, you've changed. Yeah. You've gone chasing waterfalls. <laughs>
7: yeah, Falling
2: uh, from them too. And have you ever gotten there, and, and it's they've been not
5: dried, but dried up. But we s- <sighs> went to. Uh,
3: I think I've told you guys this before, when we went to uh, Cherry Springs State Park in, oh, right. uh, in upstate PA, and it's the best uh, sky watching, star watching in the on the East Coast. And uh, it's it's you know they go there for dark skies and we went and it was uh, we we didn't plan it properly it was a super moon so it was a full moon with the brightest light oh. that the moon reflects and and we couldn't see a damn thing so <laughs> yeah. you could, like go to try and see the Milky Way you know and get some really good night night vision and uh, but the moon's
2: know. overpowering exactly it. and yeah. that was that was then Carter and I went to Wyoming and the the one thing he really wanted to see was the Milky Way he wanted to see the galaxy mm-hmm. because the stars. Uh, and, and the west out there are so clear. And it was the same thing. Full bright moon. We're like, <laughs> God damn moon? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? And this. Uh, F, F you yeah. moon.
6: Yeah. Screw you well, moon. Well, when we did the, the Grand Canyon, um, there was no moon. And so we got to see oh. that the sky. That was the best. And you got yeah, to do uh, amazing, right? crap in a box too? I, I got to crap in a, uh, I think they call it a groover. Yeah. yeah. Did you do China, that under the stars? I did that. Did I? No. Hoover
5: no. On a Sunday afternoon. No,
6: I uh, only pooped when it was a. Uh...
5: They when the like okay. There's a, a rule. Yeah. Poop at night. Not <laughs> okay. so nice.
4: He was trying to convince me that I could really do a trick. I like think that. you could. Wait, no. And he goes, you would get over crapping in a box.
5: Oh, my God. When everybody... This woman that. puts her pants yeah, on inside out. <laughs> there's no way she's going to do that.
6: I just think that, you know, there's a mindset, right? And when everybody else is doing it, like, you kind of get over it.
4: Yeah, I just think that um, I wouldn't get into that mindset. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Maybe, I mean, out of sheer necessity, yes. you would have to do it. You have but, to do you know, it. Yeah. I
4: mean, yeah. I mean, I would love to see places like that, that you've gone to, Case and, and Nick. I always look at his pictures. I do love it, but only
9: if I could be airdropped in.
2: Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to Mickey next. Hey, Mickey, good morning.
9: We um, planned a trip all the way to Moose Alley in New Hampshire because I became obsessed with wanting to see a moose in the wild. Why don't you
7: forget we- the
9: moose
5: <laughs> for a moment? Okay. okay. So you're obsessed with seeing a moose.
9: Seeing moose crossing signs yeah. in Vermont, and we drove, and we saw moose crossing signs, and we showed up to the border of Canada, and we drove all along this road where there's hunting cabins and people telling us where to go, and we stayed a couple, we were there a week, and we never saw one moose.
2: Not one. Right a week in Moose Alley and never saw one moose?
9: Mm-hmm. Right, and then we found we found out that apparently moose season ends October 31st, and we showed up November 1st. <laughs> oh,
3: come
2: on. <laughs> there's a hard deadline on yeah. season? They don't give you a grace
6: period? No wiggle room
2: on moose season? No, there's a train that comes, and if they don't catch yes, that so. last yeah, train
1: get by, by the 30th. No, this has been a great season. <laughs> Everybody on the bus, I have the ledger right here. Where's Manny? <laughs> <laughs> Manny!
6: Nikki, I did the same thing. Thanks. Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, didn't see. The only moose I saw was one dead moose on the side of the road on my way up to uh, uh, the concert in Maine. Just but mm-hmm. when I d- hiked, not Washington, I saw a a, a, move, a moose move. calf and, and her baby. So that was cool. But I did feel a little bit ripped off that it, it wasn't a male moose with the giant antler thingies. Right. You know, those are antlers, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I wasn't they're, sure. they're, they're wings. Well, no, I wasn't sure if they had a special name because they don't yeah. resemble normal.
2: You can call it a rack antlers. if you want. A rack? Yeah. Nice rack. Uh, <laughs> let me go. Wait, hang on a second here. Can... All right. This is good. I will go to Kyle. Hey, Kyle, good morning.
8: Ma, turn QVC down. I'm going on the radio. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I love Kyle already. What's up, Kyle? What up guys? I do all the caseisms and over the years, since oh. I'm in the studio and I'm trying to get my brother turned on the show. I'm like, "Hey, you got to come with me in studio. There's always food, you know, and, and 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 you know, it's really funny. They always have girls from Club R K <laughs> and stuff there. So I take him his one day off. The guy works retail. He works like 7 days a week. I bring him in. Uh, Nick was out. There was no food and it was the one day you had male strippers. Yes. <laughs> Oh, oh,
2: yes. There you go. There you go. Oh, my God. That's about right. Yeah. That's hilarious, Kyle. And by the way, Kyle busts his ass uh, coming up with Caseyisms throughout the year. He sends them to me from time to time. And uh, those are the best, man. I appreciate that.
8: Hey, Preston, And that case of beer was awesome when you lost that bet about Bill Burr being the first guest. Oh, <laughs> uh,
2: thank you. Yep, I was wrong. I admit it. All right, thanks, Kyle. We'll see about bud. All right, Case, I got one last call to take. I'm doing this for you. Okay. This is Denise, who used to work at Fantasy <laughs> Show Bar. <laughs> there you go. Hi, Denise, good morning.
9: Hi, how are you?
2: Wonderful. Uh, so, Denise, uh, w- when were you, uh, at what era were you working there? What years?
9: I worked up to 2000. Ten. I worked
2: in the office. Okay. You worked in the office. Okay. And what were you going to tell us? The only day of the year we were ever closed was Easter. <laughs> 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 the only day you guys were open on Christmas. <laughs> of the year it was the day. Casey and his buddies
6: yeah, there. We were Drone. there. Yeah. And Oh put... my
2: God. Oh my God. So
6: you, Yeah. Nick asked. You
8: guys were open on Christmas? We opened Christmas
2: night. Okay. Christmas okay. we night.
9: They would have a, a cookie they would work during the day and close at night, and then
3: wouldn't to Charles Christmas night. And what, right. was, what was the name of the longtime MC? Was it Larry? Yeah, Larry. Yeah. yeah.
9: Larry was here for years, and there was Alex the, It was one of the managers,
5: Alvin. And what was Larry's spiel?
9: Bear in the air for
3: you guys out there, topless and bottomless, <laughs> Texas, wild, but Jersey style.
9: Yeah, oh I used God. to work in the office. I did. <laughs> I used to have
5: to pay him. I didn't have to hear him. <laughs> you oh, just paid him. You didn't have to hear him. He was did he the do best? That couch dance, couch that dance, dance. Put
7: you in that couch trance. Panty raid! <laughs> <laughs> he had the horn. Thank you, Denise. Oh, he had a horn when uh-huh. he did the panty uh-huh.
3: raid? shower shows, you had to pay extra for those. Oh, my God. It was
2: a, it was a classy joint, Kathy. You would have oh. loved it. <laughs> I just love the fact Casey and his buddy pulling up in, in the parking lot. Easter. There's,
5: there's no cars there. There's nobody here. No. Let me ask you, were <laughs> you wearing... We did you get all the girls to ourselves. Uh, were you wearing your Easter suit? No, I had my blaming pants on. Okay. <laughs> 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 Really
6: thin
2: pants? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's oh a family God. guy thing. Lambing pants. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's uh, the worst. When you when you pull up somewhere expecting, no matter what it is, and they're closed. I mean, like, with the intention, a la Clark Griswold and the whole thing. Do you people even know what Easter's story. about? <laughs> right. right. What's, how do you close on a day like this? Spiritual. All right. Anyhow, well, thank you for your calls. We appreciate that. We do need to take a break. Stay put. We'll be right back.
12: drunk text your ex text mmr instead at 39333 just don't ask us hey you up because nah we're good preston and steve
13: their name is their address uh, on on the web preston
0: football's back and this eagle season there are huge prizes to be won at acme Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away
2: free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled. by real natural earth diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other the corner of eighth and walnut in philly while supplies last that's i hate now
13: back with more of the preston and steve show podcast
2: we have uh, one of philadelphia's favorite sons on the line and he is going to be hosting a really cool event called Pl- on uh, it's called celebrating the power of music to make change and it's coming up uh, tuesday eight o'clock uh, CBS and CBS All Access, and he's co-hosted by Philly native as well, too. Yeah, Eve will be a part of this. Please welcome Kevin Bacon yeah. to the show. Good morning hey to you, Kevin.
14: How's it going, guys? How's
2: Dude, it's going? going. It is going great, man. It's it's great to talk to you. It's been a little while since we've uh, had conversations, but uh, listen, I want to start off by thanking you uh, for a little nod to our radio station. A little while back, you had posted a video on social media. Uh, enjoying some fine blues music, and you were wearing a throwback WMMR T-shirt. So that was really cool, man.
14: How about that T-shirt, man? I love that thing. <laughs> I treasure it. I think it's got to be probably, I don't know, uh, somebody maybe somebody at the station can, can give me a year on it. But I don't know, maybe early 80s, late oh, 70s, wow. something like that. that oh, yeah, yeah and
5: it's in
6: mint shape. No, so it's not even a throwback. It's vintage.
14: Oh, listen! I've
5: never washed it. Of course, it's in mint shape. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. You, you call it seasoning the shirt.
14: That's what it's about. Yes, yeah. uh, yes, yes. Uh, so hey, I can't uh, when I'm
15: alone.
2: Uh, listen, I, I enjoy um, you and your uh, your conversations about music that you have on your accounts. And um, you know, sometimes you're in a rock mood, and sometimes you're in a blues mood. And your your musical tastes seem to be. You know they they run the gamut, so it's it's got to be fun for you to share uh, your excitement in music.
14: Oh yeah, sure it is. You know, and and uh, the, the, this this kind of series that I did, this Monday Blues thing, was just with the idea. You know, it, it came up during the during the pandemic, during the lockdown, and I was just thinking, you know, I don't know something. Songs that just make me feel good, you know. Songs that just can turn my mood around, and and so it's it's been fun to dig in uh, given that kind of template.
5: So I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of, of of you know documentaries, especially well done documentaries. And for some reason, even though I myself am not a musician, I find documentaries about musicians incredibly engaging. And and me too. yeah, right. And it's just something about the discovery of. Music for these people, and and how it you know how it affects. I just watched one about Gordon Lightfoot. I'm a Gordon Lightfoot fan, but it was amazing. Uh, and so you you obviously you're a musician yourself, but it, there's something about the story, something about what music can do for people that makes these stories unique.
14: Absolutely, I I, I watch almost every music documentary that comes out, and I, even if they're not good, I I still love them. I just Gordon Lightfoot is next. I just finished that, but um, I, I just, I, I just, I just, I love them. And and you know the thing is, is the music is a, uh, it's a powerful force in all our lives. I mean, you know, you you uh, look at a, a place like MMR and the long history that 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 radio station has had, and the, and I remember as a kid, you know, when you know FM just kind of took off, and up to that point, I was listening to AM. <laughs> Rock or AM soul music and then uh when the when MMR when I started listening to MMR it really kinda opened up all these all these doors of music and you know, it becomes a, it's, it's corny to say, but it becomes the soundtrack of our lives. No, sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I was watching I was telling these guys about it. Um there's a great uh documentary on Bob Marley. It's called Marley. And were you aware, Kevin, that he Moved from Jamaica to Wilmington, Delaware for a portion of his life.
8: I did not know that he was it is from Wilmington. Yes. yes. His mother you can't had, help but laugh.
2: His mother had left Jamaica and moved here, and he was already establishing himself as a musician in Jamaica. He was having some success, but he wasn't making very much money. So he left everything, moved to Wilmington, Delaware, was vacuuming floors at the DuPont Hotel and wow. and he the bob marley lived in
5: wilmington <laughs> delaware it's crazy tax-free that's, shopping
2: yeah
14: <laughs> that's a, that's amazing that's amazing uh actually you know in in our show play on um ziggy is, is one of our guests. oh and excellent. uh and he does uh from the from the troubadour in la he's with a, a great singer andre day and, and they do one of ziggy songs which is called justice and then it it um it it kind of is a medley with get up stand up wow and uh so it's a really really great moment because you're you're kind of hearing this 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 new tune and then all of a sudden you know it just kind of morphs into get up stand up and and, you know that legacy of marley's uh is, is, is pretty strong so
2: the troubadour and there's some other venues involved in this as well correct
14: yeah we have the troubadour we have the apollo we have the bluebird cafe in nashville um everyone's pretty familiar i think with the Apollo and, and the Troubadour from yeah. the uh, from the uh, Elton John movie had a big part. It was like a character pretty much yeah, in, yeah. In, in the Elton John movie. But uh, uh, the Bluebird in Nashville, for those people that don't know, is that it's kind of a legendary place where the great songwriters of Nashville will go and and uh, uh, kind of present their wares. And my brother and I actually played there one time, which is t- too intimidating to say the least. Because it's th- the audience kind of sits in a circle, and you just get up there with it with your guitar and say, "Oh, here's my you know sad song about my dog." <laughs> you know, <whatever. laughs> right. And you're and you're playing the songs to like the greatest songwriters in the world, pretty oh. much. And they're all there, and they're all listening, and it's it's a it's a very intimidating gig, but um, when we were trying to pick uh, venues for for the show, uh, you know, I, I thought that would be a really good one, and it, and it comes out. It's a it's a great moment. We have Sheryl uh, Crow down there. Uh, she's doing a George Harrison song um, called uh, Beware of Darkness, and we also have Yola, who is an in- incredible singer from um, England, being backed up by the High Women, which is uh, kind of you know super group with uh granny carlisle maron morris and
5: it, it's it's great i guess it's it's the it's the female version of the hyrie men which was uh i i love that that configuration but man do they sound good together
14: yeah they sound great and and uh and then marin who is a uh, you know a giant giant country star also one of the high women does a new song of hers that she wrote during the pandemic and, you know, the thing that you, you get when you're watching this, for, for people who like music, you know you can already tell, like, you know, my, my musical taste is, is pretty much across the board, as you were pointing out, from the Monday Blues. But also on the show, we've got reggae, we've got rap, we've got rock and rock, we've got... Some soul music, we've got country music. I mean, I, the only thing we I wasn't sure we had was jazz. But then uh, John Batiste um, it, it is a, in this kind of super group that's put together from the Apollo, and they're they're doing "People Get Ready," and he does a little uh, uh, solo on the on the piano halfway through that I think would definitely qualify as jazz. So I think we have something for everybody. Nice. Well,
5: it's it's very eclectic, and I love when you have an artist who who comes along who you may not they may when they first. Present themselves to you, or not? Perhaps doing a type of music that you like, but then you find out there's a lot more depth. I'm thinking of you know, Machine Gun Kelly is now kind of uh, gone into a a Blink 182 rock realm, and it's it's. I, I like to see people you know uh, take a take a Whitman sampler to music and try different things. And so, a lot of times with these things, it's actually why I think the Grammys has become you know outside of pandemic land um, my uh, my favorite uh, awards show because. You get these these pairings. It's similar to what this uh, what play on's going to be. You get these artists doing these different songs in these different ways, and it kind of opens your eyes to things. And that's that's where these shows shine.
14: Yeah, well, it's it's great. Actually, we have Machine Gun Kelly from the Apollo, which is well, you, you mentioned uh, him, and and I, I'm I'm the same as you. You know, the it's it's really refreshing um, for you know old guys like me who really like you know bands that are you know kind of guitar driven. To to hear um, this kind of you know power uh, punk pop yeah. vibe, which, which 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 you know we don't hear all that much, and he's he's all in on that, and he sounds fantastic. I
5: just wanted to ask also about the venues. Talking going back to the venues, all the stuff that's going on. You you and your, your brother, you know, touring around to these different areas, I'm, and and the stories and the experiences, and the fact that with all this going on, the people who work there are getting so decimated uh it's 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 such a a horrific thing i know we're coming out of this it looks like there's stuff that you know that's going to get us through this on the horizon but you know you think about these great venues that that might be lost forever that are disappearing because of this was that in some way what informed or uh went into your decision to go to these classic uh, places to highlight them
14: absolutely absolutely um uh the 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 partners that we have um John Barbados Greg, Greg Williamson and the co-rector they've done a show uh, for quite a few years from the beacon which uh, theater in New York which is called uh, love rocks and it's a it's a but it's a live show it's not a televised show um, and uh, you know when they're all giant music fans and uh, and have a lot of you know connections to artists and to the, and to these venues so when we it was definitely a, a driving part of 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 the show. We're benefiting um Why Hunger and the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund. So these are two um fantastic organizations on the front lines of hunger and of, of social justice. But the but the other uh piece of it was to try to highlight these um these venues and listen, uh you know I, I can't wait until we can go out and hear a lot of music again. I can't yeah. wait until we can go out and, um, uh, you know, sit in a movie theater. Um, you know, these are, I, I believe really strongly that it will, it will come back because I think that human beings naturally want to kind of share experiences together. You Agreed. Know, I think.
5: Sheer force of will will make it happen. Anyone who thinks otherwise... I think is wrong. It's it's something that it, it is an aspect of humanity that we enjoy experiencing things with other people, of seeing the reaction, of getting a crowd response, of being there at that moment where there's a, you know a, a, a three curtain calls and all that stuff that means something to us.
14: I, I completely I completely agree with you, and it's it's, it's just a matter of time. But uh, it's it's sad that there's so many people that work in the music industry, um, the, the venues. The front of house, the crews, the uh, you know players, just players in in, in bands that are suffering uh, of so so much during this time.
5: Kevin, I wanted to ask you on uh, so if you're going to take a glass half full um, look at everything that's happened over this past year, as far as things like you know the the the, the concerts online and these performances and these mashups and these things that have been occurring. Is there anything that you see that has intrigued you that you see porting through after covid um that you would like to see continued in the way music is dispensed?
14: Um well listen i i, I think that the, that's it's been a a little bit of a process to figure out how to do uh music from to, to stay home and watch music right? right and 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 there's been a lot of there's been a lot of people that have done it and i think that uh in the early stages, there was something really kind of nice and quaint about, you know, I'm going to sit in my living room with an acoustic guitar because I can't come out. I'm just going to play my song. And I think that we saw a lot of that. And and it's good. And it was it was refreshing to see. But then we've also seen on the, on the flip side, these situations where people have kind of created what's supposed to look like, Live show, <laughs> but <it's, laughs> right. there's nobody. But there's nobody there. Yeah, and it's and it's a little bit like, whoa, I don't know. I'm feeling <laughs> a little like off center here. You know. Yeah. What we what we tried to do and play on was kind of hit the sweet spot in in the middle of that. And uh, you know, when I. Um, when the NBA was going to play in a bubble, I, I thought to myself, this is going to be terrible. I mean, I'm, I don't want to watch like something with no, just like cutouts or, 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 you know, digital zooms of people watching a game. But it was completely infectious to me that the, the season, I, I loved it. And I think the reason was that they the, the players were so joyful in the way that they played the game Mm. and you realize that that's the thing that they're really really great at doing (laughs) and the thing they've spent their whole life doing and i think that's the vibe that you get from play on so to answer your question you know i am someone that really likes to have an option of watching some music on television and i felt like there was more of that when i was A kid, you know, Don Kirshner's rock concert, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, midnight special, and there was, you know, there was a bunch of stuff that you could see things, and and now aside from Austin City Limits, I I don't think there's really that much, uh, you know, televised music. So uh, as as much as I think that it's fantastic that uh, we're going to be able to somehow get back and and play in venues, I think that uh, I would I would just personally love to see some more shows with people, you know, get great players getting there and being yeah. able to play. And so maybe a piece of that will will sustain. I don't know. Yeah,
2: there, was a, there was a great show in the 80s called Music Night. I don't know if you remember that or not, Kevin. Oh,
14: yeah, Music Night. Yeah, like
2: David yeah. Sanborn was a host and uh, oh, yeah, and Nigel Lofgren. Yeah, they're, 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 you're right. They're, they're, we don't have those types no. of shows. It yeah. would be nice to see a resurgence of that.
14: Yeah. I remember a funny show that, that didn't last long. It was with, um, I think it was called, God, I wish I could remember what it was called, but I, I seem to remember that David Steinberg was the host.
5: <laughs> David Steinberg and, of a music show.
14: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A music show. And I think the deal was that the band that had the number one record, like the number one billboard hit, like that week, would play, would come on and play their songs. Huh. So that was kind of the basis of it. But the show... I think uh went down went down the tubes because it just so happened that the number one song for like weeks in a row with sugar, sugar. So, <laughs> so, they, could, so they had to have the. So it was like different ways of having trying to have the on. Right. They, <laughs> right. it, was it was just bad timing, bad, yeah, bad timing. Yeah, bad timing. Yeah, it doesn't make for compelling television.
6: Right. Uh, well, so, Kev, have you ever heard of a show? It never, I, I don't think it aired here on with any sort of regularity called Later with Jules Holland.
14: Mm. Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh That's man, a great it's, show. it
6: is such a great show, and and so I mean, it's all about music, and and the way I was introduced, so I just sort of like ended up on it somehow. I don't even know what channel it was on. You can find them on YouTube. On YouTube now, on YouTube yep. now mm-hmm. yeah, and and essentially. I mean, the guy just kind of introduced him. Hey, hey, I'm Jules Holland. And then next thing you know, a band plays, right? And we're talking like a good band, right? Like, it would be like, let's say Oasis. And then Oasis would do a number and you would think, okay, well, that's that. And, and they're going to, you know, sit down for an interview. But no, there's another stage right next to the Oasis stage, and there's Amy Winehouse, and she does a song. And then, oh, and then...
14: yes, I do. this is a British show, right? Yes, yes. yes. I would yes, love to yes. see
6: something like that here, you know, film with some sort of regularity in the, in the United States.
14: Right. Yes, I, I do. I do know that show, and I think that's. I, I think that's a really super, super cool idea. I think that I, I would love to see. Well, listen, maybe who knows? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> maybe it's yeah. Uh, yeah. Know. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> now, now the wheels. Now the wheels are spinning. There you go, <laughs> Kevin. I want
3: to ask you a question that has nothing to do with music, it has to do with uh, *Guardians of the Galaxy*. Did you have any idea that that reference was coming, or was that completely sprung on you as well?
14: Dude, somebody told me, somebody (laughs) said to me literally, have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy? And I said, (laughs) no. And they said, you should see it. (laughs) And and so I literally went alone having no idea what, what, other than, like, I was like, oh, this is a super, I want to see a movie anyway, but I was like, well, this is a super cool movie. And then that, so that was like the best way kind of to experience that weird moment was the fact that i had no idea it was coming
2: well it's it's interesting i mean yeah yesterday i'm I'm reading this book called ready player two it's a follow-up to ready player one which is a fantastic book they made it into a movie a couple of years ago and you mm-hmm. are mentioned in the book and i'm like dude we're having them on this week <laughs> it's just it's it's got to be cool you know that 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 you pop up in references like that or does it yeah. make you feel really old you
14: know? <laughs> No, here's what I would rather do. Pop up in the friggin' movie. Yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so, yeah. It wouldn't hurt to throw a little paycheck at you. Yeah,
14: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Oh, sure, it's sure nice that you mentioned me. Jeez, great, thanks.
6: I mean, honestly, Peter Quill was on Earth at some point. Maybe Kevin Bacon shows up to right. say thank you for well,
5: saving the the universe. Hell, you've been, you were in the Marvel uh, universe, you you know, you, you You've yeah. been. Shaw. Mean, Shaw. Yeah, yes, you absolutely. Shaw there, 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 there's got to be some way to,
14: to pair you guys up. <laughs> yeah. can, you, can you guys get on that? We can. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make a hey, phone call. I, want,
2: I wanted to ask a question about, uh, you know, because the biopic has become, you'd mentioned the, the Elton John film and obviously uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. There's been some really well done biopics. What's the story? Which band or or musician do you think would be a good one that we haven't seen yet?
14: For a biopic? Yeah. Mm. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm going to go... Well, first off, I'd love to see an Oasis biopic just because... Just to see them, you know, beat each beat other. The out, hell out yeah, of each other. Did. Yeah, you could it make it... it be, yeah. yeah,
5: it's a martial arts movie as well. <laughs> I martial thought, arts, <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. I, thought, I love
14: Oasis. Um, I thought that, that, that,
2: that Kiss would be pretty
14: ripe oh, with, yeah. with material, you know? Oh, Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely, um and uh but then also you know, uh, I don't know, it's interesting because you know the thing about the Elton Jonathan, which was cool, is that a lot of times the biopics they wait where they only really work because you know the the person is dead, and then yep. you know you and so that's when you do it, you know, and i i I thought rockerman just was so interesting it, it was also just had such an interesting point of view, but I don't know, maybe, what, James Taylor, maybe? I I mean, you know,
5: it's, it's weird. I watched a movie, it was about Helen Reddy, you know, and I'm like, oh, and, yeah, it, yeah. and it was good. And it's just, it's just, again, it, to the earlier part of the conversation, there's something about the dynamic of here's your song, here's your music. It's a representation of you. You're going up in front of critics and audiences. Will it be accepted? And, and it, even if it, it, these things end up being formulaic because that's just the nature of the industry, it gets me every time.
14: Yeah, yeah I know. I know. I, I, I feel, I feel the same way. Um, I, I, I like I like them. I, I, I watch them as, long, as well as the documentary. Yeah, like, you know I just the, the, the journey of of musicians is just something that's always it's unique. Always yeah. Me. yeah, I'd like to yeah. see
6: a Jerry Garcia biopic. By the way, Um That'd be good. And also, speaking yeah. of documentaries, my wife has been raving about the Dolly Parton documentary. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but if you have not, um, she highly recommends it.
14: I haven't seen that one yet. No, I will check it out. I will check it out for sure because I love Dolly. Let yeah. me ask you, you:
5: You did live from Daryl's house.
14: Um, yeah. Speaking and, of music, on, music on TV—that's that's, that's yep. kind of good.
5: The- A great yeah. show. When when you get—I mean, you obviously you guys are accomplished. The Big and Brothers are accomplished, but you know, you know, it, it, it'll happen sometimes. You're 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 looking across at someone, another musician, and you're like,
14: "Oh my God! I, have <laughs>
5: you ever had that?" Uh, I, I I hope I don't have okay. this up.
7: <laughs>
14: no you know, constantly yeah. constantly i i mean uh I've had, we've had the opportunity to either play with or be on the stage or be in the proximity of yeah, some really some big artists and 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 i have to say that i still am starstruck around musicians in a way that i'm not really around actors you know um like the rest of the world, I think I kinda of put musicians on a on a on a pedestal. I really I really do. And when we um went to play at Daryl's house, the deal with that that is that you're going to uh you know, play a couple of your tunes, play a couple of Daryl's tunes that you kinda of get to choose and then uh, a cover or two. And it's not our band, it's uh Daryl's band, yeah. uh, who are, you know, top, yeah. top, top, top of the line. Yeah. Um players and in a great, you know, sonically great room and everything. And to walk into the house and uh, the cats were, you know, over in the studio and they were playing a song that I wrote, you know, I was like, oh, my God, this is (laughs) and then and then to actually sit down and sing with Daryl, who to me has one of the most interesting uh, and unique voices in in pop music and the way that he like melodically where he tends to go and the way that he phrases things is is really really uh interesting and unusual. I just love his I love his runs. I love his licks, you know. Yeah, he's amazing. And just, yeah, and just to hear like him you know doing a little riff on a melody that you you wrote it, it it was like a real it was a real pinch <laughs> it's got to be uh, wild possible. yeah i'm sure
2: like i yeah. wouldn't have thought to do that <laughs> with that no, melody never. no oh, yeah. exactly
14: that's exactly right yeah. <laughs> <never> would
2: have. No. <laughs> hey uh before we wrap kevin uh speaking of of play on which by the way is on uh tuesday 8 p.m uh cbs and cbs all access i saw the name bruce springsteen here bruce is involved with this as well
14: Bruce is involved too, yeah. He's well Bruce is a uh, has been long involved with Why Hunger, um, which is this great um organization. And uh it was started actually speaking of music by Harry Chapin and um uh, and that years ago, I uh, forty I think the organization may be forty years old. Um so uh Bruce was good enough to come on and uh, you know, do a little uh, a drop in, you know, a little a, sh- a little show up on the on the show, which was which was fantastic. Uh, John Legend as well. Ringo's there. Ah, uh, uh, Ringo. Bon, yeah, Bon Jovi's um, uh, premiering a, a, a new a new song uh, called "American Reckoning." You know, as I mentioned, Ziggy Marley, Andre Day, Gary Clark Jr. I don't know if you're familiar with Gary's Sure. Yes. Yeah.
2: He's amazing.
14: Killer. Killer. Uh, also playing a a, a new song. Of his and Machine Gun Kelly and Sarah Bareilles and uh, you know uh, Emily King goes on Uh, we have we got a great we got a great show where uh, LL Cool J um, is also one of our producers so got good stuff
6: Uh, you know listen we've had you on multiple times and I may have said this to you before but like it to me this is like is it really is an honor to talk to you because 25 years ago I would drunkenly sitting my sit in my dorm room with my buddy Ed Corcoran I actually bought. Like basically this giant encyclopedia of every single movie ever made and every actor who ever acted in every movie just so I would have an encyclopedic knowledge (laughs) of all the Kevin Bacon movies (laughs) so that I could rule the Kevin Bacon game. And we played it like... I mean, honestly, for hours and hours and hours. Um, and, and the fact you? that... Were you uh, good at it? I was really good at it. I'm telling you, I, like, okay. I had to study so I would be able to get from, you know, Bruce Willis to Kevin Bacon in two movies, you that know. movie
3: Sleepers really helped. <laughs> <laughs> Sleepers helped. And, and
6: then little movies, not little movies, but little parts like uh, his, you know, stealing the taxi cab and planes, trains, and automobiles. Yes. It's like, dude, now you got Steve Martin and John Candy. And, you know, um, so it's just, it's... It's wild that I'm talking to you right now.
14: Well, that, that is the definition of a misspent youth.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think that
14: nails it. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I, 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 I would just like to apologize <laughs> to your
5: <parents>. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and it, it, did Friday the 13th help you at all, Case, in that game? No, because I don't know any of the uh, other <laughs> actors yeah, in that yeah, one. there's got to <laughs> be other people. All right. <laughs> wow. All
2: right, Kevin, uh, we will make sure people are aware of Play On, celebrating the power of music to make change. It's going to be Tuesday, December 15th, 8 p.m. CBS and CBS all access. And uh, if you and your brother are making it back into Philly, please let us know. We want to see you again, okay?
14: Thank you guys so much. Thanks for your support. Always great to talk to you.
2: Anytime. Thank you. Kevin Bacon, guys. Wow.
5: Uh, He's the best. Yeah, it was good. I mean, we talked to Kevin Bacon but predominantly about music and it was just great. Yep, I love it. Dr. Gary, stop bothering Kevin Bacon. (laughs) <laughs> One of my favorites. I <laughs> was in the old studio. Yeah. Uh, my good friend Doctor Gary was in here, and he's, he's just he goes, so talking to Kevin Yeah, Doctor Gary, stop by, stop yeah, so Kevin. When you have a guest in, you kind of
2: give them their space yeah, yeah. Uh, before the interview. And Gary kept going over, just talking to him, and bringing up music stuff and stuff. So. Can't. Dr. Gary, stop on <laughs> Kevin Bacon. <laughs> oh, my
3: God. He was so polite, too. He yeah. uh, was. was, yeah. 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 So he wasn't going to say it. Steve no. had to say it on his behalf. <laughs> All right. We'll be right
2: back.
12: At MMR, we thought, what better way to celebrate this country's 247th birthday in America's birthplace than with a big old block party? MMR's Fill in the Fourth Block Party Weekend is four big days filled with big four-song blocks. We'll roll three from one of your favorite MM artists, and you call in with the perfect song to fill in the fourth. Now that there is some good old-fashioned American ingenuity. MMR's Fill in the Fourth Block Party Weekend, just like the founders intended. From 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks, America
2: so Casey asked an interesting question off air about an hour ago and we started to have a little not a debate but a discussion about it on air and thought well maybe this is something we need to present
5: <laughs> uh, I'm okay yeah uh, let's 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 go let's go where where we maybe should not tread but we will we'll yeah,
6: and you know what it stemmed off of a meme that both Kathy and I saw oh okay um let me send the meme to Marissa as well so, She can share it
2: on social media. Okay. All right. right. Um, So it was the question you asked me. Yeah. Was... I asked you if you shared a shower, if you and and Rochelle... That's how you started it, yes. ...shower in the same shower. And we do, correct. We do. And then you followed it up with... Do you clean her hair... Out of the shower drain. Okay, so the hair ball that forms in the drain. The down there hair. The, that, well, no, it <laughs> no, is down there. It <laughs> does look like head. a bush, though. Yeah, it sure mm-hmm. does. If it's... you look down at the drain, sometimes it looks like a big old hairy disco Dude, it, it, bush. It, yeah, it's a wet merkin, yeah. yeah. And
6: it's not always this... Um, it's not always uh, obvious that the drain is uh kind of draining as drain quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I hear you. It's not like it's not always like oh, there's a big clump of hair on top of the drain. Sometimes it gets um, caught up underneath the drain, correct? And you don't notice until you're like, wait a second, the the water's not draining out of this shower as quickly as it should, and um, and, and then you have to investigate and and then you end up taking the hair out of the drain. So I
2: will. Uh, yes, I will clean it sometimes. So, which leads me to believe uh, that uh, she probably does it as well. I've never really asked her before because yeah. otherwise I would be doing it all the time and going, why don't you do this? Or does yeah. it
4: just build up and then you do it?
5: So,
2: I, no, when I mean, out- have really long hair. Right. So, so you it, don't? Uh, no, I just have average length hair. And um, so I will do it from time to time, but not often enough to wear it kind of.
4: No
8: gets
2: stuck in my craw Yeah, I think it's stuck in Casey's craw well so
4: that's alright what
2: are you pulling well, so, Ewoks so, so, out of that thing
4: well no so the meme basically said uh, it was a girl standing in front of Casey who was, who was swamp the, thing swamp thing <laughs> and it said uh, me saying goodbye to my hairballs uh, before they become my husband's problem basically meaning that the women don't clean their hairballs out of the drain and it's left then for the husband or the partner to clean it out
3: Okay. real quick Casey how big is the drain and uh, what is like the drain
6: mechanism well what's drain <laughs> Um, oh, because there's yours. A couple, yeah, I mean, the, the latest drain that I had to clean out was the sink drain because my wife uh, does her hair um, over, you know, the over, over the sink, the sink. Okay, um, and this is down the shore. So I, you know, essentially, <laughs> there are two showers and, and like one sink that I have to clean. And so <laughs> it's not my hair, but I'm the one, and I feel like, Preston, if you feel like all right, why well, clean it out sometimes? And Rochelle cleans it out sometimes. I feel like I clean it out all the time. How
2: often are you cleaning it out? Do you have an idea? No, just whenever Once I'm like, a month I'm like
5: uh, no, I no. My guess is what you pull out is sizable enough to make you think it's this, nasty. This hasn't been it cleaned is nasty. in a while, right? And,
6: and yeah, and so the shower down the shore, the part that sucks is the drain. I actually have to unscrew right, right. And, <laughs> yeah. and so in the beginning of the summer. I had to go and get uh you know the screwdriver oh, and I take the thing off and this thing was a, it was an absolute monster.
5: It was so remember this. It gives
6: me chills well, like thinking re- about it. Remember so this nasty. if I
5: may just to add this this complexion to it. The the, the hair that is in that drain has also caught various mm mm-hmm. Rectal shavings and things from your cleaning process. Mm-hmm. Rectal
11: shaving, yes. Sure. Yes.
5: Yes. When you clean your butt, right? Uh-huh. When you're when you're washing yourself uh-huh. in dirt, so if, it's yours too. So here, I for the past three and a half years, I've had my own shower. Mm. All right. I have my own shower. My drain never backs up because I have no goddamn hair.
3: So this is where I was going to go with this, Steve, because uh, I love my girlfriend to death, but we have two upstairs bathrooms. We have a quote-unquote master bath and then a smaller upstairs bathroom. She has
4: really long hair. She
3: has really long hair, although my hair has gotten long over the last year. I haven't gotten a cut in quite some time, and so uh, my hair now clogs the drain as well. But to that point, Steve, she just doesn't clean the bathroom at all, <laughs> and I've just given her the master bath because right. I, it was so filthy and disgusting, that. And, and Casey, the thing was I had to unscrew mm-hmm. the drain in her, sh- which is now her shower, yeah. uh, and and clean out the hairballs, and because I got so tired of that, I just moved to the other bathroom entirely yeah. so
2: that I can just deal with my own problems over there. Okay, okay. do you, okay. <laughs> uh, by the way, the the, the hair in, in the drain, the down there hair? Yeah. Down there, uh, down there. Uh, it also, think about what else is going down that drain is loads of soap, so so it's actually probably pretty clean.
5: And loads. And loads of Casey Rubb on yeah. 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 uh, the show. I, I know, and, I don't and, do and, that. And and, and poop. Mm-hmm. No, no the but it's all soap. washed away. The, the soap washes it away. Does it?
4: Oh, I, no, I was going to say the soap mixed in with the hair. Oh, oh it's gross. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. the, the cleaning of it's the hair is gross. It's my hair, and I can't. I gag if I have to <laughs> clean it out.
2: Uh, by the way, the texts are coming in. This one says, oh, my God, this is my daily grudge. <laughs> Says you have to get something to guard the drains so all the hair doesn't go down the pipes. What yeah. do you,
3: Casey, do you use just bare hands to pull out the hair? Yeah, the down hair. I, I uh, use a paper towel because I find it so disgusting. So like, I, What's I, no, you point? get rubber, like, rubber gloves. Yeah, uh, well, I'll, just, I'll use yeah. a paper towel and then use the paper mm-hmm. towel itself to grab the hair and then pull that out. Uh, uh, so,
5: so I'll tell you a weird thing. And it doesn't pertain to hair, but I so I got something that might help you guys with with. It's it's a particular kind of drain stop. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a, occasionally, when I'm I'm taking my vitamins or whatever over the sink, uh-huh. they'll fall and they'll fall down and go into the. I've the had sink that happen. Gym. So um, I'm oh. like, God damn it. And so I saw this thing advertised, and it is the the sink has an actual catch okay. under it. So that when you unscrew it, you can just take it and, and oh. empty it out. It might be,
2: maybe this product. I think I've seen this. Dan's on the line. mention this. Hi, Dan. Good morning, sir.
15: Good morning. How are you? Good. What's up, buddy? So my wife sheds like a like a wild dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's this product called the Tub Shroom. It's like a little silicone stopper that has bunches of holes around it. And it catches, I'd say, ninety six percent of the hair. Really, the yeah,
2: tub, yeah, shroom. tub yeah. shroom. So we're looking at a, uh, huh. a video of it here in the studio right now. So it will. All you have to do is pull it straight up, and everything's all collected in there. Oh my god, it's I'm,
5: disgusting. I,
8: it, wow. It's foul, but it's the best, it's best. twelve bucks I've ever
15: spent, dude.
5: Right. I, no, it looks like it's very effective. So you're you're here to say the tub shroom is a winner.
15: It's a winner, a thousand percent. I'd buy stock in it. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. <laughs>
5: Thanks, man appreciate it. Why is it Thanks. that 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 wet? Because you know it's a mix of head and pube. <laughs> uh,
7: <it's>, <laughs> <laughs> I and the, mean,
5: look, it's the, time to get real.
4: The soap like makes it that much worse for me. It grosses me out, like to see the. So little, the clean part of it is what like grosses <laughs> me to see, it like the white, like cakey. No, because it's dirty. Soap scum. Yeah, it's like so scum. It's washed all your dirt off
5: and your your
2: splooge. I, I tell you what, When early on in my radio career, I was actually doing an internship, and where I uh, was working, they had uh, uh, the guy who ran the radio station owned an apartment complex, so we got to stay there for free, and he had to share an apartment with somebody else who was right. also an intern there, so I shared with this guy, I didn't even know, I don't remember who the hell he was. So anyway, we had been there for like a month, and at some, at some point he started yelling at me because the hair in the drain, <laughs> I had long hair at the time, <laughs> and I was like... I mean, like, he didn't even, like, lightly mention to me. He'd, like, just (laughs) lean into me. I didn't even notice that there was hair in the drain. And I'm like, wow, some people it really bothers Big time. So
5: there's a thing of like, damn it, I guess I have to do this again. And and that, Uh and you're a pig. Yeah. yeah, And and the emotions can run that gamut. Right. Hey,
4: I'll tell you what's uh, opposite. What's the other way around is if the guy doesn't shave in the shower and he shaves in the sink and then he leaves the little hairs around the sink. Yeah. Oh, my God. All you have to do is take your hand and just throw a little water on it. Well,
5: you got to learn a few things, like especially when you start living with someone else. And my, my wife would reprimand me because I used to fully defecate in the sink. I thought, <laughs> listen, it has a drain, too. And she said, no. But, but I mean, there, there are different things you discover. Right. Uh, uh, the first time you clean a drain, a, a shower drain, you then realize why people get upset about having to do it.
6: Well, all right. So you know and there's there's a ton of these especially in a married household there's a ton of these little arguments i could complain about having to clean those things out of the drain do you have the option um, of separate bathrooms uh no i mean yes but okay. no i'm i'm not it's, it's my bathroom there's five it's, people in your house it's, right, it's attached yeah. to Six my feet. bedroom i'm not leaving my bathroom but but the point i wanted to make was all right so i complain about having to to uh, take the hair out of the drain, and my wife uh, complains. No, uh, I shouldn't say. Rightfully complains okay. about having to clean up dried up piss off of the floor. Yeah, you know, Why like you? Pee you? you pee on the floor? Well, he doesn't. He wants to be unconventional. It's not me. Oh. I don't. Feel, well, or maybe it is me, and I just don't know. I don't know that there's dribble or or okay. whatever. <laughs> and maybe you do too, Preston. And you have no idea, and your wife cleans it up. And doesn't say a word about always, it. Always, always mm-hmm.
5: realize that mm-hmm. if you're t- going to talk about, you know, uh, your your issue that you're complaining about, they're probably just kind of saying, "All right, well, I'll accept this uh-huh. because they're accepting that." It's right. a, you know, a, a, a balance. Yeah, And there's yeah, exactly. definitely
6: so dribble. I mean, look at the go to the urinals uh, in the, in our bathroom. There is
5: yeah, sure. definitely
6: dribble yeah. underneath. Dribble. Unless That's you, how you
4: get a little piece of toilet paper and wipe no, it up.
6: You just bring your dribble cup. That's what I do. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, actually, a lot of times I will do that at home. Here,
5: I'm not going to... You see those pouches <laughs> that they put over that, like a horse, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I, I, you're right, though. Regardless, you, you may think there is always splatter of some sort. Yeah.
4: Hold on. What's the difference? Why won't you do it here?
5: Um, Because it's not...
4: It's you, your it's pee. Wipe fa- it off. It's not familial
6: it's, piss. It's not my bathroom. <laughs> I don't... Because I don't have to. And, oh, when and and you dribble, you this, don't this clean it sound, up? This is going to sound very privileged here, Kathy, but... There are people that get paid to do that here. All right, but oh then my. don't complain on a, on a daily. Then don't complain
4: basis. when the, when that bathroom's dirty.
5: When did I complain?
6: The you
4: complain. You guys complain about the bathrooms all the time. Right? Oh t- no, no.
5: Are you talking about the urinal or yeah. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah? yeah, yeah. No, we're talking about disasters in the toilet. We're talking about snot smeared on the walls. Right. That that we're talking about. It. The other day, we walked in both Casey and I, and it looked like someone was had, had opened up their wrists in the uh, yeah. And Somebody bled to, all over it,
2: the bathroom. To be Things develop. like that.
5: Poop on the toilet seat. Yes, it's that,
4: that same up. thing. You no, pee on the not. toilet seat. Just wipe it up. It's your pee.
2: Urinal's a different thing. You you won't understand. Okay. You don't have Oh,
4: okay.
6: okay. She misunderstands. Right. I'm talking about dribble on the floor. If I pee on the toilet seat here, yes.
7: I would totally clean that up. That's
2: I I wish you guys had urinals.
6: Got
7: it. But you
2: don't. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to... Uh, they're fun. Hi, Doug. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, Doug. Is that his name? Greg?
8: Greg! Greg. What's up, Greg? (laughs) Oh, man. All right. I got a story about a hairball in the the shower drain. All right. So I share a a camper with my brothers. We have a camper down at the shore, down in Delaware. uh And we each have a wife and a kid. And I go down there last summer, and it's a big park model, like a 38-footer or whatever. And it's got a nice size stand-up shower. So I'm standing there taking a shower, and... It's just not draining, it's not draining, it's not draining, it's just throwing me soap water in there. So, uh, here I am, I find myself, next thing you know, I'm down on my knees, in the shower, trying to find out what's going on down there, and you can't see nothing. Right. There's no hair. right, and then all it is is a drain, and it's like shaped like a cross. Okay. So I'm picking in there, and picking in there, oh, no. and it was just, just imagine, Okay. <sighs> Rather not. And I'm kicking I'm in there And all of a sudden I just pull out This hairball And it's like the size of a rat <laughs> And it was horrible Because <laughs> my older brother And his wife and his daughter She's about nine They all got long hippie hair and I know it was them. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. I my wife a little bit later, I was like, look what I found in the shower. I, shaved, I saved it. I was like, I'm putting it in a... shower. <laughs> We're going <bag."> to mount this. <laughs> yeah. Where did you shoot that? And I'm going to write a note and I'm going to tape it to the wall in the bathroom <laughs> so you're pick up your hair.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, listen, Greg, I got to come to their defense a little bit. If it is. If it is hidden down within the drain and you do not see it, you can't necessarily blame those guys. You know what I mean? If it's if it's down in yes, where, like, can. the S-curve is and everything, or, or, or if there even is one, I doubt there is. But um, if, if it's like, down no further way. in and you can't see it, you know, You're until... Right. Until it backs up, well, that's it, when you know. Now, if it, it backing up, on them, up yes. and they didn't and they didn't do anything yes. about it, then that is definitely their fault and their problem.
8: Uh, oh, they know it was. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's the thing. You're
6: you're walking over it, Thanks, pretending Greg. like you don't see anything, and it's like, how did you not see this? Listen, Listen, I can
7: I'm
5: tell. I can one- tell. You, sh- you use a shower every morning. Mm-hmm. So, Case, I'm going to back you up yeah. on this. I know when when the water pressure's off slightly. Uh-huh. I know if the drain is not draining properly, just like slight bit. It doesn't so don't, just get Don't, don't tell all me of a you don't know.
7: Yeah. Marissa?
10: Well, Kathy, I have a girl question for you. Like, yeah. when you straighten or curl your hair and it falls into the sink, do you wash it down the sink or do you collect it while it's
4: dry right there off your head and then throw it out? Uh... Okay, wait. Do I collect it off of my head? No. So my hair, yeah, like it'll get all over the sink, all over the counter, all over the floor. Yeah. Yeah. No, I will take that with like a dry tissue, pick it up, and then throw it out. If there's like a few that are left in the sink, then I'll wash it down.
10: Yeah. So, Casey, that's my question to your wife, Diane. I love you. Yeah. And every woman experiences this. I think you need to stop collecting it and washing it down the drain. You need to collect it and take
4: it out immediately right then and there.
2: Okay. Yeah. I think it's... Smart if you make it part of your routine. Yeah,
4: yeah but you're talking I, about you're talking about like drying your hair outside of the shower,
2: right? Yes, which is I, different. And yeah.
10: the shower thing too is is right after the shower. Uh, mine actually happens. Uh, with a fresh shower. Like, it will have collected... Because, like, you, you, the shower turns off, the hair is kind of, like, all over the tub, and then it, like, collects in the drain, and then the next time you go in the shower, Clean it's it there. <laughs> so, like, you kind of notice it backing up. You have to reach down, cl- like, pick it up as it's, like, that little clump, put it on the side, and oh, then God. you start the thing.
2: I have a Kathy question. Yeah, yeah. All right, so what you said, when you're when you're when you're drying your hair and it gets on the sink and all over the place... You need a tissue to pick that hair up, too? Does well, just to, so
4: like, go- collect it It's, oh, it's, your, like hair. it's your hair. Easier but hair. I do the same That doesn't thing. gross you out. No. Yeah. Okay. okay. So okay. the
2: dry just hair just doesn't you. gross me out. I see you out.
5: playing with your hair all the time. No, that would no. Be, okay. Right. Let, wait, let me ask you, then. I, so, <laughs> I have all the cards on the table. When you're in the shower <laughs> and you're cleaning yourself in, in, in you know, the caboose...
4: <laughs> do You're you... asking me about how I wash my ass? Yeah. How do
5: you? Yeah. How do you? <laughs> yeah. Do you use a rag? Do you use a? Uh, do you use just your hand? I use my hand. That's what I do. I use the. Sure. Soap. You're in the shower. You got it. soap in it.
4: Yeah. I use the soap. Yeah.
5: On your, no, on no, your no, no, no. no. Oh, yeah, like yeah. A, like a soap. bar, a bar. Yeah. Like,
4: whoa. What do you mean?
2: You have said before that a used bar of soap is gross to you.
4: Well, I'll, I'll wash. So if it's and not you, mine, yeah. I will rinse the soap. Do you
7: put it I'll, on the end? Right, do, you, okay. do you use like yeah. a salad,
5: salad tongues. I don't shove it up in your butt. Right. Okay. <laughs> you, just, you cup it in your hand. Yeah. Do you? So I take. I will lather up my hands.
8: That's and what I do? You let right. it. Okay. Yeah. No, we you yeah. shower together. You no,
4: yeah. I actually. Yeah, I actually use the the soap. I don't do what you guys yeah. do. Okay. When I use
8: bar
6: soap,
5: that's the way I did
4: it. Especially but I that either. area though, because I feel like it needs to yeah. be really clean.
5: Right. Now <laughs> in the <laughs> front, <laughs> front area, do you put soap on a cucumber? <laughs> let me go to Nick. Stop. Nick. Okay. Uh,
3: Thanks, Preston. Well, two things real quick. <laughs> I use a separate bar of soap. For the caboose. Yeah. You know, so that, that bar of soap is... You have gotta, a separate ass soap. Uh, no, no, I have a, a bar of soap in the shower, and okay. I use that for that area. I'm not going to then take that bar of soap and apply it to my face. <laughs> right, I right, find right. that a little gross. It's probably stupid, but I do. No, I understand. Uh, I have a yeah. follow-up to Marissa's question, and this is just a tech question, um, because Marissa, the, the long hair that you would have or the, uh, that Kathy would have that ends up in the sink, I can see why that would need to be collected uh, and then tossed when a guy shaves his face and there's just facial facial shavings in the sink can you just wash that? Yes. Now? yeah. Okay. I also so much. Sh- well, I, just I just shave just... the most yeah. of,
5: of, of you guys. So when I shave, I'm having little, you know, little. Yeah. You have little l- 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 little clippings, and then I, I wash. But I, you yeah, I also have to run the water a little bit a to little make bit. sure you're going down.
3: But it does
2: just it'll just go down the drain, right? Yes. Like you don't have to worry about well, that. Well, no, one? It-, it depends on what you're shaving,
5: Nick. Because
2: right. I will use um, I'll use an electric razor to trim the beard down to, right. a- to a certain. I have a guard on it, so it comes down a certain level. And I would do that for years just over the sink, and then wash all that stuff down. And one time it clogged up on me. From that, I could clearly see shavings coming up. So I stopped doing that. What I will do is that when when the sink, we're talking about all our bathroom (laughs) habits here. I will I will pull before I use the sink before I get it wet at all. I will close the drain. Yeah. I will shave. I will use my my electric razor. I will shave over that. Me too. Dump it all into and then I will kind of scoop it up and then go dump it in the toilet
5: me too uh, okay. so, I, see- I shave my I use my electric trimmer on my pubes over the toilet and you know what well, the, fun- makes the sense funny funny I've
2: done that too yeah the funny thing about what the first time at first couple times I was I was putting my, my shavings in the toilet I'm like <laughs> well it clogged up the sink will it clog up the toilet and I was saying my like, Wait! I crap in that. Bed. Yeah,
13: <laughs> yeah, you're good. I think you sent okay. much you're bigger good. luggage <laughs> down that one.
2: Now, press your um,
6: method of getting it from, sink the toilet is is different than mine, and mine is closer and similar to Kathy's. But Kathy, I don't use a dry tissue. What I like to do is dampen uh-huh. the uh, toilet paper because that makes it more. <laughs> It'll pick it up easier. <laughs> yeah, it makes it more uh,
2: gluey. Yeah, Marissa.
10: I love that we're having this conversation because I literally had this conversation with a friend in high school. I'm not one to, to ask personal questions like this with other people, but I was talking to a friend, and I was like, hey, do you ever, like, notice that there's hair all over the floor after you're straightening it? And she goes, yeah, well, I just lean my head over the sink, and it all collects in the sink. So we need to have these conversations. We are doing due
2: diligence I think you're right. Wait
10: society. a second, let you me ask you,
5: is there is there a case to be made that you, if you ever see when a pet gets, a, gets something done in operation to it keep yourself from biting it, a collar, a cone? Yeah. What, if, what if you... <laughs> If you're in the shower, you might drown. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. outside, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. No, it would only fill yeah. up to about lip
3: level. Yeah, a little below. Yeah. You know what, though? Like, Outdoor showers are awesome because this problem doesn't exist in an outdoor shower. The, the hair, you can just wash it away in and in a go- <laughs> it goes to where it goes. The bigger drain. Yeah. <laughs> to the, the, but there's the ocean. a drain in those. In an outdoor shower? Right. No, no. not always.
2: No, sometimes it's just planks. It like, gets just plywood.
5: Sometimes it's just your okay. neighbor's hot tub.
2: Yep. Uh, no, Marissa, it is important we're having this discussion because when when my roommate at the time was yelling at me, I had no idea. I didn't know. He, and he was doing it, it was accusatory as if I was doing it on purpose. And I'm like, wow, dude. You You need to back off. Yeah. Uh, Hang on. Uh, I want to go to Jason. Hi, Jason. You are on the air. Good morning. Hey, how are you? Good. What's up, buddy?
15: Uh, So I was in the Navy. When you're in the Navy and assigned to a ship, there's certain maintenance activities that you have to do on a regular basis. And I'll tell you, cleaning out the shower drains of showers that are used by hundreds of guys on a ship, out at sea, Mm. is probably one of the most disgusting things you'll ever do. Pulling out hair and soap scum. Jason, even
2: Even though you guys are, you know, the hair is cropped pretty damn tight in the Navy... And oh.
15: there were still oh, a lot yeah. of hair clumps? Oh, sure. When you got 200 guys using a shower, right? it, it, it collects. And, okay. and... It adds
5: up. Besides, yeah. it's kind of the Navy thing to grow your bush as big as you can. Right? <laughs> yeah, <right>. uh, <laughs> let, I didn't think about that. Uh, but... Let me ask you then. So when you do it as a professional, you're coming in from an angle of someone who's done it on, on, on a large scale. Uh, how do you prep for that? Are, I assume you're wearing uh, rubber gloves and so on and so forth. What any tricks of the trade you can pass along?
15: Oh yeah, yeah. Your, you know, rubber gloves up to your elbows. Uh, yeah. You know, eye protection. Uh, you know,
2: hazmat suit. Whatever. you say. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jason. I tell you what, we've done the confessions of uh, thing. We should do confessions of a plumber sometime. Oh because God, yeah. The stuff those guys see, like roto rooter workers and mm-hmm. stuff. I, I saw. I think it was um um undercover boss one time. Yes. They, they did. Yeah. And and just on this guy's. Walking, going around with these guys, they saw some just disgusting, disgusting. stuff, dirty jobs. Uh, yeah. it's done
5: it a couple times where they mm-hmm. go into just standard house plumbing, mm-hmm. septic tanks, the things that get. He, uh, the description of the earlier caller who said he pulled out basically a rat. Yep, from, that's the kind of stuff they see.
2: I'm going to go to uh, Mario. Mario, you're on the air. Good morning.
8: Hey, get some with some cheese on God it. damn it!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's my dad. Direct quote from my dad. What's up, Mario? Scenario.
16: Hey! So listen, I was in apartment maintenance for uh, like seven years. Uh, I took care of four hundred apartment units. Wow! And yeah, I have got some stories if you got time. But no, uh, you guys should think about Casey and Nick. You guys are talking about just grabbing it with your hands or a paper towel. Um, Home Depot or Lowe's sells something called a zip it. It's like a thin piece of plastic. It's like three bucks, uh, and it you don't have to. You, you have to touch the zip it. But if you wear gloves, like the other dude said. You, you shouldn't have to touch well, like What it. is the
5: zipit? Is it what does it look like?
16: It's basically a piece of plastic with a uh, backward facing barb. So when you stick it in and you pull it out, it mm-hmm. pulls the hair away. Okay, so oh, right, like, kind yeah. of kind of like a hook. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. Have it down in there. It's got so, multiple hooks on it, and just absolutely and just, perfect. Yeah, All that perfect. Perfect stuff comes out. Yeah. So mm-hmm. listen, look at that a picture of that, you'll you'll be able to see exactly what it does, mm-hmm. and like it's it's super easy. I mean, I would definitely suggest the whole uh gloves and uh make sure something's over your mouth because that stuff likes to sling a little bit you know oh my god know. yeah yeah oh, no. uh, uh, stuff like that
5: <laughs> dude i clean so oh, the other day just to not to get gross i'm you know i clean we have 13 cat boxes i think and yeah whatever the latest number is and so i'm doing it and i, I i'm holding the bag and we clean them twice a day so like kathy you came over to the house one time you couldn't tell you yeah know, no you can't we, smell we, we, keep, we keep it absolutely clean. So I'm I'm, I'm bloating the, the stuff in the bag. The bag ba- stretched out and splattered
7: oh, on, on my face. Oh, my God.
5: <laughs> Gnarly. Yes.
7: <laughs> nice.
2: Time to move. All right. Uh, we we have to take a break because we got some guests coming up. we got you no know, sad dough, our first chance. But thank you for the calls. By the way, a couple of good suggestions. And I want to thank, uh, let's see, who was it? Um, Paul, who we're not going to be able to go to, says he, when he cleans out the drain... He he puts his wife's hair on the on the shower wall. Oh my god! Wait, leaves it as a little gift for her.
4: my roommate in college. That's how she would shower. She would shower, and when she, like basically when she would wash her hair, she'd pull the hair off of the ends or whatever was coming out, and she'd put it on the shower wall. And leave oh it. No, god. and then when she was finished, she would wipe it off. But there was plenty of t- there were plenty of times where she forgot. Oh. And we would go to get in the shower, and her hair was all over the wall. We're like, "What are you doing?" Paul
2: says to do it as kind of a signal to say. Clean out the up your game. I don't know how it's been yeah. working for him, but who knows. All right, listen, we're going to take a break, so make sure you stay with us.
12: Hey, you want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes. We snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away.
13: Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on on the web, PrestonAndSteve.com.
0: Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 20, Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinandWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat? Mm, Are you? High temps aren't the
2: only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution? Call my friends at Window Nation for new energy efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you
13: now back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast uh, so we had a weird little moment uh, last year, week on the show
2: here it was uh, Friday and Nick got a text yeah. and he could tell something was going on and um, turns out it wasn't worded uh, exactly the way it should have been I guess well alright so let me preface this by saying that my mom is fine yeah, and that's so. how the text should have started
3: exactly, right yeah, yeah, yeah. so this was Friday morning 9am we're in the middle of the show and I as uh, I'm on several text chains with several people, right? But there's a text chain that's uh, me, my dad, and my two brothers. And normally we talk about baseball or the Flyers or whatever. And in fact, the day before had been talking about the baseball playoffs. <laughs> so Friday morning, 9 a.m., I look down at my phone and I see a text from my dad. And, and uh, there had been a game the night before. And so I think, ah, maybe he's talking about the Dodgers or whatever. And uh, <laughs> they're playing in the next round. And I look down and I'll just read it to you. It says, at the hospital in the emergency room for mom, we'll give more information later. Oh, my God. That's it. Wow. There's no context. There's nothing, you know, so. You can't
7: do that. You
3: can't do that. So, here's the thing. I appreciate the fact that my dad was trying to keep me and my brothers in the loop and keeping us informed. However, uh, all he really did was make me panic and make my two brothers panic without any further information as to what the hell was going on with his mom. Right.
4: And I'm sure, did everyone start calling him then at the same time? I
3: called immediately. I mean, I, I think maybe we were in a commercial break or playing a song or whatever, and so I ran into the other room, called him, and he that I can't talk right now we'll talk more later. So, you know, you, that's not the text that you lead with, you right? Know? Like right. If, if if something's wrong with mom and she's in the emergency room, I appreciate you letting me know, but like you have to spell it out a little bit more. And I think that my dad just when it comes to texting when it comes to email, he's just not that great at
5: it. Think think of the think of the context. Think of think of how it will be received and there are some people who just don't understand yes. how you impart information like that. The first, What would you prefer the the text to read in, in the sequence? Hey, boys,
3: everything's okay. We're, there, there's a little bit of concern. I've taken your mother to the emergency room. She's getting tests. You know, I'll, I'll expand right. the information right. a little bit. Yeah. There's it's- a bit of an episode right now, uh, but she's getting the care that she needs. But... To keep it as simple as he did, yeah. with no explanation or further um, expansion as to what actually was going on in the hospital, there's not joined. much to say. Yeah, right. both of my parents right. are, are in their seventies, so anytime you see anything yeah. about with
6: an ER involved and the a hospital involved, it'll, it'll set you you know to panicking. About. Or any like time there's a phone call like after a weird time, you're like, right. okay, oh, why yeah, are they dude. calling me at like ten o'clock at night? <laughs> exactly. Um, and she's
4: like apples are on sale at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, like, I forgot
8: to tell you <laughs> earlier. Like, oh my god! It's, like, it's, it's midnight. Too, too Uh,
5: I just saw some great bargains at Target in the flyer. Give me a call. Oh, by the way, the whole family died in a plane. Yeah. I
6: I appreciate the information that you're giving me. But uh, my wife and I, we've had to sort of establish a baseline because... I will like uh call her and she doesn't answer the phone uh, no, no, no. and then I'll just I'll send her a text saying, Hey, call me. She's N- in a ditch. No, not even hey. I'll just say call me and then immediately she's like, Oh my gosh. Something bad right. happened, right? And so she calls me in a huff, in a panic. Oh my god, is everything okay? And I'm like, Yeah, everything's
2: fine. I just Can Can you you see the it?
4: apples all? <laughs> <laughs> I see you and all these. And mom called her. At now I, I,
2: I would interpret just the two words "call me" as it's important. Yes. yes. Yeah. So Agreed.
6: that's yeah. why we have had to establish a baseline. And my baseline for her is like, listen, I will let if it if it's an emergency or something bad is going on, I right. will let you know. If I'm saying "call me," it just means "call me." That's all. Right.
4: Uh, so I had this uh, conversation with Marissa last week because uh, my mom will do it. She'll do it on the phone, in person and in text. But she um, she comments on a conversation that she's having in her head and right. that you don't know anything about. So it's like mid. Thought and I did it to Marissa last week. I was like, So, listen, what do you want me to do about that?
7: And she was was like, This is what your mom will do?
4: Could you explain that? Um, Yes. And I was like, Oh my God, I just did what my mom does. Like, she'll send a text and it'll, like, you know, like that. Like, she'll be like, They're on sale.
5: Go now.
4: And I'm like, Okay, well, let's start from the beginning. What's on sale and go where? Give me a
5: subject and then we can build upon that. I do that. So, that's something that my wife has had to deal with all all our uh, existence together because I'll be. I'll be, you know, my mind goes in a million different ways. I don't think the way a lot of people think, I'm because I'm stupid. So, uh, anyway, she'll get half a story, and she's pertaining to what? Yes. What are yes. you talking
4: about? That's what I do with right. my mom, and, like, I get so annoyed, and then I feel bad. I, I do get annoyed, but and she's like, because she gets so, like, you know, a lot of, sometimes it's, you know, it's information that right. maybe has her, you know, blood pressure up right. a little bit, and so she's like, oh, my God, you know, this is what's happening. I'm like, all right, well, let's start from the beginning, because I'm lost right, right. now. You, you've got to back it expand up a on it
2: yeah all right here's a perfect example of what not to text to someone all right so this is i don't know who he is but he texted and says i accidentally shot myself in my leg in 2008 uh my mom texted my sister joe and texted my sister and said Joey shot himself.
8: Oh, my God.
4: Oh, my God. She thought I was
8: dead. Dead. Yeah,
2: Mom, maybe a little bit more. Joey shot himself in the leg. By accident. Yeah, by accident, and not Joey shot himself. Or
6: you say, hey, everything's okay. Right. Joey's fine. Right, yeah, start with everything's okay. Everything's okay. Joey's fine, but he accidentally, accidentally shot himself in his leg.
5: Wow, it's Joey's like the, not here anymore. <laughs> well,
4: it's like when when the schools call you. That like, yeah. if, if you get a call from the school nurse, the, the wor- first words out of their mouth are, "Your kid's okay." Yes. Blah blah blah. You know, but right. if they hit their head on the playground or whatever. Like right. that. If but, there's if there's anything uh, like that, like yeah. a gun or shooting or somebody's at the hospital, start with that. Your
5: child is okay, but prices have never yeah. been lowered all day. <laughs> yeah.
6: <laughs> or you just start with like, okay. uh... You know, your child is no longer with us. Oh, my God. He left with his grandparents (laughs) a little bit earlier.
2: (laughs) Right. Uh, Here's the text. It says, my son texted my wife and said, call me ASAP. Uh, uh, When asked why, he replied, accident. So now my wife thinks he was in an accident, but he actually meant the text was an accident. Uh, He didn't uh, mean to send that. Oh, my God. That's a perfect example. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Uh, Like, listen, people just automatically think the worst. My mom came upstairs yesterday. Nobody was home, okay? So my my wife was at volleyball with my daughter. I was taking my daughter to her play rehearsal. They've
5: abandoned me. My mom
6: thought somebody was in the emergency room. That's oh, what really she thought. See, there you go. Nobody was home. There you go. She automatically thought somebody was hurt and somebody was in the emergency room. Wait, like, she came home and nobody was there? She just then... came upstairs. Oh. She had been home. Right. She, she just d- came upstairs uh-huh, uh-huh. and nobody
5: was there. She, she managed to jimmy the lock open. <laughs> <laughs> How would you get upstairs? <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow okay a lot of people are texting in that they get uh, they get half of the story from people yeah a lot of times and i think it? it's like it's halfway ex- through I,
4: th- I think part of it is excitement and it's like you have to like just think like take a step back and fill me in
5: to that point though if you are going to ask someone to call me be ready to receive that call nothing is as frustrating as having that 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 uh, oh my god knowing that the person on the other end now is going to be trying to get a hold of you and you don't you know, that, that you're not picking up or that you get on another call. Make sure that you respond to that call. All right. Uh, I have Taylor on the phone. Hi, Taylor. Good morning.
9: Good morning. Hey, what's up, Taylor? So, um, 2011, uh, me and my little brother were starting our freshman, senior year of high school. uh uh-huh. And he was in an accident walking his ex-girlfriend home. And my older brother called me. Instead of leading with, Jake is okay and everything is fine, he proceeds to tell me Jake's been shot and then oh. continues to go on with the details and everything else, except with the words he is okay. Oh my
8: god. God almighty.
5: <laughs> so he had shot?
9: He so he had gotten um, we lived in like Port Richmond Fishtown. Okay. And was walking and
5: He was vaccinated.
9: Th- <laughs> his him and his friends are two s- tall, skinny kids. Right. And he, bad place, bad time, and luckily he was able to. We watch enough wrestling, and our brothers have fought enough that he was able to move the guy's hand away.
7: So he got
2: shot. He got by, shot. Uh, no, a yeah,
9: he was. He. It was not a good situation.
5: Wow. Tell Miz when he you was, get shot. Like,
9: yeah. It literally just went in his arm oh my God. God. and sat there, and he was fine. He wow. said he felt nothing. Okay, But my older brother, to this day, I will never let him live this down, and I hope he's listening to this this morning because he <laughs> does listen to MMR. I was like, I couldn't. Run
7: to your house right now and punch you. Oh, okay.
2: my God. So, Chandler- Just the <laughs> yeah. He's okay part was yeah. left, left on the
7: okay
9: The part yeah. was the only thing I cared about.
6: Because right? of yeah. the wrestling, was he able to get the shooter into a camel clutch or a figure
2: four leg lock?
9: Don't
2: I wish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a, that's wow, a wild story. Yeah. All right, Taylor. Thank you. We appreciate it.
9: Thank
2: you. Have a good day, guys. All right, wow. you too. Oh. Bye. Uh, let's go over to Doug. Hey, Doug.
8: Hey, good morning guys.
2: Gadzooks. Morning gadzooks. and gadzooks to you, sir. What's going on?
8: So, I get a phone call last year from my daughter's school, the local tech school she's in, the firefighting program there. And uh, I get they opened the call with Mr. A. I just want to let you know your daughter got hit in the hand with an axe. Um, okay. Nothing else, just that's how they opened the call and I and you know, I'm, uh, as a firefighter myself, my heart drops and and you know, as it turns out, she, she just got crushed. They were using the back of an axe like a hammer, and,
13: right. and her and her, her gloved hand and stuff like that. But that's the phone call I get from the school nurse.
5: Oh man, oh. how long? How long before she'll, she's okay?
8: Uh, she, uh, she was fine, she, okay. you know. It's just, you know, Bruce Finger and stuff like that. But you know, the gloves are pretty thick. But that's you're talking. I heard you guys talking about the phone calls, and that, that's the phone call I get from the school. I got gotcha,
5: you. Yeah. All she's, right. You know, thanks, he, man. Okay. I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. But I've been on the job for four days. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, let's see. It's a bunch of texts coming in. Interesting autocorrect. It says, uh, "I was uh, in the ER. My husband, uh, who is a medic in the field, uh, texted my mom and said, good news. Janelle is dead.'" Oh, my, oh my God. God. It auto-corrected.
4: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. From
2: Janelle is DCC'd. What does that mean? Discharged. Oh, discharged.
4: <laughs> oh, my God, to dead.
2: Yeah. Oh.
3: Why Good would news? it auto-correct to dead? Well, it, it was like he was trying to, um, it was D slash C apostrophe D. So that's not a word. <laughs>
2: no. So it would auto-correct to something. Yeah. Good news, she's dead. Hmm. <laughs> good news. Janelle is dead. <laughs> what?
7: Wow. what?
2: It's wild. He said my mom uh, my mom called uh, my husband hysterical. Of course. After that. Of
8: course. Oh, well. my
2: God. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's go to Logan. Hey, Logan, good
8: morning. Good morning.
2: Hey, what's up, Logan?
8: So my stepfather sent me a photo and a picture of my mother's car, which was in an accident. Okay. doesn't respond back. Uh, when all four children are trying to call her. Uh call him. Turns out two hours later, he responds back saying she's perfectly fine. But for two hours, everyone is losing their minds thinking, oh, my God, is she dead?
5: Yeah. yeah. You, you sent out a picture of a car that's been damaged and no one knows how she is. Yeah. 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 That, no, you don't do that.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Logan.
5: She's okay. This is her car.
2: Yeah. If you're just tuning in, it's uh, Nick's dad at uh, text Texas said, M- at the hospital, mom's, mom's in the ER. Yeah. I'll call you later with more information. Yeah.
5: Not much information to give yeah. now. Thanks, Dad. Just saw a priest. Yeah. He just walked down the hallway past us. <laughs> right. 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 Exactly. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, that can be that can be a little
5: bit jarring. Yeah, it comes across very jarring the
2: wrong way. And uh, and you only get just a little bit of info. The sketchiest stuff
5: <laughs> you got to You have to lead with everybody's OK. Use. Yes. Use a context and tier method. What is the most important thing that it's going to matter to this person? What is the current status of this person? Yeah, You know, and then move down to the less important stuff like the apples at all these. Uh, Here's one that says,
2: my mom mom will call me hysterically crying. I will then have to try to get through her sniffling, hoping that someone hasn't just died or been in a tragic accident. Just for her to tell me that The Lion King is on. And do you remember when you were that when you were lit? Oh my God. Oh my God.
5: He says she does it with the goddamn Hallmark movies, too. <laughs> 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 drive people crazy crying. Have you ever had someone on the phone who was inconsolable and, and you're trying to, you know, there's nothing you can do. You're trying to help yeah. them. But you, yeah. <laughs> I got a call in the middle of the night one night because I, I think it was uh, my mom had a bad
2: dream. Yeah. About us and wanted to make sure that everybody was okay. You guys ever had that one before? I had that this summer, as yeah. a matter of fact. Yeah.
6: Preston's uh, mom called you? No. No, he yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thought you were hot. <laughs> no, it was just weird. I had a dream. Uh, my mom and my dad were in it. And then uh, my neighbor was also in it. And my neighbor was, uh, my neighbor has, uh, the, the neighbor that was in it, he has been deceased for, oh uh, gosh, a decade and a half it's plus. Scary. So, but it was weird because uh, I was talking to my neighbor, and and then I was like, "Well, hang on a second. Uh, Does anybody else see this person, or am I just talking to a ghost?" Because I had recognized after talking to him that he was. Anyway, uh, long story short, uh, when I woke up, I was like, "Well, hang on a second. My dad's deceased, my neighbor's deceased, uh, and my mom was also in the dream." And so I was like, "Oh crap!" You know, and and then just had a vision. Yeah. Well, so and it was like three o'clock in the morning. I got up. Uh, I walked into... And I was down the shore. I walked into the living room. Anyway, it's not that great of a story. Turns out my mom's alive. But...
7: Uh, <laughs> That's pretty good.
6: But, yeah. The, the, yeah, uh, You know, but because everybody else was deceased in my dream, I was like, oh, crap. Like, what if that was my mom in my dream? Right. And, yeah. you know, it's yeah. her coming it from me. It like, Yeah.
3: It's a weird thing when, when dreams like that happen and you... It, it lives with you for a while
6: after. I actually was. I actually. I cried. can't fly. Yeah. No. So because when I walked into the living room, my wife was actually awake because she's she has a terrible sleeper. Yeah. And so I was telling her about it, and then I got like really like uh, emotional, like, w- emotional and worked up. And there then, you go. And uh, I wasn't, but then I fell asleep, and then as it turns <laughs> out my mom's okay. <laughs>
5: Right. At <laughs> least that's a happy story. It was even it was, it was a good story. At least your mom's good. So you gets scared when you see stuff like that. Yeah. You don't
3: know. And and to that point, my mom's okay too. You know. So yeah. all of this happens on Friday morning. I went to the emergency room afterwards. It turns out it was probably just either a panic attack, it could have been gas, it could have been heartburn, so uh, the concern was that she might have been having a heart attack. Took a attack. turn for the worse. And, yeah, and, I made a wrong left. But when I got there, you know, mm. I, I checked in on the emergency room and made sure that she was okay, and we were there, and, yeah. and she was checked out, she was discharged by like 12, 12.30, 12 whatever. Glad but, you hear that. um, but uh, I talked to my mom about my dad's inability <laughs> to communicate while we're in the emergency room, too, and I was like, Mom, um, next time something like this happens, uh, maybe you be in charge of, uh, communicating to me and my brothers. <gasps> yeah. You I, know,
6: there I, are Oh, I'm sorry. There were a couple of bars in New Jersey. Uh, they were called the library and the library, too. And it was just so funny. Hey, we're going to go to the library. Wouldn't that be funny to call your bar the emergency
3: room? The, yeah,
7: the yeah, emergency yeah. room. We're the
3: emergency,
6: the emergency room. The emergency room. <laughs>
3: There's an office. There's one in uh, in Summit, New Jersey. It's called I'm Going to the Office. And yep. It's the name of a the bar. There's a bar
10: opening up in South Philly called The Gym.
5: There you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm going, going to the gym. gym. I love that. There's a bar opening up called The Whorehouse. Oh. But it doesn't really work. Where there are right. you going? No. I'm at The Whorehouse. No, no. It's just oh, a damn it. that's, really, that's just damn <laughs>
2: it Uh, let's go to Lauren. Hey there, Lauren.
9: Hey, good morning, It.
2: Morning, It. What's up?
9: So, my story actually takes place uh, pre-cell phones. It was around 1995. I was about five years old. My dad was giving me a bath, and I fell in the bathtub and cracked my chin open, which, (sighs) as you know, face wounds bleed a lot. Okay. So, uh, as my mom likes to put it, she had her one afternoon by herself shopping. <laughs> she comes back to a trail of blood going from God. the bathroom into the kitchen where my dad had left a note. Took Lauren to Our Lady of Lords and no, no other information. <gasps> and yeah.
2: he sees blood all over the house. Oh, lovely. oh yeah. no.
7: The sacrifice <laughs> went computer. as planned.
2: Oh. <laughs> wow. wow. So, I would imagine he rushes to the hospital. Or she did. Yeah, so she
9: she rushes the hospital, and obviously I'm pretty much fine. Yeah. But uh, I had to get some stitches, but it wasn't as bad as it looked.
2: Uh, you <laughs> can see your mom beating your dad. Don't you
5: ever, ever <laughs> do that. You know what? I hope there's it another does. room open in this hospital because you're going to need it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You'd freak the hell out. Did you need stitches or anything, Lauren? I did, and
9: I still have a scar, actually.
5: Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of cool. Right. Thank you. Like Indiana
2: Jones. Uh, I still have a, a scar on my forehead from when I was like five years old. What, what was okay. the injury? Uh, I, we were in a department store and I was wearing cowboy boots and running around. I tripped over my feet and I hit my corner, the corner of a, of a display counter. It was like yeah. a sharp corner. Oh boy. Boom. Yeah. Right open. Yep. Uh, where was that text you just had up, uh, Nick there? Uh, this it says, one, yeah. um, my wife called me, uh, hysterically crying. My immediate thought is that she was in a car accident because she's not the best driver. Eventually I'm able to make out. That she was accepted into the grad school she wanted. <laughs> My heart was pounding the whole time. Yeah, <sighs> If you get somebody crying on the other end, I have yeah. had that, and it's been bad. Uh, it's not been a,
5: a, a good, good. Thing. Yeah, Did you get accepted into a school? It no. that. No. Yeah, I should ask that. Yeah. I should yeah. leave with
2: that. <gasps> you got in.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Your kids. Oh, my mother died. Some of the kids in the in the family will, you know, I, and they hate when I would do that. Like my niece and nephews, and they'd be crying, and I'd always go, what's, what's so funny?
7: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm crying.
2: <laughs> Let me go to Matt. Hi there, Matt.
7: Hi,
15: is this President Steve? It is. Oh, my God. First time, long time. Ah.
7: Congratulations.
15: What's up, my man? So uh, when I was like 18, 19, I was working for a plumbing company down in South Jersey. And it was the end of the day. And I ended up taking a, uh, a, a big truck up to ninety five. I ended up having a bad car accident on that ride. And then I ended up totaling the truck. And then I had to call my dad. And, of course, my dad was freaking out. Uh, and then uh, everything else turned out fine. Um, but then several years later, I was on another construction site where I ended up cutting my wrist with Jeez. blade. <laughs> and again, after everything was taken care of, I called my dad. So now every time I call my dad during work hours, he freaks out. He's like, what's wrong now? And <laughs> I, I have to tell him, I'm like, dad, everything's perfectly fine. I just had some time off. I wanted to talk. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, no, but if you if you call outside your regular calling patterns, yeah, it, it, it's just the natural instinct of people to go, oh my god, something's wrong.
7: Oh yeah,
15: just the yeah, way so yeah. yeah, so that that's. So now every time I call him, he freaks out unless it's all, unless it's after three thirty. Right, right.
2: <laughs> yeah.
7: So, don't so don't call him after three thirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all
2: right. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. No problem. Yep. Uh, the late night phone calls. That's that's the first thing. Pops yeah, my that's mind. the, the like, worst. What are you watching? <laughs> Somebody died. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the worst. So, you so, I'll happens?
4: get I'll get. Oh, sorry.
5: From like mom?
4: They, yeah. yeah. Like they'll, they'll, I forgot. You go to bed early.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're on, you're on that radio show.
7: Yeah, that's right.
5: All right. Well, anyhow,
2: uh, you may want to lead with everything's okay, yeah. by the way. Oh, it is of okay. Yeah. yeah. So, Nick had a bit of a scare uh, on Friday, but uh, thanks for your calls. Listen, I want to take a break, so hang in there. We'll be right back.
1: The President Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. Now. 933 now. WMMR. Now. Everything that rocks. Now, WMMR presents Desire. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre final. Crave Monco
3: Month returns July 1st. Enjoy promotions that highlight Montgomery County's diverse restaurant scene with over 1,600 restaurants to choose from. Visit
2: CraveMoncoMonth.com for details. All right. <laughs> let's let's uh, let's begin with a follow-up story. This one's at uh, Alabama. Authorities have located a wanted man with a famous pet squirrel. Sheriff's office says uh, investigators spotted uh, this guy. His last name is Pawk. I don't know. It doesn't have his whole name here for some reason. Pawk? Uh, P-A-U-L-K. Pawk. That's it. Uh, while doing surveillance at America's Best Value Inn, authorities say that Pawk fled on a stolen motorcycle and rammed an investigator's vehicle during a brief chase before he was arrested. Now, he was wanted for possession of a controlled substance. And you may remember his story Oh as he also had a pet squirrel that was discovered during a recent drug bust. Deputies searched an apartment after they received a tip about an attack squirrel being fed methamphetamine to keep it aggressive. They found meth, drug paraphernalia, body armor, ammunition, and the squirrel Ah! in a cage during the search. But this guy... This guy has been found in Alabama, so he is now going to go to jail. Is the squirrel in rehab at this point, or what's the story? I would think they have him in an inpatient program as of now. Until he Hi, can... my
6: name is Skippy and <laughs> I'm an addict.
2: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is messed up, man. Uh, a man died after he was pinned to the wall by a safe. Oh. That weighed at least 600 pounds while trying to move it in a into a Manhattan office building.
5: Uh, I've uh, I saw the story and I've had a couple of you know, throughout your life when you end up moving furniture, people. Yeah. You have those. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah. you get jammed in a in a hallway or in a door. Like, oh boy, I hope I can move this. Yeah, we actually we
2: have a safe that that we bought a while back that has to weigh at least 400 pounds. Likewise, and I had to get my neighbor to come over and help out with it. And I, I, that was a fear. I'm like, we drop this thing and it lands on your hand or your foot or whatever. Bye bye, yeah, man. yeah. Uh, it's going to crush it. Well, officials said the man and two others were moving the safe uh, between office offices inside a building in Chinatown. Uh, the man who died was on one side of the safe while the other two were on the other side as they pushed the safe <laughs> from the floor. Uh, I'm sorry, from the fourth floor toward the third floor landing, it tipped and it pinned the guy against the wall and crushed him. Uh, they said it, What it, a way to go. Estimated weight between 600 and 1,000 pounds. Mm. Uh, one of the other men is reported to have been uh, rushed to the hospital in serious condition. So that's uh, you got to be super careful when moving objects like that that can topple over. Wow. Uh, just days after news broke of a woman being left alone on board an Air Canada flight, another woman has come forward with a similar experience. Pamela Prescott, a 69-year-old woman from Ontario who is visually impaired and has several other health issues, landed at Toronto's Pearson International Airport on April 6, following a three-month vacation to Barbados. She needed help filling out the customs forms and required a wheelchair to lead the aircraft, so she says the crew on board told her to wait in her seat and they would come back to help. Well, the staff never returned. She said, I was scared because I have all these health issues. I didn't even have a cell phone to call for help. The scariest time of my life was in there. She sat there for about an hour until a maintenance worker had noticed her. And the other story, the woman was there for several hours. Right,
5: right. She actually made her way into the cockpit, didn't she? Yeah,
2: she had to uh, uh, get a flashlight and and try to flag somebody down. Uh, She said the mechanic told her that he had not, had he not been there, she might have been stuck in the plane for several hours. The hell are you
5: doing in here?
2: Until a cleaning crew arrived. Uh, Air Canada blamed a miscommunication amongst crew. And they've issued an apology and refunded her the cost of the ticket, and they also gave her a $500 voucher for future travel. You
5: would like to think that they they check these aircraft before they lock them up for the night, you know? Yeah, yeah, I would think so. All right, and
2: then we'll do one more story, and we will wrap it up. Let's go with this one. A man is facing 50 felony counts for allegedly recording other men... As they urinated in the bathroom of a bowling alley where he worked, it has to be a bowling alley, or else I
5: won't get off.
2: It just doesn't do it for him unless it's a bowling alley. I mean, male. I tried it
5: at a mall. It just no. doesn't just doesn't work. Male but, bowlers. Yeah. Ryan does loud shirts.
2: Ryan Dustin Gainer was arrested Wednesday morning. Uh, back in December, police were called to the Woodhaven Lanes bowling alley after a man reported that another man had been taking pictures and videos of him using the bathroom. Could you stop doing that? Officers located the suspect uh, Gainer and seized his cell phone. A forensic examination on the phone turned up 150 individual video clips. Come on, give me a seven ten 10 scored. Uh, the video clips contain images of the reported victim and other unknown male victims urinating and appeared to have been taken from a adjacent. Bathroom stall. Police said they tried repeatedly to contact Gainier, but were unable to get him to come in for an interview prior to criminal charges being authorized. Huh. Following his arrest, uh, he was arraigned on 50 felony counts and he was a contract employee for the poker room at the bowling alley. He no longer works there. <laughs> and there you go. That's what I have the, in this morning's bizarre file. The kinky world. Yep. All right. We are going to take a break. Stay with us. We'll return in a moment.
1: Who's playing where? When? Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up-to-date concert calendar at WMMR.com.
13: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding!
0: football's back and this eagle season there are huge prizes to be won at acme
2: Window Nation. You
0: feeling the heat? Mm,
2: Are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution? Call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung, sliders. 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to WindowNation.com and tell them we sent you.
13: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to be hearing some music in just a moment.
2: Coming up here uh, for our Fox Good Day appearance, which you can see live on Fox Good Day or listen live here. And there it is. Here we go. Oh,
17: Preston and Steve and the whole MMR crew and all your listeners, that, of course, is Nickelback that you hear in the background there. Hopefully you heard it. Apparently... And your listeners certainly know their music. Apparently, Nickelback is at the top of the list that we found of the most hated bands in the world. The study was completed using an algorithm based on information from message boards and other articles that referenced most hated lists. So Nickelback was at the top. And I'll let you guys guess, like... Three or four of the other bands. Uh, Preston, you want to start?
2: Yeah. So you know, we've we've seen lists like this before, and I've actually seen this article, but I, I don't remember who's on it. But I know who would be near the top. Another one would probably be Creed. Yeah. Oh,
7: uh, I love Creed.
2: The list is garbage because it also includes bands like U2 and some and Rush. And, and, yeah. There's uh, and I mean, like near the top, there's some that are that are like. Eh, but they use they use these metrics of. Uh, that were kind of questionable, but it's it's an interesting it's a fun discussion, you know, who's what what's the worst band ever. But I know Creed's oh. up there, I'd Creed. probably say who else, uh, Steve, would you
5: God, you know, if the, you the list was so it was so horrible and it's such a subjective thing in these lists. Are so we sure Creed, Nickelback, um Those are the B- main, bands too. that annoy people. Oh, Limp Limbiscuit is yep, another Limp one. But they're you know, and who's who's him, in you know, their prime now who's reviled? Nickelback just gets it because the pro- Nickelback is also a hit machine, yes, so they've generated they a lot yeah. of hits. Yep. So, uh, and you know the cool thing though about Nickelback is we've talked to Chad Kroger and members of the band. They get that they're Nickelback. They're, yeah. They don't, yes. yeah, they That's get what I like about it, it. You know, yeah. uh, who, who else? anybody have
3: any ideas? Well, well Coldplay. I mean, there are bands Coldplay, that people love Coldplay. to hate and yeah. that are easy to hate. And so, I understand why you two, Pearl Jam, is my favorite band. But people love to hate on Pearl Jam, so these bands end up on the list, and then it becomes popular to hate them, right. and that, that sort of reinforces the list itself. It's the true. People-
17: I'm obsessed with Fish, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, come on. I, I don't That's
6: even understand why people would get into that band. Or even maybe watch a, an entire episode of some main cabin hunting uh, makeover show just because the drummer of the band who happened to be the who subject of that? that episode. Who would do <laughs> such a... 76er re- fan, probably.
5: Yeah, probably. 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 Casey, there is no band that Casey adores more than Fish. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I don't care that people hate them. I yeah. don't. I yeah. don't care that people... Does it actually reinforce your fandom that you're you're no. actually fighting an uphill battle? No, but I'm not going to
6: apologize for the things that I like. Yeah. You know, as long as they're positive, you know? What do oh, I care... <laughs>
17: He's must have taken us some heat about this over the years. <laughs> yeah.
6: well, no, 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 no right. the last 25, 26
2: years of my life. <laughs> it's, yeah. an, it's an easy, it's an easy go-to to beat yeah. up on it's them. They're, they're, they're an acquired uh, taste, but they but you can't deny their success. My my one of my all-time favorite bands besides the Beatles is the band Rush. You know, and they yeah. are they're known for being uh, like no women like Rush, which is not true. But but it's one of the it's one of the. Uh, uh, myths that's there, and also that they're just a geeky band and all that, but they had, you know, a 40-year career and still sold out at, you know... But stadium. people love to, hate, they play, people love love to, to hate, hate on them. But people love to hate on them. It's yeah. just, you know, yeah. it's something you like to do. Mike, is Bon Jovi on the list? It's not on there, no. That's no, an that's easy crazy. one to hate yeah. as well.
5: What about yeah, Kathy's favorite, Afro Man?
7: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> because got high, no, I got high, that's your like Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park's a great band, but again, it's... If you have a, a certain level of success, it starts to rub people the wrong way, True. and then it exacerbates the issue. Lincoln Park is out that oh, success. Man. Hey, by the way, um what was is it Scott Stapp? Uh, who, Scott Stapp, the singer
17: of Creed. Yeah. What was the, his most famous? <laughs> yeah,
6: that's just it.
7: Yeah.
5: Mike. <laughs> He actually that Scott staff was his own kids make fun of the way he sings. Yes, yep, they do. They were it making like fun. He's
17: trying to cough something up. I'll right. Know. yeah.
6: <laughs> to me it's a singing crutch. I think it's easier for him to sing right. if he sings in that style. Right. By not singing. <laughs> right. Yeah. By groaning.
17: Uh keeping up, Kath?
4: <laughs> oh my god, totally. I was like, I hope I'm not on the camera. I just yawned. And <laughs>
7: oh, <God>, I was <laughs>
5: Yeah, we
2: never know when what cameras you are looking
5: at. Oh,
7: that's great. Yeah. She
5: had her she had her swinger's event last night, Stop it. yeah. Why would
7: you say that? She had her
5: covid swinger's event last
7: night. is beat. <laughs>
5: Okay. Everyone's in the pod, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh my <goodness>. I
7: understand. <laughs> we just need a camera on her now. Oh when my God. We do
5: this. We oh oh <laughs> wrote for a whole hour.
7: <laughs> uh,
17: I'll see you next week. Bye Bye. Right. See you guys. Thanks Take care.
2: Guys. I did have the whole article here earlier. Did you lose it? Yeah. Do you want to resend the article? The, uh... no, no, no. It's. Uh, I mean, I've, I've got the list, but what I don't have are the metrics that they used. Yeah, it was some uh, bizarre thing to determine it. They, they went through. A variety of publications and mentions of, and they also used online, and anytime there were bands that were mentioned in a certain way, and then they had um, reviews, and they they had this whole list of things. Case?
6: So it's an algorithm based on things like most hated, uh, most hated lists, message boards, and articles, and then they came up with the top, or actually bottom, 21.
2: Right. Then they gave them specific scores, and they had like four different scores for each specific
5: metric that's what these things do they they, they get you angry because there's bands right. on this list clearly that are adored and that every reason to be considered great well, and, so and it, but but that's yeah. that's why they create these lists
6: well they create these lists because these bands are known and, and yeah. loved and adored. So right. with the adoration comes your critic as well. So That's it. They love to um, build you
5: up and tear you down.
6: Yeah. So if the bands actually really do suck, then they're not gonna be Right.
2: They're gonna popular. You know, yeah, they're not gonna, gonna, gonna be care. popular. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. They won't sell any records. Right. Yeah. And nobody'll know who they are. Uh, but the list is interesting, and we can go through this, and you guys can you know chime in on what you think about these groups. There's, I don't know if there's anybody on here I really I mean,
5: hate. I, I can tell you, like off the bat, Rush used to be a band I hated mm-hmm. initially in the in the early days of, and then uh, and then I uh, I revisited Rush, and I'm like, this is good, and yeah. and it, it kept getting better, and now they're one of my favorites. But there 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 are times. You know, I think a lot of times where you need to step away and step back before you can appreciate. Right.
6: uh, Press, I will say, uh, of the list that you're holding there, the uh, band number two, I actually do hate that band.
2: Okay, Limp Bizkit. Yeah. Uh
6: And I think it's because I don't like Fred Durst. Okay, so extract
5: Fred Durst. Are there a couple songs from Limp Bizkit that you dig? West Borland is a great guitarist. Yeah, okay. And
6: and had done some really, really nice things, and I just do not care. For Fred Durst, I think. Um, <laughs> yes. Hey,
8: rockers, yeah. hip hoppers. Yeah,
6: like uh, the tone of his voice on yeah. some of. <laughs> he said
7: she's. Oh, yeah. shut up!
6: man. But he's such a good director. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, uh, also, he did an interview with Matt Cord, and he was a total, yeah, total a hole to Matt. Right, and uh, and I mean, Matt plays the audio yeah. or would play because it's so funny how terrible of a
5: person he was well yeah. yeah i mean and just in general the, the, but let's not forget that limp Bizkit, it had a, it was a flash and then it went away they weren't yeah. able to sustain right they, were, they weren't generating the hits like i mean nickelback as we mentioned in, in the uh the piece with fox uh, you know, is is on the list, but Nickelback has a conga line of hits. Yeah. All right, so here you go real quick. Uh, they, they looked at uh, LA Weekly's
2: list of the top 20 worst bands of all time, then turned their attention to Vice's list of the 123 worst musicians of all time, uh, and the list was not ranked. So if the band was on the list, it got points added to its score. If it wasn't, no points were added. Then they looked at the top 21 most overly hated bands according to Ultimate Guitar, which is a guitar instruction website, um, and... I think it says we use two polls from Ranker: the 102 most overrated bands and the 421 worst rock bands of all time. So that's
5: how they went through. All right, and where and that Kephabha Venn diagram converges is, uh, yeah. is yeah. where these bands sit.
2: Yeah. So uh, number 21 on this uh, list is Linkin Park. Uh, I don't hate Linkin Park, but I don't sit around and listen to Linkin Park. To uh,
5: agreed, agreed.
2: Uh, number twenty is uh, Spin Doctors. What? I think Spin Doctors get beat up on too hard, and and it's part of um, well, part of it is because they were they were so huge. popular, huge. at one point. They had huge when when uh, Two Princes hit, yeah, mm-hmm. boom, they exploded. Little Miss Can't Be Wrong was a was a, a fun, right. it, it was a hit song for them, but, yeah. but Two Princes was gigantic. And then they had a couple of other ones, but they became kind of like the, the quote unquote light alt darling for a like pop
5: alt. Yeah. And I, I agree. And so they got that um they got that impression or that moniker. Yeah. And uh, it was hard to shake that. And then the fact that they couldn't get a follow-up yeah. hit that eclipsed this yeah. was a problem.
2: Keep in mind, these are not these are not the worst bands. No. That's different. These are most hated bands. I know. So uh it doesn't mean that they're it, it just means that there's groups of people that Who just hate them. do not like yeah. them as opposed to that that oh my god, that's garbage. That's not even worth hating. You know what I mean? It's so bad it's not worth hating. All right, let's continue to go. Yeah. We've got Most work to do. Hated bands. Nineteen, Nirvana. I mean, come on. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think people just like to beat up on them because of how um avant garde they were. Right and, and revolutionary, and then if you don't like it, you get pissed that other people do like it.
2: Right. I don't hate Nirvana, but I really don't sit down and listen to them. I
5: will hear no. them when we play them on the air. No, I, I agree, and, man. And, and this is this is my favorite Nirvana song. Period. Breed. I do not. I don't hate them. I completely recognize their importance. Uh, I, I don't I, seek them out, though. I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. But and and uh, as per this list, hate would not be a word I would use.
3: Right, with Nirvana. Yeah. The
2: only
5: Nirvana I listen to on
3: repeat is Unplugged. The unplugged album that they put out to me is that
5: their most popular album I, I because it was it's such a it's such that I'm curious. Besides Nevermind, yeah, I what's mean, their highest? You were required to buy Nevermind yeah. in
3: 1991
5: and 92, but I liked listening to the
3: unplugged record.
5: You know, also have, Preston, the guy who first brought the concept of Nirvana to me, or and. Who the people I was with at the time was a guy like I did like all that yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and that, to, was like sometimes, uh, yeah. sometimes
2: you can hold a grudge right. against of a course. band because of the person that <laughs> likes them the most and turned you <laughs> yeah. on to, or tried to right. turn you on into them. I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, number eighteen is Rush, and when I first saw this list, I was like, "Man, really?" And then I read the rest of the list, and I'm like, "Oh, okay. It's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I'm yeah, Not yeah. happy about that." Uh, so, but I, I get it. Listen, I understand. When, when I was a teenager, when I was younger. I couldn't understand how you wouldn't like this band. Yeah, so that's I, how, that's how deep into them I was, and I was like, wait, would you, are, excuse me, you know? But it's it's
5: too much for some people, or you know. I knew a hardcore Rush fan at at the, at the what I would consider when Getty was singing far more falsetto or at least higher no, it just range, just a higher, yeah. Yes, so so um, and then when it started to shift, or right, you know, wh- wherever I got in, um, it, it was like. And I actually remember where I really said to myself, man, I really, really like this band with subdivisions. Because I I, I liked them. And then from subdivisions on, I was like, I really like this band.
2: Yeah, the stuff before that, before uh, this album, before Moving Pictures, was, well, before Permanent Waves, was pretty intense and experimental and a little bit weird and and everything. So, you know, I get it now. But I I had a friend of mine who's like, man, I'm not in a rush. You know, what, what should I listen to? And I gave him hemispheres. I'm like, here, listen to this. <laughs> and I realized I went in the wrong direction. I should have given him the most palatable. <laughs> yeah,
5: fur. The first the first dude to sort of really work me on Rush, Preston, was also a massive fan of the Flashdance soundtrack. And I'm like, how are these two things yeah. living in the same uh-huh. world? All right,
2: well, backing right up to that, Pearl Jam. List of most hated bands. Number 17 on this list. Um... And, Nick, you had already hit on that. Uh, some yeah, people just hate because they they may not get it and hate the fact that so many people get it.
5: Yes. Do you, know? you wonder if it's also, let's say, if a band is active or socially active or 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 works out, you know... Well, that's not new with Pearl Jam. I, I, I don't but there, get... are lo- there are a lot of bands that have done it, and I think sometimes...
16: I in other your words argument. is this
5: is this most refined to just the music or are people adding in collateral yeah. and you you can't tell by the metrics maybe here a, but maybe a small maybe some because I think I think you know you can't again like with virgin you can't argue. Yeah, I know. guess the, the social activism as,
3: uh, argument against Pearl Jam is uh, it's just they've been doing it for 30 years. So they've yeah. always done it. Yeah, so I find that um, a, a weird reason for not liking them. But but also, they are a current band. I mean, they're not as popular right. um, with selling records as they were in ninety, you know, in the early 90s. But they are just as uh, sure. successful yeah. when it comes to selling tickets. Yeah.
6: But there are some bands out there that if somebody hates them, I have to think, well, what is wrong with you, you know? (laughs) So when you say you hate Pearl Jam or you hate the Beatles, I'm like, you are, you're broken.
5: You are a broken person. The the argument I always find is when you find, and we talked about this, people who don't like music. Yeah. I'm like, there's a whole lot of music. You can't find something that you like. It's so
6: funny. I have a friend, she has, um, you know, our our kids go to school together, so that's how we are friends. And she, you know, she's like, I don't listen to you. I don't listen to the radio, and I was like, "You drive in silence." She's like, "Yeah," I, and I was like, "Hmm, okay, that's weird." i yeah. like, "You just
5: <laughs> there's a you just drive with your thoughts." Case there's a scene in, uh, in Seinfeld where uh, Elaine and Putty are getting on a plane, and 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 she's like, do you, "Do you want a book?" And she's they're they're sitting next to each other. He goes, "No, you're gonna watch the movie." He goes, "No, no, yeah." And he's just sitting there with a grin on his face, just staring ahead, and, and she's that looking is at him like, "What
2: are you doing?" Uh-huh. All right, so you got Pearl Jam at number 17. Number 16 is Oasis as uh, mo- one of the most hated bands, according to this scientific study. Quote, unquote, scientific, scientific study. Was yeah. on. Um, Oasis, I-, I can take or leave. I don't hate them, uh, but I don't really. I-, I Okay, here's what I think All about right. Oasis. I think they're overrated, um, but I don't dislike them. You know what I mean? I yeah.
5: think they are overrated and yeah. I don't just like them, the exact yeah. same thing and the songs that I do love of theirs I love a lot. Yeah,
2: Champagne Supernova yeah. is yeah. a great song. But there were so many people that were waving the banner of
6: Next These Beatles. guys are the next, next Beatles. Beatles. I'm
7: like, eh, yeah. I don't no. hear it. Spin you know. Doctors are the next Beatles. Right, yeah. come on,
6: let's keep our eye on the ball. But here. Oasis fans <laughs> will say that the, the album definitely maybe is a perfect album right, from from start to finish. And I'm looking at it and, you know, yeah, it's a pretty good song. But, it's, I was going to say song, uh, it's a pretty good album. But when I had heard that, I was like, all right, let me take it out for a spin. And I didn't hate it.
3: I think they also suffer of, of being... Working class Englishmen who kind of look like the Beatles, and so people resented that about right. them, you know. And yet, yeah, Preston, to your point, like when they came out and you saw these videos, you're like, "This guy kind of look like the Beatles and sort of sound like them a little bit."
6: And then I hate them because they're not the Beatles,
2: right? You but know what I mean? The the
6: song "Don't Look Back in Anger." I'm going to play this. Um, great song. It's, it is a great song, and it is like an anthem yeah. for English people. Like, yeah. the, you know, the, this will be one where, you know, if you had a stadium, Wembley Stadium, full of people and this song was playing, everybody in the stadium would be singing this.
2: Don't you know. All right. What else? Uh, next on the list is Metallica. Obviously, one of the most successful rock bands in history. Yeah, uh, and still continue. They they could sell out. They could sell out a hundred thousand seater. I am not into Metallica. I have never been into Metallica.
5: Um, I don't hate Metallica though. The hate is a strong word. No, I'll tell you what I do. Metallica for me. If I'm on the right sound system, like at home. Yeah, I will. I will put on an occasion Acad- like this on yeah. a. Where you can feel that bass in concert would be a great place, obviously, yeah. where you can... It's a visceral band. And uh, the funny thing is, is that you... A lot of people forget, I was uh, being reminded of this because of the whole Twitch thing, and a lot of people are pointing this out. In the early days of file sharing, they were the big ones... Oh, yeah. Railing against... Napster. Napster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, the uh, they were ones. one of the main bands to yep. fight it. as mm-hmm. they seen? said, this is our product. Yes. You yeah. can't take it. We're losing money. Have yeah. you guys seen
3: them live, uh, Metallica? No. Have I, you? I have, and yeah. I, what'd you think? At the event, Uh Blown away.
8: Yeah, yeah. That's really right
3: here. Great live. And um, uh, lucky enough to do a few meat needs over the years. So meat and greets, not meat needs. <laughs> uh, How about some corn? <laughs> right? What's <laughs> a <laughs> some meatloaf? Oh, I like some fish. Uh... uh I've never been more impressed by a band at a meet-and-greet than Metallica. They were the nicest guys Good. that went around and took time to chat with every huge Metallica fan. It was a really cool experience.
2: I, there's a great quote, and it was when Jason Newstead was still in the band, and, and uh, the interviewer was asking about, uh, what do you think about people uh, you know, calling you sellouts?
7: Because
2: mm. that was a big thing. Yeah. they was this underground band for the longest time. And he goes, "Yep, we're sellouts. Every seat in the house. Every time we play, any city we play in, okay. yeah. we sell out."
5: So yep. shut up! And I love it. I'm like, that's man, funny. that's a great quote. <laughs> uh, and I And that press to that point when you, when, I, I never forget what Joan Jett said about, um, you know, about not selling the rights to uh, some of her songs, yeah. and saying, "What was I thinking?" Right. Yeah. right. Uh, so number fourteen on
2: this most hated bands list. All right, next up, The Doors.
5: Uh, I know a lot of people. Uh, so I told you, uh, at once every couple of months, maybe once a year, I have a door spell that I go Yeah, remember. yeah, me too. Uh, I cannot listen to them around the clock. Nope. Uh, but uh, I can for a, a brief period. And I I mean, listen, there's some, some heady, trippy stuff, and then there's just some real great regular rock. But I can't take it for too long. Bro.
6: I love them. And I'm like you, Steve. I, you know, I, it's usually once every couple of months. I'm like, okay, I need to take a...
5: A stroll down this uh, this road um, but when you hear something like this to me case i'm seeing highways and like Topanga that. canyon or, or, yeah. or uh, you know california it's <laughs> it's it, it's a an la rock sound
4: i think i don't hate anyone because i don't do like a full like i would never do, uh, do that i would never listen to it's anything start album. to yeah. finish i i can't to me that i would hate any any band at right. the end of that. Yeah. Like, I need a variety. So there's no, like, people who, I mean, like you've said, you've all said it, like, despise a band. I, I don't get that. Right. I don't understand it.
2: But we- you do have to be in a Doors mood. What, what's the song? And, I, I'm, it's, and Bill Weston's in the studio, too. Uh, it's, you know, Walked On Down the Hall. Oh. oh what end? is that? The end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you have got to, mother you got to be in the
5: right mood yeah.
2: to a, listen to the, the end. Oedipal lyrics or you're j- it's yeah. just gonna you you're gonna you jerk the wheel and yeah. uh and okay enough of this
5: <laughs> z <Jeez>. horses <laughs> <laughs> but i mean if you take the um yeah the, the, this is great for sake. it's saying. a great song it is. and it's, and now you think of this you have to think of Apocalypse now yeah
2: yeah my buddy Will does a Jim Morrison impression that just cracks me up uh, and he'll do it he'll sing other lyrics to other songs you know uh in the Jim Morrison voice and I'm trying to think of one you know the, the wheels on the bus go round and round <laughs> all around town it just gets me every single time so the doors are number 13 on this list how about this Green Day really yeah. as one of the most hated bands Green wow. Day (laughs) Out of the gate, I'm sure Marissa's going to comment on this,
5: got caught crap for being faux punk. Yeah, from the punk purists. The punk purists never really liked Green Day. Marissa?
10: I just watched this documentary called East Bay Punks, and um, I found out at the end that it was created by Green Day because I was very surprised that in, like, the last two minutes, they talked to a lot of people who were like, wow, you know, congratulations on your success. And then there's only, like, two people that were like, "Yes, sellouts. So, because... A lot of the punk scene thought they were sellouts. Yeah, okay. But they had this really interesting point that said, anybody who calls someone a sellout has some privilege in life. Because you get on stage and you want to be a band because you want to get signed and become successful. So if you're mad at somebody for being successful, then you're okay in life. Because if you're struggling, you would want to be successful as well. Does that kind of make sense? I'm going to
5: macrame that. Yes. No, I know what you're saying. I'll, I'll yeah. get you a
10: needlepoint set, yeah. see if we'll do it together this weekend. No. Um, but I think just...
5: The whole overall- notion of selling out of of achieving... Successes and, and railing against it is such BS. And I always thought of, of, of Green Day as more as a, of, a, of a pop punk band. Yeah. But,
6: but that's you know okay. What? We were talking about Metallica and people calling them sellouts. Well, you know, that's probably because of the Black Album, right? And they were... It was popular. It was popular.
11: It
7: was <laughs> good. I'm sorry.
6: It's good. But it was a good al- It was yeah. a great album.
3: Yeah. Well, and then Sorry Green- that a lot of people liked it. Yeah, we brought joy to many people.
10: Well, and then people were mad at Green Day because they thought Green Day blew up the punk scene. They had this cool underground, you know, scene. Kind of like
6: how people outside of the Philadelphia started going to Dinner on Blanc and ex- ruined it. Exactly. Okay, right? Yeah. The suburbanites. It became Dinner on Tan. <laughs> no, it
5: didn't
10: start here. Didn't it, it start in Chicago? France it started in Paris. Oh, Paris. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But exactly. That's, so, the one.
5: That's the only one I'll go to. Yeah.
10: Right, of course. People held this music sacred and then Green Day brought it into oh. the you know, top yeah. 40 I'm you sure know, some Bill 41
5: and
2: Blink-182 <laughs> and all those guys just <laughs> hated the fact that they paved the way for them to have an incredible career. But it's a lot of fun to I see know what you're like you're a 66-year-old like exactly
5: what what punk.
2: Right. It's a
10: really good documentary. I highly recommend
2: to anybody. Easy um, punks. Alright, number 11 is Coldplay. Nick had mentioned this earlier when we were on uh, Fox Good Day. And by the way, somebody texted Bill Weston is in the room and he's okay with Preston doing this list in order? (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) What's that all about?
6: Coldplay is a top five band for me. Okay. In fact, they're probably a top three band. I haven't listened to them lately, but I will go back and, oh man, I haven't listened to Parachutes in a while. Right. Yeah. I and think
4: they're the band that I've listened to the most songs in a row. Really? Really?
5: Yes. Okay.
4: At three. So you, there, was nev-
5: <laughs> there was never a time in your life where you would just put on full albums and listen?
4: No. My first album That's I ever owned I was, was Tom Petty, and I loved it, but I couldn't, I, I wouldn't do the whole thing in one sitting. I'd switch them out. That you know I was not, a DJ of that, sorts. Yeah, yes, you were <laughs> of
5: sorts. And then, Preston, of course, we got suckered by the. Now that's what I call music albums, and then yeah. change our
4: listening pattern. Uh, I used to make mixes because I couldn't listen to the
0: full. Album. Yeah,
2: but Green Day is one of those bands that can easily cross over to a few different formats. They can be in kind of an alt rock and rock format. They can also go into a pop and Green adult, Day or Coldplay. Coldplay. Did I say Green Day? Yeah, 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 yeah. Coldplay can go over into an adult contemporary. Greenplay can. Uh, actually, uh, Green Day can. And do, cold Day. Yeah. Green Day can do the same thing to be honest. They yeah. uh you know, you give them a little bit of time, but I mean time of your life when that hit. That went on adult
5: contemporary radio. I'll stations. say that Coldplay song Fix You is I think oh one of God. the greatest songs yeah. ever written.
6: One of the greatest songs ever written. I yeah. agree with you.
5: I was surprised at
6: the, the last concert that I went to uh with how energized it was because you listen to a song like Yellow yeah. or even Fix You and they and then you go into the concert, and it was just, it wasn't ballad after ballad after ballad. I mean, it was a, right. a ton of energy in that show.
2: Yeah. All right, uh, now to number 10. At number 10, uh, Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, a lot he's... of people like to hate Dave. <laughs> I yeah. know people hate Dave, yeah. yeah. I think people hate Dave Matthews Band fans, too. Uh, and, um, you know, okay. But DMB, not unlike Fish, has created this community yeah. of diehard, they'll, die hards they'll who never travel. Yeah. Who you know, you're exactly right. Now, now they play a lot more shows than Fish does, but. Uh, but, but people will travel around. They'll go all over the place to see them.
3: I've seen know. them more than I've seen Pearl Jam. I've seen Dave Matthews' band more than I've seen any band. And How once, many times would you say? I don't know, 60, 70. I mean, they, wow. they used to come through town. they do a summer tour and a fall slash winter tour. I would go to all the shows. I was in the fan club, which is called The Warehouse, blah, blah, blah. I'm a big fan. I, I love the band a lot. They were yeah. enormously popular, and uh, and it's poppy. And there's aspects to Dave Matthews that can be really jazzy, but also aspects that can be poppy, you know, and people take away from that. But, but he, it's, it's a serious comment about Dave Matthews. Matthews, watch the chord progression that guy does on the guitar. Sometimes, oh my god, it is
2: really impressive. And yeah. Preston, you'll agree, one of the best drummers in rock. Absolutely, Carter Beauford. And I tell you what, one of the things I think that that hampers them as far as their coolness factor is that Dave uh, pretty much exclusively plays an acoustic guitar, yeah, which mm-hmm. gives it a, a, a different sound than than what you used to. A, in a rock bunch rock. of pussies, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Plug that Lemmings. thing in, you pussy. All right, how much time we got left here, Case? Uh,
5: yeah, we keep going. Do we have time right, for nine more? We, yeah.
2: got, we got number nine, and uh, it's this the hottest band in the world. Considered one of the most hated bands, according to this particular list. And I could, you know, I, I could see, if you don't get it, if, if listen, the, the songs, some of the songs are kind of cheesy now,
5: and when you look back, they haven't aged that great. Kiss, is, a, Kiss is an experience. That, it's that's it's it. not... To me, you're not you're not going for virtuos. and they would be the first to tell you that yeah, that, yeah. that 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 it's a visceral, theatrical deal. But when it comes to giving their fans what they want and putting on a show and bringing it all the time, that's what Kiss does. Yeah, I agree. Or uh, do I, I went to see them
2: one time and. It was outrageous. It was awesomely outrageous with the fire and confetti and people flying (laughs) and I mean, they just
5: just broke the record for biggest pyrotechnic display in the history of rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I I have no beef with Kiss at all. Now, if you live for Kiss, I think that's a little goofy. But it's your thing, my friend Dwayne. Dwayne, my trainer, and and
5: Dwayne is and and what it is, it's every bit. Adoration for the music, knowingly, and also it is a reaffirmation of that nostalgia that brings everyone together. My stepsister yeah. ran in to Dwayne on a kiss cruise. <laughs>
7: awesome.
2: So she's in the same yeah, yeah, boat, yeah. So the same thing, yeah. Same ship. Uh, okay, Radiohead is number eight, hmm. and uh, I've said before I really eh, I don't I don't do. The I, tried, I, I tried, tried so I tried so hard. hard. Yeah.
5: Creep is still my favorite song of theirs. Um, uh, karma, chameleon, uh, karma, karma, uh, karma, karma chameleon, karma police, karma chameleon, different song. But uh, in, in that nature, yeah, I don't know. I I just because I'll go with I can be with pretty artsy stuff like the. Uh, You know, uh, uh, King Crimson and all that, but I, but I, uh, something about their sound doesn't work for me. Yeah, yeah. I I don't hate it. Uh, I did
2: see them in concert. I fell asleep at the concert, uh, and (laughs) it was in their heyday. You want to fall asleep at the Culture Club, too. Uh, but, uh, you know what I do find kind of, well, it seems that a lot of younger, now grown artists have, uh, um, like, I forgot it. Carrie, uh, uh, Perry Kate. Carrie, <laughs> oh Perry. Perry Kate.
5: Perry Katie. Perry oh, Katie.
2: Katie Perry. Katie Perry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, Carrie something. Perry Katie was
5: a TV lawyer. Carrie Patie. Oh, yeah. is uh, <laughs> this
2: one I'm talking about. Uh, no, but uh, Katie Perry mentioned them in a song, and I'm like, uh, come on. Really? Seriously? What, was, was she was inspired princess? by them? That's it. We used to listen to Radiohead, yeah, something like that. On. Yeah. By
4: the way, I just remembered that I also fell asleep at a concert. What was <laughs> after it? After I made that comment to you, uh, the Horde Fest. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, not Blue's because Traveler. I wasn't enjoying the music.
2: Yeah, Casey really? fell asleep at number seven's concert. Not really, Fish. though. Oh no, it was Trey Anastasio. Yeah, the Trey Anastasio band that he fell asleep at. Uh, Fish is number seven on this list of most hated bands according to science.
5: Anybody want to, to expand on that? So, listen. Everyone knows they 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 have they're they're a jam band, jam bandish, and and they um you've recently become more uh, appreciative of of a fish, correct?
2: Uh, no. So here's the deal. I yeah. There, there when are, you did the drum video, when I did the drum video, when I listened to album tracks, right? Yeah, I think they're good. Casey starts to play me something, a video of them live. You want I'm, to kill yourself? I'm gone. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. just
5: I don't like it. And it's wild. What
2: speaks to me does it.
6: not speak to him whatsoever. He's looking for grooves. I'm yeah. not. I'm looking for something in between the grooves to Actually, sleep.
5: A good a good sleep.
6: Not necessarily though. And yeah. listen, I just I like what I like. And it's true. You know, what's wild is prior to me getting so heavily into the band, I listened to a ton of R and B. Like I loved Mariah Carey and yeah. Boys to Men, and like. Like strong vocals, right? I will admit, not one person in the band uh, in in the band Fish is like a really strong vocalist. Um, but you know, musically, you know, some of these, I think the hatred. Some is of probably these crews that they get
5: into, it, it, um, it comes down to either you get them or you don't, and, yeah. and the hate comes from the people who don't. Yeah, and, yeah. and I
6: feel bad, like for, for you know, you know, people that don't. Yeah. People that don't get it, like I, I feel bad because I just think it's it's something really great. And there are other things that I don't get that I wish I got. Yeah, like, you know, like Hootie. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm not a big Hootie fan. Yeah, there's there's
5: and I but when you guys were talking about them, I I kept quiet. Yeah, didn't want to say anything bad. Okay. I, Fish obviously deserves to be at the table. they they're a real band with a real. Fandom, and they're they're talented guys, just not particularly my cup of tea. In this discussion, you can say some bad stuff. This is the most hated bands, according to science, so feel free. I Open mean, up on Hootie, man. Go for it, dude. Yeah. Copy, bro. No, 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 no. I don't want to... I, because I don't think... Hootie if you s- cut Hootie, does he not bleed? I don't <laughs> think that Hootie sucks. I just don't think that they're that great. Okay. Okay. Well, let's, it's in keeping with this
2: list. Yeah. All right. So, Fish is number seven on this list of most hated bands. Uh, number six is Bob Dylan. That's Marissa's favorite. Uh, Marissa's favorite. Uh, Listen, I,
5: I this, love Bob Dylan. This but is my it, favorite Bob Dylan song. You go to a... The concerts are always a crapshoot where you're almost always guaranteed to lose on that bet. Uh, it, 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 you, you play the odds and it's rare. Marissa, you'll agree with this. And then occasionally you get a gem. But otherwise, you walk out going, well, there was another two and a half hours.
10: Yeah, I would say Dave Matthews is the one first where I say you can't understand what the song is, and then I went to a Bob Dylan concert. Yeah, yeah. You just can't understand what the songs are.
7: So exactly. here's, there
10: was a concert I went to at The Man where he sang ten songs, and it wasn't until he sang one of his own that I realized that none of the first songs were his own. He's He okay. sang all covers.
2: Oh. Well, here's what, what will always be perplexing to me about Bob Dylan, and I don't hate Bob Dylan. He's just not one of my favorites. And 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 trust me, when I've tried to understand yep. this, that he's the greatest songwriter of all time. I don't, I don't get it. I don't hear it, and I, and I know it's supposed to be of a time. And had I been around and heard what was surrounding it in popular music, I may have understood why Bob Dylan was a big
5: deal. He's one of the just don't get He's it. one of the greats. I don't think so. Listen. Uh, Like Shelter from the Storm, and and there's so many songs that I think are are great and well-written. He's been accused throughout his career, though, of plagiarism. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
6: He left, uh, when I saw him, he left a lot to be desired. He opened up the concert that I went and saw with uh, Rainy Day Woman number 12. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, here we go. This is going to be great. And then he proceeded to play for two hours. Of, of music that I had never heard before, he had done tangled up a blue, but completely changed the melody of everything. And it wasn't until he had gotten yeah. into like one lyric, I was like, "Oh." Oh, t- this is
5: tangled up in blue. And then, if you have a bad sound system. <laughs> yeah.
2: So Bob Dylan is number six on the list. We got to work our way yeah. through these. Uh, number five is Mumford and Sons.
5: <laughs>
2: uh, Mumford and Sons hugely successful and kind of took the the music world by storm because of their different approach on it.
5: Do they have they had any sort of traction recently? Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. They yeah. just started
6: follow-up album was um, just as popular as the first album. Then they tried to... Well, so I think they listened to the critics too much because right. they changed their sound. They plugged in. I didn't think that album, I think it was like Wilder Mind was as, as good as right. the previous two albums, but Marcus Mumford is a damn good lyricist. He's a damn good singer. And um, uh, yeah, so and they
2: snuck their way into my top five favorite bands. All right. Uh, yeah, and I think that I suffered from a case of when, when they came out, I didn't get it. You guys, uh, Casey and and Nick in particular, were touting them as the greatest band in the world, in my mind. They didn't have a drummer. And I I didn't get it, and I'm like... (laughs) I don't get this, and it's stupid that you guys, Kathy, I'm, this is stupid. Yeah. Uh, this is stupid that you guys like this so much, and I blame myself for that, so.
4: Oh, you, okay, you were just saying me, because I think everything's stupid. Yeah, Not exactly. yes. Oh, no. I don't know if you remember, but actually, I told you about, Nick, about Mumford and & Sons, and you had yet to to hear about them, and I was like, you got to listen to it. This is this is you, and you're going to love it, and yeah. you did.
3: and I did, and I went and saw him at the electric factory. I was totally jazzed about it. It was a great showcase. He was there as well. Came in the next day, talked
2: about how awesome it was, and and crapped all
8: over my face. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know all right we gotta hurry up here oh, yeah. uh number four on the list we is got number four is you two come on I I don't know what people to love to
3: hate them. They really do. No, yeah, I, I, and, I, I don't and, get it. I'm not surprised that this
2: is on the list. I don't get it either. Yeah. I, I guess it's because they got so dominant in the world of music, and their tours were so huge and an event when they would yeah. come to town
5: that the people who didn't get it were very vocal about. Do you think they were hurt, pressed by being labeled initially as the Irish Spin Doctors? <laughs> Maybe that was yeah. it. Maybe that's what did it. But
2: they're in my they're in my top five bands of all time. Maybe three uh, of all time. All right, uh, and then the other ones we already covered. So. We yeah. don't need to spend a lot of time on them. Uh yeah, number three is Creed. We were won over by Scott Stapp when he came by here. It yeah. was after he got he had his meltdown and everything and he turned it around and he he got. He understands why people beat up on his vocal style, and he was a nice guy.
5: And let's not forget that he did a, uh, an album where they were doing Doors covers with Robbie Krieger, and yeah, uh, and, yeah. and uh, he sang a couple songs.
6: Did,
2: did a
5: pretty good job. I'm sorry, but this song is great,
2: and I love it. Uh, there. Uh, number two on the list is Limp Bizkit. We already covered I all of can. that. Uh, and then uh, number one on the list is Nickelback, and Nickelback is just easy to beat up on. But you can't deny... That they write really hooky, really catchy stuff that sells like crazy. And they get it. And they get it as well. So anyhow, uh, we have to take a break. But thank you for sitting through the most hated bands, according to science, discussion on the Preston and Steve show. Let's take a break. We will be right back with them.
12: At MMR, we thought, what better way to celebrate this country's 247th birthday in America's birthplace than with a big old block party? MMRs Fill in the fourth block party weekend is four big days filled with big four-song blocks. We'll roll three from one of your favorite MM artists and you call in with the perfect song to fill in the fourth. Now that there is some good old-fashioned American ingenuity. MMR's Fill in the fourth block party weekend. Just like the founders intended. From 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks,
2: America. I saw this article this morning. I have some kind of a uh, Christmasy and, and uh, just, you know... Is it time I, for Preston on the Shelf? I th- no, I think... <laughs> okay, I was going to say Christmas Corner, but I like okay. Preston yeah. on, on the Shelf. <laughs> yep,
4: yep.
2: Wow, yep, yep. okay. <laughs> Preston on the Shelf. <laughs> Our elves made an appearance <laughs> oh, uh, a few days ago, which oh, is nice. wonderful. They stayed in the same spot the entire time, though, which is really They're kind of strange. Lazy, so. I they? guess they are getting a little yeah. bit lazy, but... Uh, Nonetheless, Nice to see uh, Norm and Nina back in our house. Nina.
5: Yeah. What yeah. were your, uh, your dolls' names? Um...
4: Jotna and Keetna.
2: Yeah. Jotna and Keetna. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any elves? You got an elf at yep. the house? Buzz. 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 Yeah. I like that name. Uh, it's yeah. a
16: great elf
6: name. Case <laughs> Uh We have uh, Marty Christmas and Stanley Johnson.
2: Stanley Johnson? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nick, do you have any an elf? No, we never did that. Okay. Which is too bad because yeah. I
3: missed out on that one. Yeah.
2: All right. Uh, anyhow, I have this. Uh, it's Preston's. Uh, Preston on shelf. store dot com surveyed surveyed eleven thousand of its customers to find the least popular Christmas candies. Oh,
5: I don't traditionally think of. Um Christmas as a candy-driven holiday, though I know it is. I think of more baked goods.
4: We we always got the candy in our stocking. Yes. That's Santa. What would you always get? Put, like, the majority of our stocking was filled with candy. We would like, get chocolate a,
5: kisses and stuff a, like that? And a chocolate Santa. There would be, like, a... a yes. yes, chocolate Santa. Would the end the pe- stocking, yeah.
4: The little peanut butter cups right. is what yeah. stuff like that. I sort of associate that with Christmas.
2: We would always get, as a kid and without fail, and I loved them, were the... Um, Lifesavers books. Yes. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, those? Yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait,
4: what was the book? They I mean, were romance
2: just... novels? No, <laughs> it was a little cardboard <laughs> book type thing. And, uh-huh. and um, they had essentially, it was basically like two pages, Kathy, but the pages are like this thick. And, and within those pages were um, different f- uh, flavors. Oh. So you get, my favorite was the all cherry one. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Yeah. So they were illustrated? It. Nope, here. Oh, okay. It. I'm looking they at have it right it now. I got you yeah. now. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and so I. Mm-hmm. Loved those as a kid, yeah. Hey, uh, and um, would always end up in my um, in the stocking. Stocking, yep.
6: But speaking of least favorite, do you remember the tin of candies that would come out, and they they were horrible. Like there wasn't one piece of candy. It was it was it was all hard hard candies, candies yeah. Okay. And, and there wasn't one type of. Candy in there that was actually a lot pretty of decent. Candy, yeah. Well,
2: Steve, yeah, you remember uh, Dolly Parton' Hard Candy Christmas? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. A Song she had. Right, so yeah. Was, you know, some people would would it do. It makes hard your breast grow, though. Uh, wow. Well, that's well, now we know what happened. <laughs> um, but candy canes are. I mean, oh, that's, yeah. that's a big part of
5: Christmas. Yeah. I do like candy canes. Yeah, yeah so we, we get the candy canes in the stocking. We get chocolate kisses. Maybe you're right, Nick, a, a chocolate Santa here and there. But I never, to me, it was always more about the baked goods. But but I, I'd be curious to see what they're, what the list says.
2: All right, so this is from worst. This is from best to worst. Okay, so this. is you know the other way? It's too at, obvious. At number one, number one will be the worst candy. Okay, okay. So uh, 11th place. They had 11 of them for some reason. Eleventh uh, place doesn't seem so desperate. Is the classic peppermint candy cane. So of the candies, that <laughs> is the least of the worst. Did you
3: guys go downstairs the other day when they were offering some uh, cookies and hot chocolate and stuff? I did
2: not. I heard tell, but I did not. It was go. nice.
3: It was a nice little setup. But they offered up some candy canes, which was sweet. Uh, and I politely passed. I
2: was just like, man, nah, they're just going to end up like. I'm not into
5: it. Let me tell you something. Them. The thing about a candy cane. A lot of people don't realize this. If you are ever sent to prison, don't have someone bring in a, like a shiv. Bring in a candy cane. and <laughs> yeah. suck oh, yeah. it down to a fine Seriously. point. having you could slit someone's throat. Yeah,
4: wait, yeah. my niece cut her lip on a yeah. candy cane the other day. <laughs> yes. I believe it. I believe
5: it. So yeah, the, the classic
2: peppermint candy cane. I do like the little ones. They give me a big one of those large ones. Forget it. Like I'm impressed, and they
5: there. sell some obscenely big candy. Yes, games. they do. Yeah. Like the stick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it looks like
2: you could spirit, beat someone to death. It looks like a spirit stick from uh, you know the the, the cheerleading competitions.
6: Yeah. Yeah. That was actually my favorite one. That was the one that Santa would bring us on the fire engine every mm. Christmas Eve. Was the giant stick one?
2: Really? Yeah.
6: Damn, that's a well Rutledge
2: is a small town. It's not is, okay. <laughs> you that's
5: you know? disgusting.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tenth place was ribbon candy. Somebody want to explain to me what ribbon candy is? is it, I think it's like fruit roll-ups, no. like in With a ribbon, like,
4: but almost and almost like uh, it had like sugar on it. Right? Is that the ribbon candy? Uh,
2: maybe I'm thinking of something wrong. I mean, yeah, I don't think it's a fruit roll-ups. I don't think it's uh like maybe it's just, bubble tape. Maybe or you're just like sucking that.
5: on gift wrapping
2: ribbon. Nick is looking up ribbon candy. Okay, so it's it it is like it looks like candy cane material, but is woven back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, I don't like that. Do yeah. not like it. I don't yep. even know where to buy that. That's 10th place. Don't ever learn where to
5: buy it. Okay.
2: Uh, ninth place, I've become a fan, Peppermint Bark. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Peppermint Bark is pretty badass. It's, yeah,
3: I don't like candy canes, but I like Peppermint Bark. What the hell? Yeah.
2: And I tell you what, <laughs> the best I've ever had, and it's way overpriced, but they had samples of it, and I have bought it a few times, is at uh, Williams-Sonoma. Yeah. Right, that's ridiculous. God, it's good. Maybe
5: it's the chocolate.
3: But it's, like it's the chocolate. Thirty-five dollars. Yeah. No,
2: thanks for a tiny tin of it. Uh, no, yeah, unless but it's encrusted with
5: diamonds. Man. I'll say this though. Yeah, I think Nick's right. It's the cho- for me. It is the chocolate under the foundation that sells it. Yeah, Steve? but the, but uh, and and I'm not that big of it. But the peppermint. What how the ones
2: that I've had? They yeah, added just enough of it. To add to the flavor, as to and both it's to, good for you, as, <laughs> yeah. as opposed to Is overpowering. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like brushing your teeth. Uh, Steve
3: Williamson, home—it's thirty bucks, but they have uh, Ghirardelli, which I know you're a fan. Oh, of. Oh, I am a fan. Also, thirty
5: dollars, of course. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Oh, yeah.
7: really?
5: Yeah, no. Well, okay. My, my wife just made her her chocolate chip cookies, and she used the Ghirardelli chips. And so she,
2: my daughter's been eating this uh, peppermint bark from
5: Ghirardelli; like it's just
2: going out of style.
5: So how do you? Yeah, it's one of those things too that if you start, you better have someone take it away from you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's that good. Yeah, yeah. But but it made it on
2: this list of, of worst, which I do not agree with that particular one. Eighth place of the least liked candy Christmas candies, uh non peppermint candy canes. Oh, so they yeah, have yeah. ones that are, you know, different colors, green, red, and and, uh, and, and so those on. are bad?
7: Uh,
2: I don't think so. Well, we I think one I think they're a little bit better than the classic uh yeah. peppermint, do you? personally. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Like the cherry flavor. Yeah. I like
2: that. Uh, you can get watermelon and you know, all different lemons. Well, they taste like Jolly Rangers? kind of yeah. a little bit different in their consistency but yeah
5: it's essentially a flavored hard candy. All right.
4: They have an Oreo candy cane now.
5: Really? Yes. I I in general well, don't weird. like hard candy. I just uh, there's one yeah, the, the one you. hard candy that I'm actually okay with is uh, the the butterscotch candies that old people keep in a tray by the front door.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard to get yeah, the yeah. wrapper off right. because you, they're so old. You
5: pick one out and nine come with
2: it. Uh Casey, here you go. Seventh place, the old-fashioned hard candy mix. And I know exactly. Oh. Moose mix? You're talking about yeah. no hard candy mix. It's
6: terrible. I mean, I remember <laughs> it feeling it like it was like strawly. Um
2: strawy. Uh,
6: it it wasn't he's using a scientific term, right? I just I there there all right, so in the, we're looking at a picture right now. The candy in the middle of that, Preston. I actually like that. The Those are the that- raspberries. Oh, like okay, raspberries.
2: I was I was
5: completely off.
6: Yeah, the yeah. raspberries are good. This
5: is all horrible mm-hmm. candy. But like you horrible. said, Steve, horrible.
2: Not unlike the uh, uh, the butterscotch thing. You could if this had sat around for a little while. If you pull out one piece, you're pulling out like a one pound lump. Yeah. of them all it's, stuck together. It, it's just
5: it's disgusting. It, it, it's the the, the the flavors are all terrible.
2: Uh, but I do like those raspberry ones, Casey. I'll agree with you on that.
5: Yeah. Sixth place is
2: chocolate orange. I don't uh, like chocolate oh, orange. I, I, I like do. Get oh. the hell out of here with that. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right with those. It's Nick, the you
5: the know chocolate. the orange
2: ball where you have to yeah. smash
5: oh, the top yeah. of it? Yeah. I, it I don't oh. like those. Yeah. Get away. Get away <laughs> with it. Yeah. Take your chocolate orange. Get packets. away from me. All of you. bring bringing all of those candies. Get away from me. <laughs> An orange with chocolate? Get away. Yeah. You uh, filthy bum. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you with your chocolate orange.
2: Uh, I like him. I'm with Nick. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in I Nick's hate camp. him. Nick camp. Marissa? Go to hell. We, we need a tiebreaker. Well, it's not a tie. You guys are outnumbered. We need somebody to jump in to make this a tie.
10: I've never had one.
5: Oh, That's a vote right. right. for no. I'm <laughs> telling you. But
10: I've
5: never... Uh, it's You're a, a coward. <laughs> You're a creep creme bum. You're a creep.
10: <laughs> it's never appealed to me, so I'll say no. Yeah.
5: Appeal, get it? <gasps> Hey, I get it. Okay. All
2: right. So, yeah, that is on. it's at number six. Fifth place are peeps
5: because they have they creeped have into... Peeps? They, they yeah. have creeped, yes. You're a creep. You're a Christmas peep. peep. They have creeped into... <laughs> 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 That's into what you want, lottie. I I bet I was a cop for 50 years. I can tell a Christmas peep when I say one. You're a crumb creep. Creme Christmas peep. Peep. Hey, you know what else has creeped into Christmas? Uh, Zittner's
6: eggs. Uh, I could have sworn- really shut sworn- up. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. No,
5: Rizzo. I'll break it over your head. I'll break it <laughs> over your head with them. Uh, that's well, actually, you know, who's got to be freaking out over that is Jackie Bam Bam. He's a Zittner fan like and crazy. And that's how
6: I found out because I guess somebody uh. let him know and and he. Actually- hey Casey,
5: you know what? It's the most delicious candy
3: you'll ever taste. Uh, get it? I get it. Says it right on the box.
2: All right, lick so- my log. So peeps,
3: it's a less subtle.
2: Fifth place of the least. <laughs> Liked Christmas candies. Fourth place is it says reindeer corn. So candy corn that comes in Christmas oh, colors. Come on. Stop it! Hey, that's fun to say. Candy corn that comes in Christmas colors. Um, I've never seen Rubber that. Remember Baby Buggy Bumpers? I've never seen that. Uh, we're looking at pictures. I don't want right to see it. I don't. I don't know. Get away from me. Get it out. Get, get it out of here. Get away from <laughs> me. I'll
5: take you out back against that wall and I'll beat you up next to the chocolate oranges.
2: Mm. Third place, okay. Shut up. Oh no! Lifesaver storybooks. I was just, uh-huh. I was just oh, reminiscing like about it. how great those are. Wait, hang it was on. Then now. that Preston
5: realized he liked a crappy candy. Okay. <laughs>
6: no. I-, I thought as we were getting to the top, it was the, the most... top will
5: be the worst. Yeah. Oh, I thought
6: it was the most like least like candy.
5: The most
7: like no. least like. <laughs> yeah. No,
5: it
6: is
7: the worst Christmas candy. <laughs> that seems like a
6: counterproductive
7: it list. It does. Will be number one. <laughs> the most
5: least like candy.
6: Well then right. that would be the least like candy, but so it's th- the most likely. Like.
5: This Preston's beloved lifesavers is actually very uh is, is high on the list of not liked. Yes, correct. No. Yes. It's the best at not being liked.
2: Yeah. It's sad. Right. Sad. It excels at being horrible. Um second place. Now somebody's gonna have to look this up. It just says Christmas nougat candy.
5: Well, this is kind of generic. <laughs> nougat. Sugar based Christmas candy. I think the next pet I get, I'm gonna name nougat. Yeah, Mere here, nougat.
3: Oh yeah, how do you pronounce this? Uh, this brand is it, Brock's? Yeah, Brock's. Okay, uh, uh,
5: yeah. I no. Okay. Again, that's right in the hard candy realm. It so, sucks. Well, it's it. They actually dissolve
2: oh. uh, quicker than your standard hard candy. So we'll describe this. It looks like the standard peppermints, the round yeah. individual peppermints that you can get, but it has a little Christmas tree at the center. And so, calling it a nougat, it's that, it's that stuff that'll, it's a little more chalky. It's stupid. No. It will dissolve more quickly. I'll tell you what, what happens
5: when you have it in your mouth, and there, there's certain ridges. You're right. Certain parts of the candy dissolve quicker. Yeah, it becomes porous very quickly. Right, yes, yes, yes. And right. that, that was actually kind of fun. So,
10: yeah. when I think of Christmas nougat, I think of terone, which is an Italian, um, it, it's called nougat. It's like, uh, oh, Nick Murphy, what's terone? Do you know? Uh-huh. It's, it's like this Italian candy. I don't
5: know. You buy it at Bruno's every year. <laughs> that's right. all I know. <laughs> Nick Murphy's an expert. Nick, what do you think? He's uh, Italian. He
7: lives in South Philly. Uh, just because
5: he's Italian, he doesn't know everything about it. nougat.
10: <laughs> well, it's, uh, uh, you buy it at oh, Bruno's every year. I remember these. It has like nuts in it, and I don't no, know. It's like yeah. that melt in your mouth kind of candy. It,
2: it's very, um, it's solid, but it's very very oh, light, oh, yes, it, yeah, and, and it dissolves. It dissolves quickly in, in your mouth. I know no, what you're no, talking no, the about
10: the photo you have up. Is not no, no that does I, not do it I'd
2: rather eat blood clots. Look on Nick's <laughs> laptop, that's that's what it is. It almost looks like no, it's hard to explain. It looks like white fruitcake. No. No, no, no,
10: no, no, it's not fruitcake. Because I it's know
2: it's not fruitcake, fruit cake. I'm looking at pictures of it. it's got nuts in it. Yes, yeah, yes. I'd rather eat baby snot. <laughs> it
4: reminds me of the cooked fruit,
2: <laughs> it reminds you of cooked fruit,
4: yeah, like the, the other one that they pulled up here. It oh, had yeah. like those colored. <sighs> squares in it. That's disgusting. Can you That's find horrible. a better
2: picture yeah, for these uh, people
4: so it, it, like, they understand?
10: Pulls apart. there you go. Yeah, when, when no. you like pull it it's like becomes stretchy. Mm-hmm.
6: Uh, I yeah. actually
2: don't hate that. That stuff's not bad. I hate it. It just
10: has to be fresh. It has to be soft.
2: Uh the fresher it is, the better? Yes. Yeah. Right. And then uh first place of worst Christmas candy, this is the worst of of the worst. Okay, here we go. Um and according to candystore.com Cherry cordials. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Is that essentially chocolate covered uh, cherries?
5: Yes. With all the juice in it. Uh, I am not I don't like those. No. I'm not fully opposed to the, it depending them. them. depending on who makes them. Depending on who makes them. I've always hated them. Get away from me. <laughs> the um, cherry cordials. Yeah, they 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 taste cheap.
2: Um and be cordial all you want, I'm still gonna put your my foot up your ass. All that juice runs all over Ew. the place. Yeah. You know what? My my mm-hmm. mom and sister love those. Dude, oh, mm-hmm. yeah.
4: Kind of like cooked fruit. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Kind of like cooked fruit. <laughs> I got an email from the other day and oh, someone yeah. was like, uh, 100% with you on the cooked fruit. So, oh. I think even, there are other people. Even cold
5: cooked fruit. Yeah. Co-
4: if, any, if, if it's, it's gone cooked, through cooked any, I'm out. I am out.
5: You well, need to understand any me. aspect of cooking that is involved with this fruit, Kathy will hate the fruit. Yeah.
4: Like, <laughs> even those little pastries. Case, I think you used to like them. Like, um, it was, almost had, like, a pastry shell around it and either had, like, cherries in it or apples in it.
6: And Are you talking about Danish?
4: No, not Danish. It came in a package.
5: <laughs> it's one of those foods Anyways, that comes in a package.
4: Anyway, pastry shells. Okay. it was, like, even, the, and that would, you would eat that cold? No. Yeah. no. 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 What about
5: Pop-Tarts with fruit filling?
4: Um, no. I didn't hate Pop-Tarts, okay. but it was never, like, a thing a of mine. I didn't, yeah, okay. I didn't love it.
2: What about if they were toasted and warm? Uh,
4: like same thing i could give or take yeah i don't
2: care
6: okay all right what is your favorite candy that you associate with christmas time christmas uh
2: i i can't think of ones other than the the list that we've gone through because like steve was saying i normally don't think of candy i don't Around yeah. Christmas. So, Be my mom you. always
6: had candy dishes out. So, I, ha- I have without a doubt a number one for me, and that's the Rocher.
5: My mother would put bread bowls out. Bread
6: bowls. I don't, I don't even know I what a
2: Rocher is. Oh, I don't. I hate
6: those. They're gold wrapped, like them. hazelnut candy things. Oh. They yeah. advertise them a lot during Christmas,
5: too. Mm-hmm. And they're always at, at hoity toity parties yeah. As, yeah. as if this, this, only a, a Bill and Melinda Gates serve these. Well, you see them sometimes built
2: as like a Christmas tree, yeah. like built yeah. up like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm uh, I'm okay. With I like hazelnuts, and yeah. I don't even like them. I yeah. Uh, okay, but that that reminds that's a Christmas uh, thing for you. Yeah, Christmas we candy. all.
6: And so also, what we used to always have were uh, mixed nuts with the nutcracker. Um, and I, you know, mm. I would go to town on walnuts and all that. and Would almonds. you use the nutcracker? You'd have yeah. nuts yeah. stuffed
5: in your mouth all day long.
6: Yeah, but the all right. So what are those nuts that are? It's. Uh, the shell is brown.
2: It's like brown and Brazil it's like a... Nut. S- is it a Brazil nut? Yep. Pine nut. <laughs> Pine nut. Uh, those are good. They're they're meaty. I mean, they're really... They're yeah. big. You I like meaty nuts. I love meaty <laughs> Jesus, nuts. <man>. Christ. <laughs> there it is. Oh, my God. Hey, here's a Godiva Ultimate Chocolate Packet for $175. I was
1: interested in purchasing some meaty nuts.
2: Um, by the way, speaking of nutcrackers, I saw it was, a, it was a list of... It was a, a visual thing. We couldn't do yeah. it on the air. It's a picture. I wanted to... to show it to Marissa because we have a little bit of an age difference and I wanna see if there are things that she recognized or that wouldn't she wouldn't recognize right. but one of them with the old school nutcracker. Not like the, the one with the face. and yes. the, the soldier. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, it was always like an exercise device. Two pieces of metal yep. with a hinge on it. And you yeah. P- and, I love and, those walnuts. And, but it also came with, you remember the little picks that would yes. come with it too? You have to scoop out the nut. Looks like something you that a dentist would use on no. your teeth. No. Yes. no. he's not kidding. So that was part these, of the they, device. they had a little thing that was separate from that. So you'd crack the nut with the, with the little okay. thing with the hinge on it. And It'll, then you scoop. Mainly for walnuts. Yeah. And pecans, I guess, too. But then you would... Would use this little pick to to get. The, I love uh, those. We would have, out. in fact, press we, we had a whole set of them. We right? had the
5: bowl of walnuts and yeah. we had the 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 the, the crusher yeah. on top of it. Yeah, and the little picks. Um, so I'm a picking and I'm a crusher. I'm a crushing nut.
7: <laughs> I'm a nut crusher. Yeah.
5: <laughs> hey, Earl, you like meaty nuts? Uh, okay. Ooh. Okay.
2: Hang on. Let me go to Michelle. Hi, Michelle. You're on the air. Good morning.
9: Hi, sorry to bother
2: you at work. No, it's all good. All right, so you wanted to mention a Christmas candy, because we normally don't think of Christmas as a candy time.
9: Yes, my grandmother would make peanut brittle every Christmas, Mm. and that was such a treat, yeah.
2: Let me ask you guys a question. Have you ever had fresh, still warm peanut brittle? Yes. It is out freaking standing i wasn't crazy about it
5: oh my god but you're more of a peanut person you like <sighs> big meaty
2: nuts i do like big meaty nuts michelle would you sometimes have it when it was still warm like right when she would make it uh, yeah oh
9: that was, that
2: was amazing yeah agreed all right thank you michelle so yeah the way they make that is they pour it out on um on like granite and then it it, it sits there and then it cools and then they they crack it you take a little hammer and you bust it up but I, my dad and I, this is when we went, we took our trip out west, and we were in some small town, and whatever. One of the things this this old store did was they made fresh peanut brittle, and when you get it and it's still warm, it is. Oh man, I've forgotten how much I love peanut. Kristen so.
5: Chenoweth <clears throat> hosts a. Uh, it's a holiday based Christmas candy show, and they. I think they made brittle on one episode. Uh, Preston, you would have freaked out, but yeah. I mean, it's um, yeah, it's cool how a lot of this stuff is made. Here's another one. Nick just pulled up non
3: I associate
2: that with Christmas. Okay. I, that's, isn't that shampoo? My daughter that's is prel. allergic to non Really? It's very bizarre. That's an odd allergy. Isn't it, though? She can't have anything with non on them. Interesting. non are just these little round wow. doodads, uh, for lack of a better word, that that's go on word. top of candy. <laughs>
5: that's hmm.
2: Usually like yeah.
5: um, snow caps.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh the, the little uh, like uh, quasi sugary cluster. Yeah, those little dots. What? I like I snow wonder what's in Are it the... I don't know. Maybe the food dye. Heroin. Yeah, yeah but then that heroin. would mean
4: that she wouldn't be able to eat other things with food dye in it. I'm
2: but, no doctor. I don't know. Uh, Your mom's the doctor. Let me ask my <laughs> mom. <laughs> yeah. Like Rochelle's
7: allergic to the ass cancer. Oh, Rochelle's
2: allergic to cilantro. Not so <laughs> Uh, which is kind of an odd thing. Yeah, it is. It as well. Or at least it gives her the craps. That's, I don't know if she's allergic to it, but gives her the squirts.
4: There's a sensitivity.
2: There's a sensitivity. Thank you. That, I should have said it that way.
4: Excuse me, I'm
2: sensitive to cilantro. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I should have warned you to wear a smock.
2: Okay. Um, so Being anyhow, gentle. that's one that uh, that's on the list.
5: I think as far as, as, far as Christmas candies, Preston, they all go to chocolate. Like, uh, for example, uh, Godiva or anything like that. Yeah. But, uh, again, I st- I'm... I'm I'm working the uh, the baked goods, the chocolate chip cookies and the chocolate drop cookies, stuff like that.
2: Okay, so I thought of another one that used to be a bit of a treat. Uh, they are it, it's it's a type of thing you make at home, and they are it's like a checks, uh, 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 ri- oh. rice checks. I know what you mean. That have chocolate and, and they're
4: peanut. dusted. Yes. And,
2: and yeah, and oh yep, nutty my. buddy. Is that what that's
4: called? I think so. Well, you
6: can buy Nutty Buddies. That was no, my I side action. Make, I've,
4: Preston, you just reminded me. I used to make it every Christmas. I so gotta what's get what's a that. Nutty
2: Buddy? Yeah. yeah. So uh,
4: it's you. You literally use the the cereal, the Chex Mix cereal, and it's like peanut butter, melted chocolate, and powdered sugar. Powdered basically. sugar. Yeah. <gasps> mm-hmm.
7: That's so good. This yeah, one's got
3: M and M's in it, Kath. This ooh. this recipe. Okay. My uh, sister
4: makes
6: Buckeyes. You guys ever have a
2: Buckeyes? Yeah,
5: those are good. They yeah, are my mom goes. So, so. and, and is that around this time of year? Around this is time of year. Is that caramel with, like, white stuff in the middle of it?
6: No, it is. Uh, it's basically, like, peanut butter graham crackers, like, all, like, crushed up together into these little balls and then dipped in chocolate. Yep. Does um, anybody
5: know what I'm talking about? It's like a caramel... And then the middle is like a um, yes.
2: A what, is, it, what is a, that? Uh,
5: like a it's almost like a
2: marshmallow. Type exactly. Of yeah. Exactly. Are, that's another old person. Oh. <laughs> uh,
5: that's oh, like brown cream. Make sure you cream. grab some while you're going out. Yeah. Hey, I I, I got some very meaty nuts for you.
4: Wait, like a cow tail almost? Yes. Yes. Yeah.
2: Okay. A little bit like that. Uh, let me go to Bob. Uh, Bob, you're on the air. Good morning, sir.
8: Hey, hi, Grandma. Nice. Hi,
7: Grandma. Bob. What's up, hi, Bob? Hi,
8: mom All right, so my mom makes this stuff she calls Christmas crack. You lay out a tray of saltines, and you melt butter, caramel, and chocolate on top in the oven oh, yes. for about 15 minutes, okay. and they call it crack for a reason. You can't
5: stop once you start. Because they also cover it in crack. I, my my, my See, father used to do, just as a, as a as a snack, a, a savory uh, treat, he'd take crackers and garlic, salt, and butter, mm-hmm. and bake them. Yep. We should just put butter
7: on yeah, and
2: put them see, in the oven. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, let me go to uh, Dan. Hey, Dan, good morning.
8: Good morning. Sorry to bother you at work.
2: Nah, you're okay. What's up, buddy?
8: Awesome. All right. When we were kids, um, I remember glass candy. It's come candy. in all the bright colors, red, green, white, clear.
5: That wasn't candy. Your parents were feeding you broken glass. <laughs> nah, nah. It was stained glass. <laughs> now, well, so what was, it, what was it made out of?
8: I think it was just like sugar, but it came in different colors. Different shapes, like around Christmas, you'd have the Blessed Mother and lamb. Oh, and I know what he's talking. Like oh, we're, we're
5: looking at something I now that I think is about. what you're talking about. Yeah, so it, yes. it sort of looks like stained glass.
8: Yeah, looks Yeah, you see through it and all. Okay. It's real tasty. Grandma had that all the time.
5: Nice. Yeah. Ate yeah. it. So, so the Blessed
2: Mother. Somebody would actually make a rendition of Mary out of it.
8: Yeah, some sometimes there'd be a place you can buy the whole major scene. And they would like, come wow, in, like
4: say it? they would come in a tin.
5: Huh? Yeah. Go ahead. Get what she have to say. That I, I, cool. I, so, Thanks, Dan. Yeah. So I, so I had. Uh, we used to. My mother used to do the twelve station the Stations of the Cross with Moose Mix. It was amazing. Stop it. What was Moose Mix? Moose Mix. Oh, Moose, moose Mix. I'm sorry. Um,
4: wait. Okay. I need to correct myself. It's not Nutty Buddy. It's Muddy Buddies. That's what, Muddy Buddies. That's what the uh, yeah. the check cereal. Now,
2: what made me think of it was the the guy that said Christmas Crack because I've heard that yeah, referred to for it, that. Yeah. A, as well. And you just can't stop. It's so no. damn good. Mm. Uh, let me go to next. I have uh, Laurie. Hey, Laurie. Good morning.
9: Good morning. Hey, what's up, Laurie? Um, chocolate straws, or plantations, are called. Okay. They come in a can. They're like a hard candy with chocolate so do I.
3: filling. <laughs> I've had the ones that are called purulines. Have you had those? It's yes. like a, a cookie with. Um, I love those, straw. Nick.
5: Nick yeah. Those are really good. And when they have the, the it's sort of like a um, a hazelnut. In the middle. In the middle.
2: Yeah, But, yeah. but
5: Darren, these are, I mean, uh, Lori, these are uh,
2: these are hard candy?
9: Yeah, they're a hard oh. candy. Bergen's oh. in, um, I don't know what it's considered, down by Montgomery County Community College, they sell them, and you can only get them at Christmas time. They're like a hard candy with a chocolate filling in them, but the filling is hard, so it's
5: like a,
7: hmm.
9: you bite into them, and then the chocolate melts in your mouth. They're, okay.
5: They're- unless, you know, unless they don't got meaty nuts, I'm, nah, I don't want yeah. them. <laughs> Get away from me. Um, wow. Wow, but, God, I didn't realize there were so many holiday-related candies. Wait a minute. Have you ever heard of this, gelt? Hang on, I'm going to go to Heather. Hi, Heather. Good morning.
9: Good morning, you guys. Rock.
2: Oh, thank you, Heather. All right, gelt.
9: Okay, so, us Jewish kids, we got gypped.
7: All right.
9: Granted, there's eight nights of Hanukkah. Yeah. However, there are these little... Bags like mesh gold bags with gold coins. Sure,
2: uh, okay. I like those. Yeah, you use them when you when you play dreidel. Yeah.
9: Uh, you like them? <laughs> I'm sitting here salivating because you guys get all this wonderful Christmas candy, and this is why me as a Jew, I love
5: Christmas. Well,
6: candy. I will say that the the candy, the the chocolate. Quality in those things is not really that great. You can uh,
5: get them, yeah. You can get. No, you're right. They're very chalky candy. But however, if you, you they do make them with dark chocolate, mm. which is a little known fact. Mm. But is it hey, kosher? Steve, That's the. Key. It's probably not kosher. Yeah. yeah. Wait, Steve.
7: If if
9: you find them, please let me know. I will okay, let you know. Nice. Absolutely.
2: Thanks, I yes. Appreciate it. Uh, okay, let me go. To, let me get of this. Hi, Karen. Good morning.
9: Good morning.
2: Uh, so we were talking about Christmas candy or little things that you make around the holidays. Uh, you know, we've, we've covered cookies before, but what did you want to share?
9: Okay, so I make a uh, Christmas kind of candy called white trash.
2: White trash. Huh. Huh. Okay, yes, interesting. Sir. What is this? Okay.
9: So it's the salty and sweet combination. Okay. So it has Captain Crunch cereal. It has uh, peanuts. It has broken up little pretzel sticks. So you have to break up your pretzel sticks, and then you mix all this with um, melted white chocolate. So you could buy the, you know, the white chocolate chips and melted right. microwave. Yeah. Mix all that together, spread it on a sheet, on a cookie sheet. It just it cools off quickly, and then you break off chunks. Oh. So you have the salty and the sweet. And hmm. it is oh, wonderful. okay,
2: <laughs> okay. So you know the um, Hershey's makes that that golden uh, yes. thing. Yep. That's a little bit similar to that because there's some pretzel in it. There's some white chocolate in it. I don't think mm-hmm. there's coconut or, or Captain, Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch no. But, no, but Captain Crunch, yeah. Okay. But you know what? I'm game. I would try that in a heartbeat, Karen.
6: Yeah, I would only do it if it was with regular chocolate. I can't stand white chocolate. I just can't do it. Uh, it's it's too
2: sweet. Yeah. I think it's too
9: sweet. Oh.
5: You know what though? It's really cut by the the salt. No, no, yeah. I could see that being a, a mitigating like that. factor. That's why I like
2: that Hershey's yeah. uh, thing. I was I was skeptical. I'm like, man, it's really good. So all right, you, yeah. you, you know, I, I freely it. admit,
5: it. I uh, Captain Captain Crunch, the actual crunch itself, the actual cereal cereal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it's not bad. Okay.
2: It's good. Yeah.
6: Yeah. yeah. All right. So they they brought up a picture of that uh, those chocolate straws. That that was the candy I was t- talking about. That uh, is sort of thing. <laughs> like,
2: those are hard candy.
6: Yeah. I, oh, my God. They're terrible. That is my least favorite of all Christmas candies. Plantation,
2: is... chocolate, chocolate. Okay. I've never heard of those before. It's also a bad name. And that's yeah. your absolute worst. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Interesting. Well, this was according uh, to a website.
7: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I lost
2: it.
5: Sorry. It's, it's, it's a yeah. real thing.
7: Now here it, it, it is. Uh,
2: it? Candystore.com. All right. Uh, I just thought that would be fun to share. We're going to take a break. we be right back.
1: What's going on in the world of rock? You'll find it at WMMR.com, your one stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know. WMMR.com, where FOMO goes to die.
13: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans.
0: I'm kidding! Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win sweepstakes, and you could win up to ten thousand dollars cash or twenty twenty-four Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinandWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles.
2: Window Nation. You feeling the heat? Mm, Are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution? Call my friends at Window Nation for new energy efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double hung sliders. 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you.
13: Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
1: Now, WMMR presents Desire.
13: Preston and Steve's
7: bizarre
3: final. Brought to you by Rita's. Head to Rita's for a five-layer gelati. Back for a limited time only. Enjoy your favorite ice flavors with an extra layer of creamy custard to build your own masterpiece. Got a lot of explosions
2: uh, in the bizarre file this morning, and one of them, uh, Friday night, took the lives of two residents at their home. Curtis Allen Ronning and Christine Marie DeBuff were the owners of the... Rye Gate Bar and Cafe. DeBuff and Ronning were in Billings, Montana. Prior to the explosion to get groceries for the cafe, when they returned home, uh, they smelled gas. So they attempted to shut off the gas valves, open up the windows in the mobile home. After attempting to air out their home, Olson said that they went to the bar, this is the uh, sheriff, uh, said they went to their bar and cafe. (laughs) And according to people at the bar, Ronning had mentioned that his home smelled like gas or propane. Shortly after the trip home, it exploded. Oh. Uh, maybe a half hour that they had uh, gotten home and closed the house up, there was a buildup of gas. I think I think... <laughs> a furnace or another source could have ignited the gas, causing the explosion. Two nearby residents who noticed the explosion attempted to rescue, running and DeBuff, uh, but were unsuccessful. One of the men received second-degree burns to his hand and severe laceration as the roof fell in on him while he was inside. We're looking at a picture of the site, Preston, and it's, it's- just... Decimated, it Completely totaled. Uh, the other man received second-degree burns as well. Both had to be from the home and taken to the hospital. They have since been released.
5: Do you go into hyper-panic mode the second you smell anything like that? Oh, a, yeah. I'm like, I'm like a yeah. bloodhound.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure.
5: terrified of uh, the house going up. Yep. A Michigan
2: high school student accidentally detonated a homemade explosive device that he brought to school on Monday morning. Mm. It was bring your own uh, explosive to school, device yeah. to school day. Yeah. ...injuring himself and four classmates. Police responded to...
7: Hey, mister! Uh, <laughs>
2: ...Nuego High School in West Central Michigan... Hey, mister! ...after a report of an explosion inside a classroom. A 16-year-old student had accidentally detonated a homemade explosive device that he brought to the school. The device detonated inside a classroom. There were in- injuring that kid and four classmates that were sitting nearby. Oh. School administrators dialed 911. Schools immediately evacuated and students were transferred... Uh, to the bus garage as emergency services arrived on scene, and they did a lockdown in the in- the entire sure. district.
5: Uh, based on the, You'd initial- you think you'd know that you weren't supposed to bring a bomb to school.
2: Based on the initial investigation, it appears the student had no ill intent and did not intend to detonate the device. The 16-year-old was taken to the hospital for moderate to severe injuries that four students were taken to the hospital by their parents for minor injuries. And I don't know if this kid's going to face any disciplinary actions because of that or not. Now, police said a. Now, this is a different kind. Not really an explosion, but there's an explosive element to it. Police said a suspected drunk driver crashed into an artillery piece at the Veterans Memorial Park Plaza Sunday night in Oregon. Police identified the driver' vehicle as 42 year old Michael Hines, uh, who was behind uh, who was in uh, his car with a passenger. Uh, Steve Andregan said that he had restored the 75-millimeter pack howitzer back in 2015. Oh boy. They claimed that the history of the piece goes uh, farther back than World War II, but apparently this guy slammed into the howitzer <laughs> destroyed, wrecked his car. Residents yeah. say they were shocked when they saw that the howitzer was missing from the park on Monday. Uh, they took the howitzer to the Springfield <laughs> Operations Yard on Monday. Gibson said that the city... Uh, does plan to fix the piece and have it restored to its original position as soon as possible. Uh, The driver and passenger involved in the car crash were taken to a medical center for treatment but were reported (gasps) to have no life-threatening injuries.
5: It looked so cool prior to the... (laughs) But
2: this guy will always have the story to tell that he crashed into a howitzer (laughs) one day. A judge ordered a psychological evaluation to help determine the competency, uh, competency of a Florida man charged with having... Sexual contact with a large with a pair of large stuffed animals at a Target store. Uh, during a hearing, this is a follow up because yeah. we've had this story before. Uh, Judge Kathy Ann M- uh, McKiton had appointed a psychologist to examine Cody Meter, who is 22 years old. He has been charged with criminal mischief and exposure of sexual organs. A further hearing. Uh, Meter's ability to stand trial has been scheduled for next month. So a Target loss prevention officer told cops that he watched as Meter took a stuffed unicorn oh, yeah. to the children's bedding department where he exposed himself and took the unicorn and placed it against his genitals and began a sexual motion oh, like yeah. the subject was trying to have sex with the unicorn. Oh, yeah. uh, the Target employee said that when he walked into the aisle where Meter was, he stopped and placed the unicorn back on the shelf. Meter then wandered, uh, wearing shorts, by the way, and a Star Wars t-shirt, then went to the front of the store, picked up an Olaf snowman Uh, stuffed animal, and began having sex with this stuffed animal, and it was all on video, by the way. (laughs) Now, it's very graphic in its description of this, but I will paraphrase. The subject finished having sex with the stuffed animal, and let's just put it this way, he went the distance on this thing. He let it go. And he let it go. Really? Absolutely! Oh, yes. My God. I mean, if you're going to go for it, uh, <laughs> while meter was engaged in the with the Olaf doll, go, yes.
7: <laughs>
2: uh, police were already. Police were en route to the store after watching the video.
7: A cop reported that.
2: Meter could uh, be seen on top of the Olaf doll behind the table display. <laughs> he was face down and appeared to be, quote, humping the doll. When Meter was finished, the cop added he got up off the floor. Jesus wiped Christ. off the doll.
8: Oh, oh good. I love selling
2: that. Upon begin to reading his rights, Meter admitted to, quote, doing stupid stuff. <laughs> and then I can't even say what he said after this. Uh, it's so funny though. It. He n u t t
5: e d on oh, the Olaf. Oh my god! Well, uh, that, that sounds that's, very that's Disney-esque. Yeah, yeah. so. Uh So, point of clarification here: is he then at this point a plushie <laughs> or a furry? Oh, he's no. a. Do
2: you
7: want a snowman?
5: <laughs> uh,
2: he's. I think that's a. I think that's a plush. That's a plushie, right? A yeah. furry
5: is someone who dresses up. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right, and. All right, is that all we're going to do? Yeah, we'll do one more straight That's that's a crescendo there. Yeah, but we'll cleanse the palate a little bit here with this. New Hampshire State Troopers working together on Route 8 stopped a blur and got a Massachusetts man man to pull over and stop after being clocked driving 142 miles per hour. 142 miles per hour. Yeah, when uh, Troopers got the uh, Porsche to pull over on the side of the toll plaza, they arrested 20-year-old Christopher and Frenn who now faces reckless driving charge in New Hampshire, could result in a minimum fine of $500 to a suspension of license for six months. Uh, He's a Porsche fan. He's got stuff like this all over his social media of him uh, driving these cars fast. Uh, He was released from jail, on bail, and will face charges in court this coming May, 142 miles an hour. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second lesson. Questions up next with trash and Music News. So stay with us.
1: Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. The trash business is a gold oh mine. Ninety three three WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
3: Recoup in for the best of Preston and Steve, and this edition of your Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Helium Comedy Club. Bringing the laughs to Philly for many years, Helium Comedy has the best comics of today and tomorrow live every week. Tickets in lineup at heliumcomedy.com.
5: What's up, Steve? <laughs> a big story. Hollywood Life magazine reporting that Lori Laughlin was spotted looking sad while walking oh. with a yoga mat in Los Angeles. Now, experts say a look of sadness can be brought on by a general feeling of unhappiness or a recent physical pain like stubbing one's toe. Yeah. So that's that story.
4: <laughs> sad.
5: Kristen, yeah, it's this was the yeah. lead article. She looks <laughs> sad. sad. Kristen Stewart showing up to a press conference in Toronto for a new movie Seaburg wearing a black blazer with nothing underneath. Stewart says she uses fashion to make statements. Statements like, hey, look at my cans.
15: Yeah. Oh, my. And God. finally,
5: Kanye West has purchased a 9,000 acre, $14 million ranch in Wyoming. Kanye explained the purchasing. His dream has always been to one day settle down and raise unicorns. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, he's a Philadelphia legend,
2: and he. We is, love him going to be performing on, uh, let's see, wow, Saturday, Uh, Saturday, yeah, at the Hard Rock in Atlantic City. Tell me, I told you, I got a Twitter alert this morning that he was tweeting about us, and it was ridiculous early. We hadn't even started the show. It was like 5.30 this morning. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what he's doing up at that hour, but (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, the one and only
11: Mr.
7: Bob Saget is joining us.
11: Preston, Steve, I don't know what to say. And to hear five people applaud in the morning makes yeah. me feel like I'm on South Park. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I am so stupid. I, I got up, as I do at my elderly age, to go to the bathroom, and I said, hey, you know what, I'll tweet the show. That'll be great. And right. then I put, I'll be on at 7 a.m., because that's L.A. time, and I forgot that there is a time difference. Yes. <laughs> but I was I was
2: shocked. So that would have been uh, for the, yeah, we would have been up at like 2 o'clock in the morning doing that this morning. Yeah. In the morning. I
11: watched the movie Mank last night, because I wanted to know how how good Hollywood used to be.
7: <laughs>
5: <laughs> All right, let me ask you, Bob. I couldn't sleep. <laughs> How are you
11: guys doing? We're, How are you? We're good.
5: doing well. And, and uh, I wanted to ask you, by the way, because it's the story of Bankowitz who wrote the screenplay for it. Not to go off on a, on, on this tangent. No, but I love the ta- love. Yeah. I am tangents. <laughs> are you, if I contend, a lot of people, you know, when they finally see Citizen Kane, they get dismissive of it. It is a masterpiece, is it not? It is worth I, it? I believe it is. Okay. I believe it is. And, and it Bob did a Sands. lot
11: for snow globes. Yeah. <laughs> it was... <laughs> Yeah. And sl- sleds. sleds. Sleds went up. Were those the tchotchkes they sold for the... <laughs> <laughs> that was the merch in the, right out in the, uh, the man Chinese... Chinese yeah. Theater. So All is, the radio stations <laughs> in the area, they got sink,
6: uh, snow globes sure. and They sleds. got snow globes yeah. and rosebud
11: sleds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I can't think of a lot of other RKO pictures except for two more that Orson Welles made after that. But Yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, but it, that has nothing to do... And You got to talk to my friend Bill Burrow this morning, who yeah. is uh, going to be where I'm going to be Saturday. He's going to be there in September, and he is... He's one of my favorite people on the planet.
2: Well Yeah, he was being very humble about uh Casey had mentioned that, you know, he's kinda in the in that top uh upper, upper echelon of,
11: yeah. of yeah, uh, he's like Bob in the Sagan range. Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't uh, I, w- I would put him higher than me and, and he would also. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most people would, Bob. I, I was actually talking to him. He was over my house. I'm sorry, you were gonna say something about Bill. No. Go ahead. What you just how great he is? Yeah, no, oh, I was, was just, just going to say,
2: you know, he he won't. Um, he doesn't accept that uh, uh, that that he's at that level, which is you know healthy, I think, for somebody in in the entertainment industry, in any industry, uh, to realize mm-hmm. that you can always be better and so on. But uh, yeah, he was he was kind of
11: um, uh, humble about that. Yes, that self deprecating, but he's one of the best, man. He is one of the best, and and I was there. I was on before at the Twitter Center in Camden when he had that uh, that opium Anthony virus set. Oh, oh that people legendary! Booed. Yeah, I was standing backstage. I was standing next to Jeff Wills, the head of Live Nation Comedy. I was under the monitor and watching it. And I'm going, "This is going great." And, you know, <laughs> I said, "This is amazing. This is exactly what I would do if I was going to get booed." But I was, I had a sweet spot in the show, like right in the middle. Yeah. So by then they'd been, they got tired of booing people. You know, it was kind of what we call <laughs> herds now. It wasn't a herd. It was just. Booers, <laughs> and he, they just—he uh, got off stage in a cold sweat. He said, "Did you see that? That was terrible." I said, "Bill, you literally just made history. That—that what—that video is going to roll forever." I, I saw
5: a- you. I think you're on Rogan describing the whole situation, and that, that right. like the comedians all actually something that was promising to be so cool and fraternal turned out to be a, a nightmare like platoon and mm-hmm. and you said in that moment he secured his legend by take and the fact that um he had he was dissecting everything that that you know we hold dear and the and you could win over an audience by throwing it back in their face was just an amazing thing.
11: But- he roasted them in the way that roast. Well, it was cruel what he did, <laughs> but, but but you know, roast used to be meant yes. not to be televised, not to be recorded. They were recorded some of them, but they you know when I was roasted on Comedy Central, that should not have been televised. That should have been just for a bunch of people that want to hear that kind of language, because it was, you know, it crossed the line. It was on after 11 or 12. Sure. Clips run out of context now. It's, you know, but Bill basically said the worst things you could about (laughs) my hometown people (laughs) in my loving Philly. And uh, it was hilarious because he was unrelenting. He would go five minutes, four minutes, (laughs) three minutes. You know, I'm doing all 15. You deserve it, you know. And what I was going to say was he was over my house. We were smoking a cigar not long ago because that's the best way to get COVID. So we wanted to try that. (laughs) And um, and we're sitting there talking. And I said, you know, I'm going to be 65 in May, Bill. And, you know, it's so interesting. I got a lot of things starting for me. now. I'm going to direct a movie later in the year. I was just in a movie. And it's things, you know, I haven't even done what I came here to do yet. And he looked at me, he, he, he exhaled smoke, and he said, well, you better effing hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I said, I'm not dying, man. I mean, you know, I know Norman Lear. He's not you're, a,
5: you're just yeah, looking I, I, for a nice a nice little exchange with a friend and a heart-to-heart, and he basically exactly. says you're about to die.
11: <laughs> yeah, telling him that, that I've got all this great work I'm about to do that I've never done. Because I, what I share with Bill is the love of stand-up, what yeah. I share with with everybody, all the people that do it for the right reasons. Uh, And it's been hard on a lot of comedians that haven't been able to even make a living, but I'm very fortunate, and Bill is on fire. Um, In fact, I've got to leave and put him out. But Bill is, (laughs) because he played a firefighter in Pete's movie, but... um, But that makes no sense. See, (laughs) it's not always good. Well, let me let me tell you this.
5: (laughs) I will tell you this, and everyone wants to ask you a question, but I'll tell you this. I, I think things. You know, oh, you mentioned COVID and all that stuff. The things that we that everyone is sort of looking for as those flags that we're returning to normalcy. Rock concerts and music and, and stand-up and going out to see stuff like that, live shows. And you yeah. got that's at the heart of what has was so crippling for the the the, the comedians and musicians. And uh, I, I I obviously you're you proof positive as we're promoting your gig that we're turning around now.
11: I, I first thing I didn't know I was positive. I was told I would test it negative, but thank <laughs> you. And I'm glad I heard it from you on the air. But uh, I am beyond thrilled i have had two injections i had them in my uh butt yeah i actually did the drive through so i i just uh <laughs> put your ass it out the window yeah i did the whole thing and they it wasn't there was a different cheek for each dose of the moderna but um yeah. i'll just go on more about that so what happened was i uh <laughs> i really know when to stop don't yeah. I? anyway but, but to go back and to be able to perform and it's not going to be Uh, loaded with people's, you know, they have to do the CDC guidelines. So people are going to wear masks and it's going to probably be half or less a third. I don't know what the thing is. We're doing two shows. My buddy Mike Young and I, Mike and I have toured for 10 years and um, he's he's doing really well, but we're on tour again because I just i am so, I haven't been this excited to do stand-up. I don't think ever. That's great. uh, Ever because they need it and yeah. I need it and yeah. and I get to I get to make people laugh and I'll be able to hear them through a mask you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: so, uh, Bob, in in the world of social media, when you're posting on Twitter and Instagram and you're posting these photos, you always have to be aware of what's going on in the background because people like to zoom in and oh you you left the toilet dispenser out and you know or whatever. But now you're doing these zoom interviews and clearly. You've given your background a lot of thought as well. And we've been doing this uh, with other Zoom interviews. Uh, So I'm noticing the stuff that is uh, neatly placed on the desk behind you. And I'm wondering if over your right shoulder, is that a Batmobile? I can't really
11: figure out what's going on all the way It looks like one, but you know what? I think it is. It is. Yes, it is. I would go get it, but I'm wired to the computer. So, (laughs) well, so Steve. If I leave, I drag the whole damn setup (laughs) off the thing. But on the other shoulder is Rodney Dangerfield, a gold medisee award from the UCLA Brain. Society, not society, it's not a society of brain people. Um, it's the brains, it's the brain, secret brain club. They're like <laughs> the uh, the, uh, the aliens from Mars attacks, uh, it's yeah, exactly. It's Mars attack, Pete but it's actually uh, was given to me by the people that run the brain ward and okay. the brain center at um, which is redundant because the brain, anyway, you know, you're right, you were right earlier. Tangents are not a good thing, <laughs> I really should have listened Don't right you know. when we started, but that was awarded to me by Joan Dangerfield, his widow, and a friend of mine, Joe Gray, at a big event, and I was—he was a good friend. I was—I um, officiated yeah. his funeral, yeah. And he started me out on the young comedian special when I was like 25, twenty-five, twenty. I remember, I Bob, remember. Yeah.
3: Bob, don't you have another piece of memorabilia from Rodney in your collection? Uh, something I
11: do. It's in the other room. There's a study behind here, and I've got uh, Rodney's uh, pot pipe, and that ah, came out right. on the on the Bill Burr, Burt Kreischer podcast, right. and I've got. A box that he kept all of his pot in and his actual wow. pot pipe and i'm i'm afraid you you can i got to hide just looking at it <laughs> well he was a lot of people don't know that
5: he was a, he was a very active pot smoker and that was his thing and he was uh you yeah. know i i wondered now, now bob with the strains and the potency levels how do, you, how do you think he would have held up against the current crop and strange. I don't think
11: he would have needed the brain surgery. I think it's, a, <laughs> I think literally he could have gone out a little more peaceful because it was elective brain surgery because it was something that was going to happen to him. All right. And, and I, I'm not big on elective brain surgery, just me personally, because that's why I stopped practicing yeah. brain surgery. <laughs> but um, he he was like, man, I'll tell you, I'll smoke pot every day. I don't care who knows. It. They're going to put it on my epitaph. And I'm like, I, I don't think you want that on YouTube. <laughs> but, well <laughs> actually on his Tombstone it says there goes the neighborhood cuz he's Aww. next to like Billy Wilder and Dean Martin and stuff. That's but, sensational. Um,
5: I want yeah. I wanted to, to just bring up uh, something because you uh you were mentioning directing and getting onto some projects you you're doing. Dirty Work was on the other night and and that you directed that Norm Macdonald is, is in it. And, yep. and I to me that and I know a lot of people feel this way that that is a cult status level movie uh do you ever get a chance i want to marry
11: you yeah, i want to marry you i am married my wife's out of town but if she comes back on sunday all so right. if we can get married right after i do the hard rock saturday
5: uh, it's just it, norm mcdonald is to me is just one of the greats as and I, I hold you in that that rare status as well as as far as what you do but the the union of you two and there's just, it's so wrong in all the right ways
11: well, it's really nice to hear you say that, and I will have something I'll be able to say in the months ahead that
5: ah.
11: is damn exciting. If you love that movie, all right, um, and it's not a flip book.
5: You know? <laughs> no, I,
11: I would not we're, be we're as coming excited. Coming out with a, a viewmaster, dirty Work. I used to no, love no, viewmasters. It, it, it is something that if it if we're, if we're doing what we're planning to do with with who we're planning to do it with, it's going to be one of your favorite things Ooh. that oh. you've seen in a long time. So awesome. Uh, it's a, it's it's been a couple of years in the making but it would i'm really i'm really not subtle we, we know what i'm talking about yeah. but we can't say
5: it for legal reasons
11: no i can't but i love norm and when i call him and when we talk it's just like i'll i'll try him for like a week or i'll text him and then all of a sudden i'll get a phone call hey saget why don't you ever call me you know, it's like you know, he's always the good one to blame other people. You know, and he, I'm always just a total sucker for his comedy. He is—he's is, one of the smartest people I've ever known. Does comedy, but I, I got to tell you, I've been going over. I'm, I got to tell you I'm Bob <laughs> um, I was I've been going over a stand-up that I want to do it's oddly before the quarantine happened before COVID I was becoming more responsible in what I was doing it would just right. seem to have more meaning there were more stories there was more it wasn't p- politics or religion I, I'm not there to do that I'm there to entertain everybody but yet have some actual human context of the things I grew up with yeah more more human and it just started happening so I I'm a different. People go. People are now just right before quarantine. They were going. You're not as dirty as I want you to be. I'm like, <laughs> throwing another word for you. I don't know what to do. You know, we we change as, as we do this. You don't do just one speed, one right. thing. So, um, well, I think oh, just, I can't wait. Just a you know a quick observation
5: is that your material has always been able to stand on your – I think there was there used to be in for years an initial shock that you know. uh the, the the full house guy was was for people who weren't unaware i happened to be aware that you you know that you were great with that but the material is it isn't it isn't predicated on the expletives it's it it was the material was always there you always had you always a smart comic thank you yeah, for yeah.
11: knowing that cuz that's the truth i don't know i'm out of context and all they do is take a scene from the aristocrats which yeah. can't be made or shown but you know you guys started my career um not you personally but wmmr yeah. i won a radio contest when i was 17 years old Yeah, and WMMR gave me five hundred bucks. I don't know if I've talked about it on your show. You have, yeah, yeah. Well, here
5: it it is again.
7: (laughs) Was that it?
2: Was that it, Stephen Starr's Comedy Club, or no? Actually, that's where I
11: really started. But before that, it was a place called Grandma Minnie's, and you guys were were teenagers, and I was (laughs) no, you were babies. I was a teenager. I was seventeen. I sang a song about bondage, and then people go, "How did the Full House dad get weird?" I don't know. When he was seventeen, he sang a song about. Bonded, right? <laughs> so I mean, yeah, Stephen Starr did a lot for my career. Oh, I was that's playing awesome. at a club at uh Third and Bainbridge that he owned, okay, but I, I love philly go ahead sorry yeah no i wanted to ask you about are you that. going to conduct an orchestra Is that what <laughs> well,
7: about? that's we, how we know yeah, we we we're going so that yeah. we don't talk over one another and, and
3: so that like uh, I, but i wanted to ask you probably prefer to do the ones in private because the ones on comedy central really are just tailor-made for tv they're chopped up they're edited a lot and to me they're it's not really pure comedy it's more just about
11: yeah and mine was spec- particularly because i had a edgy but uh, bluer stand-up because yeah. I I don't know I did an HBO special shot at NYU with twenty year olds so I just became a chameleon for the audience I I should have chosen a higher ground but that's who I was <laughs> as an artist but uh, that was particularly foul with my friends and Stamos hosted it had famous Cloris Leachman kiss on it it was great uh, may she rest in peace and then Gilbert who I want to sue for the rest of my life for what he said <laughs> and people unfortunately people see that. And- <laughs> and they think that's the, if people are joking about it, it's true, that's how herd mentality works. Yeah, what? And I didn't say anything, I didn't, I just sat there and eventually laughed. Sometimes yeah. I there was actually when I was doing it, Joel Gallon, the great Greg Giraldo, who I loved so much. Oh, uh, he's one of the best, you guys loved him, right? Yeah, did you used to have him on? We yeah. had him on the
5: show, and he's he's again in that. The economy of words and the, and the execution of the concepts were just unbelievable. What what a loss. So I, 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 there, there are Huge. a few times I've been nervous when people have come into the studio. When Norm came in, Greg, because I just respected. And you, Bob, obviously, people I respect so much. And he was just great. And, he, and he, he really, they talk about Jeff Ross being, and Jeff Ross is great. But to me, pound for pound, Geraldo brought it to those roasts.
11: Yeah, and I think Jeff would agree. And we all agree, Jeff. Uh, Greg was prolific and amazing, but, and he said, I looked like the uh, Vlasic pickle stork sitting there with those granny glasses and that large pointy nose. So that of course is something that I memorized. But the, the point is he shouldn't be gone. And, yeah. and I talked to him like two weeks before he passed and he was fine. You know, it was just a horrible thing that happened and he, he caved at a bad time yeah. and it's very sad, but, but I, I called him and I said, so are we going to hang out? Because we talked about it after the roast. He said, oh, yeah, yeah. I got a girl here, Bob. I want you to talk to. And he did like a Norm McDonald prank on me. I didn't know what was happening. And a, a young lady gets on the phone and she goes, hello, who is this? And I said, oh, it's Bob Saget. Greg says that you wanted to talk to me, that you're apparently a fan. Uh, why would they be a fan? I said, well, I don't know. I was on that show, Full House. I do not know that show. I do not know who you are. And then he gets back on the phone and he's laughing his head off. He was just trying to impress somebody who sounded like Natasha and Boris were at the bar. And he had no clue who or anything. That's um, great. Although it, it, Phil House played in Russia, so I think they liked it. Maybe because, they did. Because we were of the, of the right uh, <laughs> demographic. <laughs> That's a nice thing to say in the morning. Hi, everybody. Have a great day. Um, but I want to come into the studio next time I'm in there when I'm for playing sure. Philly. Whether I play wherever, maybe the tower again. Is the tower going to open up? Is it uh, listen, to... I don't know. We man.
5: we are hoping for everything. You know this town as as well as anybody, Bob. And there's just so many great venues and 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 the the amount of people who are devastated by this, just in you know on on that level. And it's not even just the performances; the people behind the scenes and the the sound people and the. All that, there's been so much stuff, and we, we've got to do, and we're trying to do, everybody's sort of trying to vigorously do everything they can to get everything back up and running, because the charm of this area is that, that you always had so many shows and, you know, comedy venues and all that stuff, and the tower is
11: historical, you know, so we yeah. we, ho- we hope, we hope. I'm hoping a lot of theaters, a lot of us are doing clubs because you can't get into a lot of theaters. But I'm playing a bunch of theaters and a bunch of casinos. And, I mean, the Hard Rock one of me, Live Nation called, so we want you to be the first person to open it because we want it to be a, a festival that people can bring their kids to. I said, well, it's 21 and up, but it's a casino. so
7: Unless
11: <laughs> right. you got a 15-year-old with a mustache and a fake ID, it ain't going to happen.
2: Are you, gonna, are you just going to be in and out to AC and then, and then back, or are you going to be able to spend some time? I mean, Philly, I mean, you know, it's still restricted. No, nah, I wish but, I could. Yeah. I've got
11: to come back because I'm doing a show on a rooftop in San Francisco on 420 with a bunch of stoners. Nice. Um, <laughs> with, with Jeff Ross and a bunch of really, really funny people and protégés and friends of uh, Dave Chappelle. So I'm doing that. And then I go back to... Irvine California they're opening the Irvine improv but again it's like a 500 seat venue it's going to be 190 capacity so well,
5: half
1: becomes. But
11: it's not a drive-in it's not a drive in it's not a
5: drive-in and 25 percent becomes 50 percent becomes 75 percent and we, we get back to it and so oh, it happens yeah, just yeah. getting
11: out there man I can't it's hard to explain I know Bill must have been excited we have the same public system. Bill yeah. is over the moon uh, going back, did he did he exude that, or was he exhausted we, from the? Press we've forum? had
5: longer with you than we
11: had with him. <laughs> yeah, had to of, yeah, kind of quickly he was here. like, yeah, hey, I gotta go. There's another guy. I gotta call Detroit. And I'm really angry about this guy. I don't know who he is, but I don't like him. I don't think he talks like Joe Pesci. I don't think <laughs> It wasn't a good. Literally. <laughs> Please go ahead. Sorry. No, no,
5: no. Yeah, that was it was oh, spot on. But uh, yeah, in fact, that's kind of the way he talked. But he's great. He's always been very, you know. And with you again, let uh, let people be reminded that you were have uh, been a participant in the Camp Out for Hunger, and and you've been generous with your time and and you know just donations. Always. So you Whatever always...
11: you ask, whatever you ask me to do, I will I will do it. I try to do everything I can to help yeah, as many you've, people. Cause... You've been phenomenal. Yes. We appreciate. I have that. been, yeah. and I will continue to be, even though Bill thinks I don't have long to live. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,
7: Apparently, I, 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 he
11: just has, he has the best drive-in story because he said he did a drive-in, and instead of heckling, the lady drove off. <laughs> <laughs> He just, just
7: drove off.
5: It, who's I mean, who's talking like, about that? G- I think Jim or Somebody was talking about it. That just the quiet hum of an engine
11: as, as the car just leaves. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's,
5: it's worse, than, like, someone it's, it's worse than someone walking out.
11: It's worse than someone walking out. Yeah. You guys are lucky because you get to talk. Besides being as popular as you are, come on, let's face it, you are. And you look really good, too. You're both incredibly handsome. And you get unusually groomed for early in the morning. I I, I have to admit. And you know that I slept in these clothes. And I look very groomed. But... But you get to talk to so many people when I see your lineup, because, uh, you know, following you guys, it's like, wow, it's all my friends. You yeah. know You have Tom Pop on. You have people yeah. that are just wonderful, wonderful. People. Well, you are
5: doing likewise your, your, your podcast, which, yeah. I, which I enjoy as well. Uh, and uh, is, 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 that, is that a nice rest, you know, a diversion for you as well? Because you, I, you're, you're a good can, interviewer
11: it, yourself. I've gotten to be better, but thank you, thank yeah. you. I'm not you guys, but I, uh, I'm on my like, 89th show. But, uh, Monday is Ben Folds, and this Ooh. week I had uh, Candace Cameron Bure, who, my TV daughter, DJ. I from uh, Full House. gotta tell you,
5: I I adore her, and I and I have fallen I in with the with the veracity of a crack addict to uh, the the Hallmark Christmas movies that oh she God. does, and she's the, Hallmark- the Queen of
11: Christmas. Yes. <laughs> she's awesome. She's so good. Well, it's interesting because we d- you know, do a podcast these days, and because there's not that many outlets, there's the late-night shows that they run the clips, there's SNL clips. Otherwise, if you want humor, you go to a podcast. Yeah. Or Sensational News. So E! News picked up yesterday a story about um, Candace being on my podcast, just talking about... People make fun of her for being so perky. That yeah. was a news story. <laughs> that's, that's where we're at. <laughs> <That, laughs> perky, perky. This just people in. are, people are <laughs> cynicism <laughs> comes and the pain that people are having comes out of what we've been living through, well, which is being locked right. up. Yeah. And and but it's a problem when the younger people, and I feel like I am one of them. Yeah. I, you know, people go, Well, you're an old man and we're Gen Z. And I'm like, no, you guys don't get it. I'm my stand-up isn't as blue as it is. It's like a 12-year-old or 10-year-old learning bad words. Yeah. That's kind of what it is. I mean, I'll, the word wiener comes out. Um, <laughs> just, just the word, by the way. Okay. Um, right. But, but you know, you, you, that's the interesting part is I, you, you can make, with a podcast, I'm able to have that outlet this year. And I've had such wonderful guests. You know, I've had Tiffany Haddish to Jake Tapper to – yeah. To Bill Burr, to Jason Sudeikis, to Whoopi. To, you know, I mean, it's just been able. And then dear friends that I sparred with, like Gilbert and Lovitz. And, yeah. Uh, you know, and I'm just going to keep doing it forever. I, I mean, I have no reason not to. It's once a week, and I love it.
5: Well, there's, there's been, and we've talked about this, there's been a, 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 a um, again, and I must have said this a hundred times over the past year, that there's going to be some things that are going to actually that we found. Hey, this is a way we can do this. The we way we're doing this right now with you, Bob, on, on the, the Zoom uh, setup is is something that would was it was in the works, but we were forced to accelerate it. And so here we are doing that. So there are going to be some bright spots. And and I think the fact that it accelerated you doing something that you're enjoying is a, a glass half full aspect of something that's been so profoundly unpleasant. Mm-hmm.
11: Uh, exactly. This would be a dial. I'd be calling you on the phone. And yeah, so yeah. now you get good quality audio. I'm on a podcast, mic. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and I'm able to do I did Kevin Hart's new podcast that'll be on next month. And it was it becomes like you're. In studio, talking with your friend. Right. And yeah. as you know, that's what broadcasting is. Yep. So you just being yourself and talking with your friend and, or, or a person that you feel like, oh, I'm a person too. <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> know,
17: which, <laughs> that's, that's right. right.
11: <laughs> what, what I was getting at is the cynicism is what's ripping us apart. It's, you know, it's exactly. where people. No matter what you say, people, you know, if John Lennon said all you need is love, they would go, oh, yeah, right, <laughs> canceled. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, right. Canceled yeah, him, love. I don't have love. Cancelled. but well, uh, I think I your agree.
5: angle, your 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 take on it is exactly right. And I, uh, we, we uh, with with Bob Saget's in the world and and the planned Dirty Work sequel. Uh, <laughs> oh, I never mentioned that. I never said a
11: word. Saget, why are you talking about it? The ink's not even dry. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, Norm. <laughs> well,
2: up next is uh, this weekend at the Hard Rock at the at uh, arena Saturday. Uh, there's two shows, seven and ten p.m., and you can get the tickets at bobsaget.com, and we'll post information, and make it very easy for you to do that. Bob, it is always wonderful to have you on, man. You
11: guys are so great, and I Thanks. will want to be in studio again when I come home to Philly. That's I want to hang out, hang yeah. out with you guys for about three or four days. Yeah, yeah we right. can do that. I was going to yeah. say all morning, but you know, <laughs> three or four days. Three or four days yeah. works. We yeah. can yeah. make that I'm happen. Look at how groomed you are. You're going to smell good. I'm fine of with we. We the we worst do smell good. is yeah. when you show up, you know, and you're inside. New York serious radio station, and uh, wow, I shouldn't have said that. No, and, it's okay. and then, but everybody's got BO because they're a morning uh, shock radio, and they just they're not you guys are clean. We're yeah. clean. only I'm one of us and, and is I, BO. I, <laughs> I, well, I'll have to guess. I'll, yeah. I'll,
5: I'll, I'll know well, I there, she there. is normally clean. Otherwise, oh. yeah. oh. <laughs> we love you, Bob. He's love you, love Bob. you, too. Thanks,
2: man. We gotta go, you Bob. Well. It. Yeah. The one and only. God, I love that guy. Oh, you could talk to him for hours. Yeah, he's man. one of the naturally most one of the most naturally funny guys that, that I've ever met. He's, he's, he's uh, just the best. His stand up is so fucking oh. funny. Yep. It's sharp. All right. <laughs> we need to take a break. We'll be back. President
1: Steve on 93.3 WMMR.
10: The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000
7: in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash career slash USBP.